PKA, episode 543, with our guest Josh from Strange Central. Taylor? This episode of PKA is brought to you by ExpressVPN and Blue Chew, a couple of wonderful sponsors. Josh, it's been, I think, actually years, many years yeah. since we've seen you. Uh, <laughs> it has. I, I went over, to, as I often do when I, when I Chiz tells us who the guest is, if it's someone I haven't followed in a while, I go over there and check. And I was like, this is, this guy's had truly years of things happen to him since we had him on the show. <laughs> couple of rehab stints uh you, you've really revamped a lot of the the marijuana content i when i went over there and i saw the rehab thing i was like rehab for pot because when i like <laughs> i think even like family guy makes jokes about that where like meg right. will be like i'm going to you know rehab for pot and you know peter will be like meg shut up like just, just stop <laughs> but, you know booze that's a real deal drug I had counseling for marijuana. I just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a lot of that in in the rehab thing. They were like, "You also can never smoke weed again," and I was like, "Well, that's probably not going to work in my life." <laughs> I'm going to skip the marijuana and also accepting Jesus Christ into my heart, and let's just deal with the alcohol problem. Let's make sure I never ruin my life with alcohol again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's been uh, yeah, I think like 2019 was the last time I hopped on here, and mm. since then. Honestly, I was probably drunk on that podcast because my life was kind of like spiraling post losing my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. um, like YouTube deleted my channel, I think like the end of 2018. And like, I just kind of drank my problems away at that point because I didn't want to like take that next step. So mm -hmm. I uh, went to rehab twice. Um, I ended up getting my YouTube channel back like probably four months ago, five months ago. So that was like a two year process of like arguing with YouTube. And that's basically like yelling at a brick wall because YouTube is just an entity that they don't care. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, kind of like took some time to fucking work on myself. And like I, I started my YouTube at 18. So I was just kind of like young, dumb and fucking wild. And I kind of had to like learn over the last few years how to like be an adult. <laughs> And like, just take care of responsibilities. So, it's been it's been a couple of interesting years. But like, I'm in a good place mentally. Finally, um, I'm in a good place like financially again and everything. So, that feels great. good to be back on YouTube. <laughs> that sucks. Two full years of no channel, and yep. of course you're anxious as shit. You know that's your livelihood, and it's up in the air. You have no control over it. You know that's why it is so scary. Like working like even working on twitch or being a youtuber knowing that like just these arbitrarily enforced rules can come <laughs> down on you anytime and right. even if you are 100 in the right look at what happened to destiny on twitch with like that person trying to fuck him over by showing a picture like it right. took him days and he has like six hundred thousand followers like <laughs> and then you see something like that and you're like oh no if i'm fucked no they're not, right. they're not coming to say hi to them they're not gonna you know they, they got 50 bigger people before they get to me to deal with um but anyway the, the rehab yeah. thing is uh was it the kind that you like yeah you live there in like a dorm oh, for yeah. 30 days yep so i was in a fucking dorm room with three other dudes for 30 days and it's like oh, that must be is, is everybody cranky because they're getting sober so angry and I, I i was like the only young person there for alcohol so like most yeah. alcoholics are like you know 30s 40s and they're like oh shit my life's going down the drain um mm. like everyone my age was on heroin or like you know other drugs like Man. xanax so their, like their withdrawal maybe 
A little bit, yeah. I was like, fuck, like I wasn't even doing that much. Old dude's drug. (laughs) Um, But like their withdrawals are like two, three weeks. So like alcohol, your withdrawal is five, seven days, maybe. Um, So they're withdrawing for the entire time. And by day seven, I'm like, all right, like, let's go to class, smoke some cigarettes. (laughs) Wow, I did not know Yeah, you fucked up for weeks after you stop them very very long times and they get sicker than i did so like oh, yeah of course was there was there anyone in there that like was trying to like sneak in their drug oh, of choice many people got kicked out for that yeah because like this was like it was in the middle of a city so it's not like you know some retreat in the woods or anything like that so like people can just drive up to a window and pass something through a window and yeah all of a sudden it spreads like wildfire and there's like seven people that just got something off of one person. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was that was like a constant struggle for them was like keeping stuff out of there. And like you're not there against your will. You can walk at any time. So a lot mm-hmm. of the people that were going through those like three week withdrawals would walk on like week two. So like they're halfway through it, they're almost done and they're like, fuck it, I can't do it. Just because they have one bad day. Ah, so and then they yeah. have to, then then they gotta start. And then it's over. a repeated cycle yeah Yeah. save point then they have to start the whole you know three-week withdrawal that sucks and you pay fucking 20 grand no matter what like you have to pay the i'm starting a rehab tomorrow (laughs) how did you get 20 grand did you pay it or like did you have insurance insurance paid it insurance oh that's even better we want you to fail (laughs) (laughs) a repeating business yeah that's that's my problem with like rehab centers and iops like it's really important to detox people but their goal is not to keep you sober forever. They want you to come back because it's a repeat customer over and over and over and over. So there's people in there that are like, it's it's their ninth rehab. And it's like, something's not working here. Like, this this clearly isn't the well, path for you. <laughs> it's working for, for the center. How, the, the first time you went, I'm, I'm assuming 30 days, because that sounds right. Is that not 30 days? Yep, 28. So like 28 days. So like four weeks. How long after that did you did you stick to it before you uh, went back to I guess drinking or smoking pot? <laughs> okay, so first rehab, I like the week out started dating a girl from the rehab center. Terrible oh, idea. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible, that terrible, is terrible idea. idea. <laughs> we'll keep um, each other straight. <laughs> and like, <laughs> exactly. hey, we're gonna be accountability. Yeah, we love, we're just this... two friends who love heroin. <laughs> <laughs> We had different drugs of choice, so I, I thought it would work. Um, uh, but, <laughs> but the like, same dealer, it was it was like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, so like I lasted about six months. We broke up. Uh, I lasted like two months after we broke up, and then that's when I relapsed. And I relapsed for like eleven days. And uh, when at day eleven, I was like, "All right, I'm going back." Fuck. So yeah. I checked myself in. Can I ask? Can day- I stop you and ask you a question there? When yep. you relapsed, what was the first thing you drank? Oh, you're going to... It's Bud Light Seltzer. Okay. So, see, those are, those are pretty see, good. see, that's what I wanted to know. I want to know if you were like, maybe I'll just have a little thing and, and see if I can handle it again. Is that what happened? You were like, so can I, can I, was I on... drink like a normal person? Can I just yep. have a Bud Light Seltzer? I mean, I used to pound bottles of vodka. I can yep. have a Bud Light Seltzer, right? This and is basically nothing. I, I need five. Exactly. You know, the, the, so... Yeah. I was about a half gallon a day uh, vodka drinker when yeah. I went in the first time. Um, and then so I was like, yeah, fuck it. Actually, I saw an ad on Twitch for Bud Light Seltzer. And I was like, hmm, 
I've never tried those. Like I loved White Claws. So uh, on vacation, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go have a couple Bud Light seltzers. And then that turned into a case. <laughs> Is that Black Cherry? <laughs> My favorite. He's, he's got eagle eyes. Oh, I got why would that. you show that to him? <laughs> because I was, that's, that's, that's I, all part now, of it. Now We're be, past that now. You be like, oh, man, that hits the spot. I'm, oh, at a point, yes. I'm at a point now where I can go to a bar and comfortably not drink. Like I can really? have a, I, I can have a lime and water. Me too. Like seltzer water. That's great. Um, <laughs> but so Woody's got his alcoholism completely under control. <laughs> like I'm, I'm settled. He's got both hands around that alcoholism problem. Woody absolutely dominating alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> they never even got a foothold. <laughs> Ooh, gross. No, thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. So, I have one more question before you continue. I, I, I don't mean it. to keep interrupting you, but I think it's fun to like pull. No, I love I go. love the questions about this. Um, what you said you were half a gallon of vodka, a day of vodka drinker. That makes a lot of sense to me. That's if I were going to be an alcoholic, that's what I would do. Whenever I have drank a lot, that's what I did. Um, mm-hmm. Not half a gallon a day. That's that's a lot. <laughs> um, but but a lot still, you know, fifth a day. I've, I've, I've been there. Before. Right. Um, the Tito's. Tito's. Or, yep. That was, yeah. my, that was my that, drink choice. So, a, a fifth a day is if we're talking about normal fifth size bottles. Or I'm sorry, yeah. the, the half a gallon of a day. gallon. Half it's gallon two, comes with a handle. Yeah, and it's got it, it comes with a handle. The equivalent of like two bottles of regular vodka and another half bottle, right? Yeah. Yes. So how, I, how do you see? Were you drinking like sun up to sundown? Yeah. So I, I would wake up at about two in the morning, withdrawing with shakes, sweats, like terrible place. I would have to have about three or four shots before I stopped shaking and could go back to bed and get maybe like, I don't know, three, four hours of sleep. Um, and then I'll wake up and same thing all day. Like every 20 minutes, I'd have a, sh- a shot, maybe, maybe a double. So like it was real, real, real bad. And I would leave like a little teeny bit of the half gallon for the morning so I could like wake up, get some alcohol in me and go buy more. Yeah. yeah. So, so what were that you was like, like drunk? Like it, if I'm drunk, it's pretty obvious. Are you, you got it together to other people know you're drunk? Oh yeah. My, uh, I was living with a long-term girlfriend at that time and it was most of the time apparent, like so I'm, I was functional drunk, but I would like cross a line and then she would come home to me laying on the kitchen floor. <laughs> we just oh. black out. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just black out entirely. Sometimes on stream actually. Um, <laughs> fell asleep several times on Twitch. Surprised I'm not banned and still partnered. <laughs> but my audience was actually like at an all time high. I think it was like wing syndrome where everyone's like, let's watch this crash and burn. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I relapsed on Bud Light Seltzer uh, within 11 days back to rehab. 28 more days there. Um, How quickly did it accelerate after after the seltzer? Was it like you had one seltzer on day one and you were like, I can't believe it. I stopped. I've got a handle. And then the next day it was like, no, no, no. He didn't have one seltzer on. I had I had a case on day one. Okay. Uh, Day two, I had probably about two cases. Day three, I was like, why the fuck am I buying so many cans? So I bought a pint. <laughs> so, uh, so what am I going to start wait. recycling or something? Yeah, like, <laughs> what the fuck is this shit? 48 um, cans. I look like an alcoholic. Give me a right. Tito's. I'm reducing, <laughs> I'm reducing waste now when you're drinking, Now, when you're drinking a handle a day, you're ending up with a lot of glass. Do you, have, do you, do you turn those in for the, uh, for the cash? No. No, nah, that's <laughs> awesome. 
Yeah, my, my landlord was probably like, holy shit, someone's going really hard, though, <laughs> because there's yeah. like fucking six half gals stacked up. That's, that's something I've seen with extreme alcoholics before um, <laughs> who would drink, you know, multiple bottles a day is like they would save that glass and like, yeah. like that. They're going to need that to buy more alcohol at the end of the month. I, I was going to say, I think I was kind of financially in a place where I didn't have to because yeah. of YouTube. And like, that's what my drug counselor always tells me. It's like, you were a pyro in a, in a firework fa factory. Like, you had all the resources to do nothing all day and the resources to buy whatever you wanted. So, yeah. like, you put those together and it's a disaster. So yeah, that's, that's why... That, 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 uh, that... That's current that per, that situation like like all the resources to do whatever you want and all the time in the world to do whatever you want That's like a superpower. You can use it for good or evil Yep, it can <laughs> really you can really take a, a left turn and just mess things up Or you can take a right turn and like make crazy cool things happen when you right. got like Plenty of money and all the time in the world. Yep. Yeah Usually seems to be one of those extremes though. <laughs> it's going to be one of those extremes where human beings Either you're like you just become like Elon Musk, you know, or you're just like, you know, I love booze. I love crack cocaine is my jam. I'm all about crack God, cocaine. I want to party all year. Don't you yeah, want to try some crack cocaine, cocaine just once? No, I'd love to lose a little weight. I love I, it. If I was if I was dying, maybe. Every time I tell, read tell about one of these drugs, I find them to be disappointing. And that's almost part of their danger. Now, again, I haven't tried them. I just read about it. But they're like, oh, I took this drug, cocaine. And all it did is make me feel like I was on Adderall. It was like a bit of an upper. I was in a good mood. I was talkative. Maybe, you know, it's a good version of me. I took heroin. And, you know, it just made me enjoy my afternoon, even though it was yucky out. It made me just oh, please. Uh, they're they're underplaying heroin, I think. Could I, I be. Think I remember when um, when John Travolta was about to make Pulp Fiction, he was he was trying to figure out his walk, like how he was going to walk, because he's on heroin. He's a right. he's like, what do I what am I feeling inside? He wants to he wants to really embody a character who has a heroin issue, who's always high on heroin, and he's talking to someone who's on heroin. And he's he's like, what does it feel like? Well, like what do you what do you how do you walk? Like like and, and the guy said, do this, take about. I remember I don't remember how many shots of tequila he told him, but. Four, four to six shots to kill or something, <laughs> and then get in a really hot, hot tub. After ten minutes, that's how heroin feels. And he's that like, "That sounds oh. awful." <laughs> yeah. <That's, laughs> I, first of all, you want to be dehydrated as hell. Get in the hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> I hear heroin out. just as a be happy thing. It just makes you in a good mood, right? Has anyone here tried mm. heroin, Josh? Um, no. I, 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 no. I mean, I think I mean, it's more of a chasing a dragon situation. We're like someone does heroin the first time or takes pills or whatever and it's like that first high is so intense because it's brand new to your body that then you want to do it again but it's not quite as good but you remember how good it was that first time and i think a lot of drugs are probably like that where you're chasing that initial rush you got because like like going back to, to josh obviously like I've, always, I've been curious like so if you're drinking sun up to sundown like very regularly is is it like a hundred percent of the time you're just trying to feel not bad or is there a time when it's like, okay, I've got three, I've got half of the half gallon in me. I'm feeling good now. Or is it just, you know, there's okay, a window. I, feel, I feel less shit. I see. I feel less bad enough that I can fall asleep. No, there's a window. That, mm -hmm. So like, I, I honestly think that's why like some heroin and alcohol users like understand because there's like, there's a peak point where like you're not sick. And you're not passed out and feeling awful, but it's just like pure euphoria. 
Mm-hmm. So there is a point, there is a window, but the rest of your day and the rest of your life is just like chasing. So the, honestly, like mm. the way you say, like you have to wake up, you would, you would have to wake up and take shots to fall back asleep. That like, it's that terrible. sounds like hell on earth. Yeah. Think about waking up, taking three shots and being like, okay, fuck. I'm starting to not shake. Oh, okay. I puked it up. Let's restart this process. How extreme are I the would shakes? hate that. It was like I couldn't. So for the first 10 days in rehab, I couldn't write my name on a piece of paper. 10 like, days. Ten, 10 days. Yes. It's it's like it's like this. Like very it's shaky. it's like you have Parkinson's like it's it's very similar to those kind of shakes. And they're Everybody's uncontrollable. Oh, my. It, it's kind of it's almost kind of funny. So like you, most people get like a, a, what it, a benzo for like the first week. So you don't have like seizures, which I had uh, five. My second one, um, I had a grand mall the first time, the first night there, and then four proceeding. Dude, you, Dude, you were a good malls. alcoholic. You like, you I thought for a second you were faking, right? No. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you were just like, you just like, maybe you just want to blow 28 grand. Yeah. No, even <laughs> so before my first rehab, I had about five ho- hospital stints. Um, one of those was nine days in the ICU having DTs and I have a video on my channel about this. Um, I watched that video. It's scary. You have like vivid hallucinations. Like I would, I saw like, and it's like the the deepest, darkest traumas in your life will van like manifest as hallucinations in front of you. I don't like that. Yeah. Best for a week. I know. I was hoping you see dragons and butterflies. You're telling me it's it's your worst nightmares. I was was watching the video on your channel Mm -hmm. of it because I was curious uh, a couple weeks ago when you were going to come on. And it's just you sitting in a hospital bed and it's just showing the camera pointed at the corner of a room. And you're you're like, do you see him? It's just a (laughs) man hanging there. Oh, shit. Right there. And it's like, and you're clearly out of it, hallucinating. And then you like turn it to yourself and you like... Like you can tell that you think what you're saying is making sense, right? But it's, but it's making like, zero it's, sense. It's erratic and like, like, and the, know, cra- the craziest part about that is like, so I, I still remember the, all of that. Like I, it's not like I was in a blackout for nine days. Like I remember almost all of that, and like they would come in and like load me up on benzos, but it, it didn't when I was conscious, like I, I, I was making memories. So, so it was I, crazy. Never, I don't think I know benzos. They get you high. Is it? Pants. Yeah. They're very, uh, that's what yeah, uh, it's, it's Peterson take. Yeah. They're strong yeah. pills. They're mostly like muscle relaxers, but they're also anti seizure drugs. So like if you're an alcoholic, who's getting off a huge amount of vodka, like, like Josh was, you're in danger of seizures. And so they'll give you benzos to like, are they a good from, time? You know? mm-hmm. uh, people get really addicted to them. Like yeah, really, I very, hated very them. You hate it. I I've, I've always yeah. So like I I use Xanax to fly because I have anxiety, but like it's never been a drug that I've been like, Ooh, let's to, go take a Xanax. To me, <laughs> it's not even that powerful. Like, like yeah. Whenever uh, I was so disappointed when I was getting that cancer surgery on my eyelid. I think the first one, like like when they were just gonna like shave the uh, like the the tumor off my eyelid before before they knew it was a tumor. They were like, uh, oh yeah, we're gonna give you a xanax and i'm like are you fucking kidding me you better give me a bottle of fucking xanax and then gas me they're like no no no. we're gonna give you one xanax and then we're going to inject a local into your eye and I'm god like, no, we don't have any xanax but we're gonna give you five shots of tequila and we have this hot tub 
anesthesia. Right? Like you guys don't have fentanyl. It'll back feel there? like anesthesia. <laughs> like, like you ever you ever wondered what anesthesia feels like? Well, this is kind of like that. It's five <laughs> shots of tequila in a hot tub. No, no, I want actual anesthetic. Well, we don't know about that. It's not like you're going in for surgery. You're cutting it off my eye. No, they gave me that fucking Xanax, and uh, and they were like. Now be careful with these. You don't want to get. And they gave me this fucking Xanax, and I took it, and I was just like, I felt. They gave you one. They gave me one. They gave me so one. So like you could enjoy your ride home. No, <laughs> like, they gave it to <laughs> me like an hour before. Like I'm I'm sitting in the mm. pre-op bed with the IV oh. in my arm and like the all the like heart sensor things, the blood oxygen shit. I'm hooked up to the machines, and uh, you know pre-op and. They give me that fucking Xanax and they put some numbing eye drops in my fucking eye. And that was it. How much they, did it they, hurt, Kyle? Did it hurt a lot? It was so goddamn painful. Was it like, really? Like my, so that, oh, I thought the local were would curling. work. Oh, the local no. is what hurt. The local right. is what hurt. Them inject, like, like, it's a big I got needle, no problem it? with needles. Like, no problem at all. They don't bother me a bit. But eye. they used a pretty big needle and they stuck it in my eye and, and, and my eyelid. And, and like they had to do it three, maybe four times. And every time they go in, he goes, little pinch here. And it felt like someone was hammering a fucking 10 penny nail into my goddamn eyelid. My, and, but you don't want to move because obviously they're sticking a needle in your eye. And, don't and, sneeze, you're going to have a, a lot more problems than this cancer. Yeah. So like I, I just remember vividly my toes in my like shoes curling up. Like 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 me just like squeezing with my toes and squeezing like with my fists and just going, mmm, and oh, yeah. going, yeah, I know it hurts. I'm sorry. I know one more. Here we go. Mmm. He's like, all right, one more. I'm like, you just said one more. <laughs> well, I meant three more. Here we go. <laughs> I've had a similar experience, but it wasn't my eye. It was I've had it in my leg and maybe an arm or something. But basically, yeah. picture a big cut, right? So you go into the hospital to get stitches because you've got a you cuts whatever. Three quarters of an inch wide. Yeah. So they put, they inject painkiller into my open wound so that yeah. they can like do internal stitches and then external stitches. Mm -hmm. And they're like, they didn't tell me a little pinch. They're like, now this painkiller, it burns. And it's like, ugh, you're injecting pain that burns into an open wound. I don't know that this is even lightening my pain. I'm just investing in pain. Like I'm doing it now so that later I have less. And in the you end, know, I like to think my total pain was the same. I could they have can had be, they can be assholes. no painkiller. They can be assholes or they can be really chill about it. What, what I've always appreciated when getting like, I don't know if I've had a cut that big, but I've had a lot of like four to six stitch cuts. And uh, oh. they'll take the, is it lidocaine? I think it's lidocaine. It might be. Local numbing, and they'll yeah. squirt it into the wound first. They'll just squirt lidocaine onto the open wound and wait 30 seconds. You and can do that? Then, they've done that for me before. And then they'll inject it oh, into like... Dude, it's, I had it's 45 wonderful. stitches and they were all... They got like an intern to do it. They were all incredibly loose. They didn't actually pull the wound together. After it was done, it looked like the same wound, but you Frankenstein. Like a yeah, <laughs> my doctor, like back when I got home, it, was, it happened in West Virginia, I think. Uh, when I got home, a lot. he's like, "Oh, let's see how they do it in West Virginia," and he's like, "Ah, well, I'd have made them tighter." <laughs> you know, they didn't do anything. They were the worst stitches. And my leg, even now, like thirty years later, has these big like divots missing out the side of it. Yeah, it's like they. It's like you told them, like, well, not too tight. I want to look tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want people to know I fucked There's, my leg up. Oh, and then the uh, the painkiller wore off during the stitches. Like the last five or so oh. were just 
Rambo style, you know, where you yeah, grit your we're teeth. Not paying enough for this <sighs> with, our, with our health insurance. Yeah, and and like it was. Pretty, I'm sorry, I'm taking the topic off of Josh, but the, all the nurses in the room and shit were like, "This guy's awful." You know, like it was taking so long. They were so loose, and I'm like, Argh! and all the nurses are like, "Are you seeing this? Like, are you seeing this? Like, this isn't yeah. even Western medicine anymore." I always give the nurses and doctors like a pep talk. Like, I want them to feel like I imagine that I, if if I was doing something that I'm pretty good at, that if 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 the people I was working with were like pumping me up. I try to excel and meet their expectations. So I'm just like, oh, you're a professional, huh? Damn, you're doing a good job. Woo, you've done this before, haven't you? The whole time, it's just compliments. and Because I, I, I want them to be like, man, he thinks a lot of me. I better really get do my best work here. Like if I was doing a little carpentry, if I was like nailing somebody's deck down or something like that, they're like, what, Kyle, how, how many years did you study? I'd be like, he thinks a lot of me. I better get these edges just right with the skill <laughs> saw. Like, 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 does this have the laser setting? Yeah, it does. Yeah, we're gonna do a good job here. Pre-surgery, like, like, I set him up for success. I tell him all the things that I write him a letter. I write him a letter, and I'm like, hey, to the anesthesiologist. I'm one of those guys that comes out of general anesthesia super nauseous, and like a lot of people do, but I'm like a top one percenter. It's a guarantee. So hey, you know what? Before I even get up, give me some of that good shit, right? Whatever it is. And uh, the anesthesiologist is never like, ooh, he's just trying to get extra nausea drug out of me. <laughs> That's not what happened. They're just like, oh, good to know. Yeah, that way now, now we won't have a diving save in the recovery room from a guy who's, you know, vomiting all over the place. And right. uh, if it's like, I, well, last surgery I was having my leg operated on, I think. And yeah. I marked it. This is the leg. This is the one. You know, like it, X and a yes or so. Like it, it, there was no... A chance that they go into the wrong knee. Uh, I set them up. I think I had yeah, my, um, my knee surgery doctor marked. My, I actually came in and like verified and yes. marked and signed the knee. Yeah, they did that for me. It turns out that maybe that was unnecessary, but it was already. I was pre-marked from home. They're like, "Oh, I I'm see. Ready. This is yeah." If I could, uh, if I could get one prescription drug and just have it on hand, it would be that anti-nausea medication because it's so incredibly. Because every now and then, you know, you'll just like. You'll get sick, whether it's food poisoning or whatever. And I realize maybe it wouldn't be good for food poisoning because I think you do need to like vomit all that yeah, up to like be out. safe. But like sometimes you're just sick. You know, you just got you're just sick, and like the vomiting isn't helping you. It's just a symptom. And I would love to have a little vial of that fucking anti-nausea stuff and just fuck. I guess it's inter uh, not intermuscular. It'd be intravenous. But fuck, I'll stick it in my vein. Like there's sometimes where I'm so sick and I've been so sick that I'm just like fucking. Let's go. That, I absolutely. It can be intravenous, yeah. like you said, but ever have a Listerine strip, you know, where you put it on your tongue and it dissolves into good breath? Like Sublingual. They, they have that in anti-nausea. Give and me the, the bottle! They give it That's to kids it. a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like with the kids that won't take medicine, that won't take a pill, that maybe you don't want to stick. You know, they can just ninja that shit on their tongue, and then, like, against their will, they've taken this drug, and now they feel better, and it's amazing. Yeah, ha, fooled you, <laughs> moron. <laughs> now you're not gonna vomit. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, the kids, so you feel sick, better. They can barely. I wouldn't care if it was a if it was suppositories. Just just give me that anti nausea. Yeah, shit. honestly, like it's easy to talk about because like you usually go a long time between vomits unless you just have like a huge problem with the stomach flu, which poor you if you do. But like 
you always forget about how bad the stomach flu is. And then you'll right. like get one of those gut flus like once in a blue moon, like many, many years in between. You're like, oh, what does being healthy feel like? Right. <laughs> you're like, you're like trying to be healthy and like, all right, I just need to drink a ton of Gatorade. And then like you get a bunch down and it's like, oh, got to go buy more Gatorade because this is coming up right now. <laughs> Beads of sweat on your forehead kind of have to throw up, but you're not throwing up as you hold the toilet. And you're like, I forgot how horrible this is. Yeah. This is and yeah. you, try, you try and go to bed and it's like, I'm so cold, but I'm so hot. Yeah. <laughs> Swiss. I will like, say this. I'm I'm one of those people that like if I feel like I might need to throw up, I'm like, no, we are going to throw up. Like like right. I just I go I'll do it, it. because there's a chance that immediately we're gonna feel a hundred percent better. There is and like like be on the other side of this thing if we just vomit right now. Yeah, some people are like so anti-vomiting that it's like, oh, I think I ate something rough. I feel terrible. It's like that's that might be your body telling you to get it out before anymore. Right. This process. Listen, it's like, no, I don't want to. I'm gonna I'm gonna defy my body. It's like, okay, well then enjoy the next seven hours. <laughs> Increasingly worse and worse. You could have had half the total diarrhea you're now gonna have. If you right. They're like, no, I'm just getting half the bottle of Tums and fucking <laughs> fight so through I, it. I wanted to bounce back to something with Josh. So like. Like the hallucinations with alcohol, that's not something you hear about a lot. Like that's only when you were getting off of it in rehab. That wouldn't happen when you were actively drinking, right? Or would it? Like would you so, wake up at three in the morning, like before you took your shots and you would be hallucinating? Yeah. So like that's that's a part of withdrawals. It, it was nowhere near like it was like shadow people. Like I'd see like a, a shadow that wouldn't be there. Um, whereas like nightmarish. Yeah, in in the hospital, it was like, it was like hallucinogenics, but like the worst trip possible. <laughs> <That's just laughs> fun. Yeah. Uh, what, what, were, what were some of the scariest things you've seen, whether at the hospital or at home? Um, I mean, one of the ones that I always go back to, it was it, not even scary. It was just weird. Like the one you said, the hanging dude in the corner, that was pretty scary. Um, I saw a girl running from her boyfriend who was like trying to fucking like hold her back and she jumped through a panel in the ceiling and like crawled in because it was like a like paneled like stucco ceiling mm -hmm. so like she crawled through and then i was like screaming at nurses and nurses come running in they're like nothing's happening probably gave me some more fucking benzos mm -hmm. um but there was this pillow so they have anti-seizure pillow uh, like things that line the entire side of your hospital bed. And I was laying there looking at the pillow and every time I would blink, something else would be in the pillow. So like I'd mm. blink and it would be like an aquarium. And then I'd blink and it'd be like snakes. I'd blink. It'd be a dead body. I'd blink. It'd be butterflies. So like it, it'd literally go from like Stop great to awful. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. I'm, I'm so staying up. I was like, aquarium, aquarium, stop. But then I blink and I'm like, oh fuck. Okay. Now I'm onto the worst thing. So like it, it was just my mind playing crazy tricks and it's like an anti-seizure pillow. Like I'm picturing like a, I don't know, like you're in a tub almost of pillow. That That's not it. No, so think of like a body pillow, but made of like, plastic that people could probably vomit on and you could easily clean <laughs> so like medical plastic seizure seizure Keep like, so out of bed, right? yeah i was gonna say if i was having a seizure and thrashing i wouldn't be hitting my head or my arms or anything on the bars or rolling out of bed so it's so not, it keeps you in the bed 
Did it, you ever... You're in like a cradle almost. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what a baby changing table is like? It's kind of a little it's U-shaped thing. Very, yeah. very similar. When okay. you're when you're seizing, are you fully aware of what's going on in conscious? No. So, well, minor seizures, yes. Like, yeah. so the ones I had in rehab, uh, 100%, like the last couple, I was like very aware, but grand malls, entire blackout. So I've the one had, the... I've only had one seizure. I fell off of a, uh, an ATV onto asphalt and hit my head Oof. really hard. And, uh, there's no way to know if I was laying there for one second or 10 minutes before yeah. I came oh to, my gosh. um, but when I did come to, I was in a full seizure, like all four limbs, like going, my head go like, like and I, right. I knew what, what was happening because I'd seen a seizure before. And I just remember thinking, hope this ends soon. I'm rubbing my face on asphalt. Hope this ends soon. I'm rubbing my face on asphalt. And my face was already <laughs> fucked up from like the, the accident. It took all That's the skin not... off here and all the skin off. Like the way like your ocular bone like makes that curve here. Yeah. You know, it's more bony. Like it took all that skin off in like a C. And then all <sighs> the skin on part of like where my mustache should grow. Was you didn't gone, have a full and... face helmet? <laughs> I was no, in my no. underwear. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was wearing a pair of boxers and nothing else. <laughs> How old were you? All right. 13, 14? Checks out. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I, I didn't wear helmets all the time on ATVs. Interestingly enough, I had a teeth whitening strip in, which is probably all that saved my teeth. Like I was, like I was, I was, I was, I was, to I was this after 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally whitening my teeth before I was going to go out on this little like, like kid date. And uh, and I was like, oh, I'll go for a little ride on the four wheeler while, while this does its thing for 15 minutes. And like a wasp, because I'm in my underwear, like a pair of boxers, a wasp landed on my inner thigh. And in my head, I'm like, he's going to get my dick. And I like swerved and just came completely off the thing, like like onto asphalt going 25, 35, somewhere in the, in, in the middle of that, I would say. Like, like not wide open or anything, but fast. That's quick. It's very quick. Yeah, quad. And when, They're easier when I to woke tip up, than they look. They are on asphalt, especially. On, on, on dirt, it would have slid, but on asphalt, it just bit, the, it bit down and right. tipped. And uh, I, hit my, I hit one elbow and one knee. I don't remember which, but both of them had so much nerve impact that they were paralyzed for a short period of time. So when I when the seizure did stop, let's just say it it was the opposite. So like right arm doesn't work, left leg doesn't work. It could have been the inverse, but in any case, I've got one leg and one arm, and I've got to like crawl to the ATV and tip it back over to get home because I need to go to the ER. I'm fucked up. So yeah. that was a fun day. Now it doesn't matter how white your teeth are. You're missing an eyebrow, and you're not going to get any middle school pussy. I was so yeah. gross for when like you said two kid weeks. Date, was the other person a girl, or was it like a play date with a guy friend? It was like I was going over to a guy's house and there were going to be two girls coming over to hang out with us. Got it. Yeah. yeah. They were oh, all going to master. You it. fucked up that situation. I did. I probably <laughs> would have gotten to like grab some boobies or something. Very nice. Sounds cool. Yeah. The one thing about seizures, like, so the one I had in rehab, I, I was in the bathroom and I was trying to uh, turn the light on. And like super fucked up on benzos, so like I'm just crawling along a, a wall. I find the light switch, turn it on, seize. I wake up on the ground in some random dude's arm, who apparently heard me smack my head against the door, and then Ooh. fall like onto the concrete. My lips are blue, so like he thinks I'm fucking dying. They immediately call the ER. The ambulance is there in like two minutes or so. Um, 
and because they were there so quick like they were able to quickly kind of like resuscitate me but like it's it's a straight blackout you just you wake up and you're like oh fuck like i'm on the ground and i can't really feel most of my limbs i used the walker for like i want to say seven days after that wow because like your legs your arms everything is just so weakened and they even had to cut uh because i had to have a, a ct head scan after that and they we, cut the nose ring out of my nose using uh like metal clippers why in the hospital. Weakened? I don't think I, I I missed something. A seizure weakens your arms and legs. A grand mal. So because I had seizure after seizure after seizure after seizure, um, I, I was just like my my body was completely weakened. I couldn't mm-hmm. walk like even a step. Hey, Woody. Could seizures be like those electro things that people put on their abs to like, like, like fake exercise? I had a similar thought. I was like, does this count as cardio? Yes, <laughs> it does. <laughs> right? Uh, like, uh, <laughs> you said that actually I, might, that might be two what it seizures is. seizures a like, day and you're ripped, buddy. Dude. Because oh your muscles God. are flexing. Gotta, like, I know a guy. Limbs. All right, all right, hold on, hold on. So my, um, my brother-in-law has a uh, nephew. This guy, uh, he has Tourette's syndrome. And it makes him go, he makes like a sound and a contraction, right? And he's like seven years old, but he like all day long, there's kind of this like, he picks up his shirt, fucking jacked, just like eight pack at seven years old. Cause like all day long, he's just like ab exercising because of his Tourette's syndrome. Yeah. Dude, how do you induce seizures? Never mind. I got no, you. no. You know what? You know what the best way to do it, Kyle is. I'm gonna put you on a strict half gallon of vodka a day diet. You're gonna maintain that. For, how, how long does it take? Would you recommend, Josh? At least six months. Right, six months, half gallon of vodka a day, and you're gonna be missed right medication, here. lack of sleep, stress, alcohol, and menstruation are some of the most common triggers. I menstruation, easy to be done. Okay. You're gonna <laughs> start with menstruation, and we'll work backwards from there. I don't see a fall on this plan. <laughs> Intentionally becoming an alcoholic <laughs> for the abs. Wait, look at all the weight. I'm only using so blade jacked. Only and then you find out loss. that your seizures are like you like stumbling uncontrollably to the fridge and eating yeah. instead of yeah. instead of the ab guys. I would suck. Yeah, that would be awful. But uh, man, I'm I'm glad you're doing much better now, Josh. That is a harrowing and scary tale like you never hear about the hallucination aspect of it and yeah. that how, how long have you been sober now uh 319 days Scott, when do you get like, to be well, the coach like when do you get a, a student of sobriety? uh it was probably about day 100 for me so you have I, I someone through, under your tutelage yeah i'm starting to see the flaw in this program <laughs> <laughs> How good was your coach, the first one? Uh, first one Jakey was Bob? Oh, he's so great. My, my first one actually relapsed beef on me. <laughs> he relapsed, yeah, and that's Terry. one he's of the, the reasons man. that I kind of like fell off. So your uh, coach relapsed, and then you relapsed. Yes, yeah, I think they should have more stringent requirements for coaching. Do yeah, they so, do it by the uh, substance, or do they do it just by piece? So like, could your mentor oh. have been like a, a crack or a heroin guy? Because it's all, you I guess... Choose. So, like, there's different programs for everything. Like, you can go to, like, 
marijuana anonymous or you know like whatever like every substance has a program <laughs> what i want to go to marijuana anonymous i, I think it would be kind of fun like it's just a place to meet drug dealers great place to meet drug dealers bunch of snacks everyone's super chill <laughs> everybody's like having a good time being like you know what it really doesn't impact my life at all <laughs> yeah, right. i know right <laughs> yeah i kind of do it at night and i feel good and i'm having fun i'm getting helps me sleep get a good <laughs> night's rest helps me sleep it's like i'm able to work I, i'm a, I, i'm excelling so much at work now that i get these full nine hour uh rests at night it's my great. real problem is that because of the weed i'm excelling so much i've developed a gambling problem with my spirit <laughs> <laughs> with all the extra income that i'm that i'm bringing in now that i can rest more and work those full full days the gambling has really ruined my life just microdosing weed all day Microdosing vodka. Microdosing. <laughs> um, no, awesome. Like microdosing. Did you ever try? Uh, Wait, what, I, is it called boofing when you put the alcohol up your butt? Yeah. <laughs> no. You didn't get to that point. So no. we, we didn't get the answers though. Your sponsor, did he do alcohol mm -hmm. also? Yes. So you choose, but like I have like a tree now, so it's like like five people go up above my current sponsor so like like amway one falls <laughs> off yeah one falls off i just go up the tree one falls off i go up the tree oh so you, you get a little bit more you get to drive a jack daniels mobile around, <laughs> you're around gonna zero. get a pink you're, you're gonna get pink cadillac once you get a few more under you it's gonna exactly. be great. i feel like if you could get your sponsor to start drinking again then go to the next one the next one and then you'd beat the boss sponsor you win <laughs> that's how it should that's you know like aa needs to be like highlander <laughs> there, there can only be one. Who is the best alcoholic? <laughs> <laughs> ah, I've sabotaged all of you. There's always that, in the coffee. <laughs> I always thought the Highlander the Highlander premise is great, but the movie sucks so bad. Like I wish they would remake that. It is I stupid. like the Highlander premise. Mm, I've, I've seen, seen it once. I, I, I have seen it once, yeah. Yeah. Sean Connery. It's been a while. For some reason they have um, the main guy, I think he's from like Belgium or somewhere, and they have him pretend like he's Scottish. And then they have fucking Sean Connery, a true Scotsman, come in and play a Spaniard. It makes the <laughs> casting is ab absolutely absurd. And the entire time he's playing the Spaniard, he's talking like this. That's exactly how he sounds! Right, and he's talking to someone who's supposed to be Scottish, and he's got it, and the Scottish guy's not even close to it. He's got one of those, like, <laughs> he's got one of those ponytails you would expect a conquistador to wear. He's got, like, the, uh, the earring. He's like, I think his name is R Ramirez yeah, or something. On the level of like, look at me, I'm s Spanish. <laughs> that, that's it. This is my Spanish accent. This is my Spanish accent. This is my Woody doing in the any accent accent. <laughs> it becomes in the end eventually. Josh, <laughs> are you anyone's yes. second level sponsor or are you all junior sponsor? I love how into are the, you a I, grand I, sponsor? I, yet? No, yeah, yeah. I am. I am not a grand. I I only have. You're not I've actually had like a dad sponsor. Just straight. no. So like I I worked my I program to pretty about quick. Guest booking. <laughs> <laughs> I want a grand sponsor. Want, uh, who is the grand cyclops of alcohol? <laughs> well, I'm a grand cyclops, and I well, do we, enjoy my whiskey. How many well, people? We don't, we don't. We're against drinking, that's, and that's we're incredibly racist. How many people do you have <laughs> under you now? Just one. Two, actually. Two. Um, but Dudes. the first thing my sponsor told me is this is not a cult. I was like. I think that's something a cult leader would tell me. Yeah. yeah. Now, is <laughs> yeah. there any is there any circumstance where you could get like some hot underling sponsored ets and no. maybe manipulate them? So, so men have like it's a, a man man woman woman 
suggestion. See, I don't like that at all. <laughs> That's not how God I, I get all, I get most of my knowledge from The Sopranos, where Christopher <laughs> got that uh, that smoking hot uh, uh, sponsorette. You know, the, the the I can't think of the actress's name, but she's just man. That gorgeous. was unrealistic. Now that I'm thinking about that, plot. yeah. What what was unrealistic is that she was attracted to Christopher. Yeah, Christopher, ugly as shit. Or Tony. But wait, did she know he was rich? Was he's Christopher not even rich? rich. Uh, he, the, the, all right, yeah, he actually is rich. He's making like seven hundred thousand dollars a year or something, at least, at least. How much are we good walking around assume, cash? How, how yeah. much do, do you think we're supposed to assume that like Tony Soprano made? Tony Soprano's a net worth million? is between five and eight million dollars, depending on when you're watching the show. See, I don't like that. I feel like I want it to be higher than that. Yeah, same. Well, it would be higher than that, but like as Tony's. Like Jewish buddies, always I don't saying, want like, like, child actors on the Disney Channel out earning Tony Soprano. The more the more comes in, the more he spends, right? Like he's always buying a new Stugatz. There's Stugatz one and Stugatz two. His boat is that a yeah, oh. yeah. He, he's got to get that three million dollar boat, and uh, his his house is worth like what did he say a million two? Of course, this is this is 1999 money, um, hmm. something like that. Ah, fair enough. So, so then, that's yeah, like he's really in the same house the whole time, right? He is. He is, mm -hmm. and. Wonderful. The house. one thing that I would have been it. okay to dump more money into. Yeah. Maybe not. I mean, maybe clearly, you, you look at his backyard and he's like, he did everything he could to spend money. Where it's like, you know, fill the whole thing up with a pool and like a, a cabana house and in a bar and a grill. And like, it is the behavior of some uh, Italian a man child. Yeah, a man child. <laughs> you know, it's exactly what an Italian criminal with a lot of money would do, which is why that show is so great. Yes. Among yeah. other reasons. Among other reasons. Yeah. There's a million. I want to rewatch that show. Is it time to shift to one of our funny topics? Not, yeah, I, I'll say that. That's not insulting to Josh. I, I'm, I'm not. No. Because your stuff wasn't <laughs> funny. It wasn't yeah, meant As to hilarious be funny. as we think your alcoholism may be. See, that's the point. We all just like, sit in meetings I, I, and laugh I, about ourselves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so. it, it's kind of dark stuff. Like, it's fun to, like, have a, like, mm -hmm. poke fun at dark stuff because it, it, it makes it easier to tolerate, you know, when exactly. bad things have happened to, like, to go sure. back and laugh at it a little bit. Um, and the more you do that, the easier it is to go back and like think about it. Yeah. It's not that like thorn in your mind anymore. Right. But uh, but that being said, it still is. Yeah. That's a rough time. I'm glad you've pulled out of it. Um, I'm glad you've got who's your sponsor now. Your current sponsor, the guy you go to if you're feeling like a Bud Light seltzer. Is he a solid guy? Do you think? Oh yeah. So like the idea is you're supposed to your sponsor is someone you look up to, someone you aspire to be. So like if that's characterly or whatever, it's like so I aspire to be him. So I think he's a solid dude. Good. I think I think that's he'll good. be my my sponsor for like the foreseeable foreseeable future. Don't seize up on us. Yeah, that's <laughs> I do have. I or will dude, say I have like a slight bit of neurological damage from the amount that I drank. Do you and think that's uh, repairable or is that a from falling? Um. I, I don't know if it's from the amount I was drinking, from the seizures, or from the fall. But, Goodness. yeah. Wow. Well, the so brain's my, amazing. My I, tongue I, gets you know. fat, is, is what I always say. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. like, stumble over words. You did, I, that I mean, never happened before? You're pretty fucking eloquent on the show so far. <laughs> yeah, you, I, you would have me fooled. I, I didn't notice anything. But I, I appreciate you sharing all that. That's that's like a dark side of it that you you don't see as often as you should and with how right. just over the top it's promoted normalized remind me again what state are you in washington so ah oh, you got all the shit there too <laughs> dude what? get out of washington what are you thinking <laughs> oh no it's oregon it's oregon you picked right. up alcohol to take a tolerance break from weed right tell me if i how close i am on this 
you had a YouTube channel where you smoke weed and you did almost like impressive stunts with weed. You know, watch me I smoke. I excessively uh, abused yeah. cannabis. Yeah, I excessively yeah. abused cannabis for many years. <laughs> so then that wasn't working for you. And maybe depression, I forget. And you came off the weed and got onto alcohol. And that yeah, turned so, out to be a bigger problem than the weed we were trying mm -hmm. to fix. Uh, I have had at the point und undiagnosed bipolar, um, now medicated and diagnosed and everything. Um, so I was like having manic episodes and depressed episodes. And mm. then I lost my YouTube channel, which just like sent me in a fucking manic spiral and a depressive spiral. So it was just like, I picked up alcohol at that point. And then I was still smoking weed a lot <laughs> during that. Um, mm. but then I came off everything and now it's just, I smoke, I smoke when I have to work and I smoke at night. So I even... 2018 you lost your channel right end of 2018 i believe it was like yeah end of 20 i believe it was like mid to end of 2018 yeah how, how quick just like you know i know we can get off of it but uh how quick was the acceleration from was like from like picking up the drinking after your channel went before it was like oh my goodness this is like this is a this is ruining my life this is destroying my i can't get any work done you know right. i'm having seizures um can't i'm having to wake up and take shots in the night so i didn't start drinking until 21 like i had like a drink in high school maybe <laughs> you know like it wasn't for me um so i started drinking at 21 socially i started at like probably by 20 i'm 26 now uh so 23 is when i like really started um and about six months in i couldn't work anymore i was just sleeping all wow. day i was like laying in bed and like yeah so it accelerated so, so quickly in, insanely quickly. Like normally this is a 10, 20 year progression for me. It happened in a year. I was you also on stimulants. Yeah. yeah. I was also on stimulants. So that like accelerated the amount that I could Which drink. Ones? Adderall was my main. Oh, <laughs> like, did, now when you took Adderall, did, did the bottle say um, amphetamine salts or did it say Adderall? Amphetamine salts. Okay. And I was taking about 300 milligrams a day. Is there a difference? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not. Um, it's, it's, it wasn't it's one of those things that I memorize range. and then forget a week later. Adderall's better. It feels better. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. By the way, but, your speed run joke was awesome. It went on a Something about the, <laughs> Yeah, that was. Uh, <laughs> something, something about the, the dopamine. <laughs> something about the dopamine receptor um, and the way Adderall does like two things at the same time. Like maybe it triggers the dopamine receptor and stimulates um, right. your nervous system at the same time. Whereas amphetamine salts is more on the stimulation side and less on the pleasurable side. Um, but if you have a choice, you would prefer to pay like the extra whatever it is. You know, it's not much. Seven, yeah. yeah. 20-25% more for the Adderall. That's gonna be a lot brand. better. But if you if you're doing it even every day, I, I wouldn't recommend Adderall every day. I'd recommend I think it's a good drug. I think that it helps a lot of people do a lot of wonderful things, but I think it should be taken three to five days a week. I don't think you should be taking Adderall on the weekends when you're relaxing. I think yeah. you've Something got else about Adderall is like I and maybe this is confirmation bias, but I swear to fucking God. Like I kind of I grew up in the I'm 30. I grew up in the 90s, and like that's when Adderall, Ritalin, all of that was getting huge. And I swear, every single kid that I was friends with in in elementary school that got put on that when they were like six, seven, eight years old, and my my mom, thank God, was like, no, no fucking, of course he's acting like that. He's six. Like that's how a six year old boy is supposed to act. So she wouldn't ever put me on those pills, thankfully. But all those guys are are short and undersized.
They, they undereat. They and under-eat. one of them I know specifically is an older brother who took it and did not grow that much. His younger brother, same genetics, obviously, way taller than he is, just because he took it less. Like and so I he was, was I was six two, one hundred and fifty five pounds on fucking Adderall. Like that's disgusting. How pretty much disgusting. the same. <laughs> uh, when I was like sixteen, okay. something like that. Yeah, yeah. I got down to six two. I'm six two one, and I was down to one eighty. Um, yeah. drinking and then on Adderall. I got down to six two. I got down to six two. I shrunk a few inches. Nice. All right. Which one do you down to five eight? Really get my. Really I don't know, Taylor. It's the time. Adderall makes you six two. I'm going to take some. All right. So I got two <laughs> topics here. Each of them funnier than the last. I can't even decide which one is more entertaining than the other. There's Woody contractor drama. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and there is boogie drama. I'll let you guys um, decide. That's a let's hard choice. Go, let's let's start with boogie drama. Okay. Here you go. And then All we right. will move into because. I, Kyle laughing before the show at this is the hardest I've heard him laugh at anything in months. It was this link right here that made me laugh. Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? He's looking pretty good in this picture. Someone just signed it. Someone just signed. Someone else just signed. Frank Castle signed this petition. Wait, Frank I Castle just, made a I just saw that. the death penalty? <laughs> Dude, the signatures are rolling in. It's getting like, like a signature They're going to kill him. It's <laughs> coincidental. Literally, someone is, is pushing this. Like, we're not doing this live, obviously. We're recording this right now. But someone is literally pushing this right now. This just happened that someone is pushing this and it's getting these, these signatures. It's gone up 10 signatures since you brought More. it up. More. Yeah. It. I, that, that's that's gift <laughs> So quickly for those who don't know, there was, there was the incident where uh, a gentleman by the name of Frank Hassel showed up at Boogie's house to sissy hypno him. Um, <laughs> something that we don't condone. We just don't like the idea of forcible sissy hypnosis. It's got to be consensual sip, uh, sissy hypnosis. That's the only kind that I will co-sign. Um, and. Uh, so Boogie, long story short, came outside with a handgun, fired a warning shot, and I guess charges have been brought against him by the local authorities. And uh, it's, it would seem, like we saw on PKN, that maybe the charge is aggravated assault. And we looked into the exact definition of aggravated assault because, to me, aggravated assault is when you do bodily harm to someone with, like, grievous intent. Like, like that. that's what it sounds like to me. Or with a deadly weapon, you know. Like, like when you not only hit somebody, but you, you hit to hurt. Right. But because there's regular like, assault too, it's a lesser. But apparently, like because he he had a deadly weapon, and because like it could cause the fear of uh, death, that's mm-hmm. enough to meet the criteria. I don't know if that's going to hold up in a courtroom or whatever, or, or if they're even going to pursue it. Well, pleaded down, pled down. I'm not sure, but you know, yeah, likely. yeah. It just seems like the sort of thing where like it ends up being simple assault or reckless discharge of a firearm, or maybe nothing. You know, who knows? But in any case. Uh, Boogie turned himself in, I suppose, and I believe this image we're he- we're seeing here is the mugshot of him uh, in uh, in you know like that county jail, local police department, whatever it may be, and uh, and so Frank here, I didn't realize it was Frank until you pointed it out, 
has created a petition to give him the death penalty that now has 3,300 signatures. <laughs> Look, he's as, not the bad guy in this situation. He's not. As of May 13th, 8.08 p.m., there are 3,300 signatures exactly. So you guys can kind of keep an eye on that. Um, I, I, look, I would have at least expected him to smile at his mugshot. Like, show those teeth. They don't let you sometimes, right? Oh, they'll <laughs> let you. Show those you do whatever you want. want. I didn't yeah, know that. I thought. Huh. Can you wait? Can you? So is change.org. You can just make anything. Doesn't look like the standards are very high. <laughs> death penalty, and you could just. And then I just checked Frank Hassel's Twitter. Yeah, he tweeted it out. It's got like a thousand retweets and five thousand people. Like so, clearly Jesus. it's being driven from there largely. But Boogie's uh, so hated right now. It's it. I, you it, can't. It seems you undeserved. Why is Boogie so hated? What did he do? I think. Uh, I don't I even don't know, know if this is a hatred thing. The vibe is that it's people memeing on it. Uh, th that's I haven't followed it super close, but I'm not seeing many comments like "fucking boogie getting what he deserves." It's more like, right. dude, this is like long ridiculous. The the internet turned on Boogie like a year or two ago, something mm -hmm. like that. And, and I think that that's not helping him in this situation. No, it doesn't matter. The, the, the courts won't care that the internet's mad at Boogie. Yeah. But you know, like why this has so many signatures. I think that's related to it. You know, that they felt Maybe. he was the a district attorney. He's like, Your Honor, I would just like to point out this petition. <laughs> Over 800,000 people have signed it to give this gentleman the death penalty. Well, I, I, this is my last day in office, and, I'm <laughs> and I've always wanted to set an outrageous precedent to death. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, hang him high. I'm going to yeah. refresh this. It was for, uh, homicide by change.org. It could be coming to a neighborhood near you. Dude, like, Kyle, refresh. Man. Refresh the page. My, mine, like, wrote, does it automatically. Like, it's like. Refresh, please. Yes, sir. Oh, wait. Mine went down? Now I don't remember what the old number it was. It stayed exactly the same for me. Mine is, like, continuously going. Like, like I, I'm seeing, like, the names of the, sig of the signatures. Uh, like, yeah. like scrolling as they sign. I refreshed. I think it went up by a hundred. Now I'm like, wait, what was it before? Mine's at three thousand three hundred and seven. Okay. Well, no, mine's at yeah. Okay, I see what you're saying. The same thing happened know. with me, Woody, when I refreshed it. It went up. Here's a bunch. here's a comment. This is from Chad King, um, noted noted legal uh, expert. <laughs> Probably uh, a noted real name, Chad King. <laughs> Chad King. Um, uh, Boogie purposely ignored the definition of the Castle Doctrine. Frank Hassel should have been able to go into his house and fuck him. This is undeniable. <laughs> Boogie should be put to death to remind everyone that the law is the law. Thank you for your service, Frank. 200 Jesus people like that comment. 284 people are like, that's a good-ass comment. What Boogie did was awful. It could have been one of my children in that school that he that was shot up. <laughs> I don't actually yeah, twist the narrative. <laughs> I didn't even read this ad. I just want to read it. What Boogie did was, this is from Mike. What Boogie did was awful. It could have been Mike Hunt. It could have been one of my children in that school that was shot up. I don't actually have any children, but if I did, it could have been one of those kids who died at that school or whatever happened. What did happen exactly? I believe there's a comment in there somewhere from a Nicholas, a Nicholas Gers. Uh, if you scroll down a little bit more, Nicholas has something to say about this. Joe Biden uh, he, chimed in. 
Biden. When my wife, an educator, heard about this fat man on the Internet shooting a gun in the school zone, she was furious. I, Joseph Biden, swear that we're going to do everything within our power to make sure this man is brought to the chair. Also, stimulus checks are going to be delayed another five months so we can focus all our efforts on this pressing matter. <laughs> Boogie fired a revolver in a school zone. Thankfully, Sergeant Hassel disarmed via Krav Maga. Boogie then performed lewd acts on said firearm while the neighborhood witnessed. Boogie's sex slave roommate made the dog watch too. Clear threat to society and morality. I mean, they're making good points. Yeah, at this point, I I, I might sign. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't realize all these details. <laughs> I didn't know about the uh, the sex acts, frankly. That, or the school that we shot out. Poor Boogie Boogie. Just making wild <laughs> accusations. Sneedem Feedem says America will always stand with Israel no matter how many synagogues Boogie burns down. <laughs> <laughs> Poor fucking Boogie. Boogie, an anti Semite as well. Who knew? <laughs> you know, based on this random guy, based, based on <laughs> the tomboy haters' comment. Actually, I shouldn't even read that. <laughs> Uh, it, uh, Boogie's not the bad that's guy. That's the one you shouldn't read? <laughs> Frank Hassel is the guy that was the dick in the situation. He went to Boogie's house, hassled him, had a GoPro on his head, like, did this whole thing. Boogie didn't handle it right. He fired yeah. a warning shot yeah. into the air. That's bad, and it's more dangerous. Boogie, I think, is not a long-term... He was anti-gun a few years ago. Right. Now he has a gun. But people like that, and, and I was in this stage for a long time... Maybe they don't know the dangers of the gun. He, he probably thought a warning shot just like what disappeared, burned up on re-entry of atmosphere. <laughs> like who knows what he's thinking, but they don't realize that shooting a gun at even just a few degrees off of straight up, that bullet comes down hard. That's and how artillery people. works. Yeah, yep. yeah, and uh, so he didn't he didn't realize how reckless he was being by firing a shot in the air, and uh, didn't handle it right. Didn't handle it right. But also like I don't know. The Woody Morality Doctrine sees Frank Hassel as the bigger jerk in this situation. Well, I think we've all come down on the side of like, you, you should not show up to people's houses uninvited. Yeah. Like that's it's really, it's an invasion. And it's not cool. I know there was like, I know that they were both on. I watched that clip of Keemstar's show where they were both on it. This is uh, like back when this actually happened where Boogie was like, if you come to my house, I'll kill you. And Frank's like, I'm going to come to your house. Are you ready to kill? Like, like just like bantering and everything but then to like to actually show up very very not cool uh clearly now anyone who has someone show up at their house should learn from this don't go outside brandishing a firearm and fire it <laughs> in the air. stay inside don't don't engage don't at interact. all and then call the authorities and that's it put don't on engage. your anti-sissy hypno goggles okay <laughs> put, in, put in your anti-rape butt plug and <laughs> Brent and get your firearm ready. These guys are completely out. right, except for the butt yeah. plug. This I would out. Good things I would could out, happen. You know I, would do? I would out sissy hypnotize him. If he, would be, <laughs> he would be my sissy slave by the end of the day. You'd I'd have him alpha sissy. I'd, I'd have him on a chain wearing a dog mascot costume by the end of the day. He'd be. I'd be like heel. A furry I'd sissy. I'd come out in my ballerina costume. Be like too late, bitch. Too late, bitch. Spread. <laughs> Spread. <laughs> Spread. Um, yeah, you know. <laughs> Open your ass hatch so I can fuck you. <laughs> it's like it's like pajamas from like a 1940s cartoon. I open the button, the ass buttons, and then I and then I fuck him. I fuck a sweaty um, man in his ass. But poor Boogie didn't ask for any of this. I, 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 the guy showed up at his house. I think he, he did actually. Wrong. Wasn't there a part where he was like, "Come on, come on." 
mean, there was I don't a, know for sure. I'm pretty sure he literally part. said, like, come on, do it, do it. He was like, come on, come to my house, see Dude, what happens. See this what ties happens. into my thing. I think people don't realize that having a gun on you makes you, can make some people feel like, yeah, well, Chuck's now I'm the toughest guy in this room. You know, right. that's how it makes Woody feel like he, like he's ready to take the law Dude, into his own I, hands. It makes Just him James. sound like an asshole, but I could I'm basically Judge Dredd at this point. <laughs> Why do you concealed carry? Like it, it, it is impossible. Some people who have concealed carry are going to understand this. That there's a bit of a thought where you're like, I, 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 am I do the have law. a superpower. I, I have a remote hole poking <laughs> device. I have a remote hole poking device. I could poke holes in anything around here, right? Like, I, I, you really could. You shouldn't. It's a big problem. You'll regret it. But you do have a remote hole poking device it's in your pocket. <laughs> yeah, it's greatly frowned upon. Right. And, and uh, I don't know. I think Boogie just wasn't past that phase yet. You know, he's like, dude, I got this remote hole poking device. Bring it on. I wish I just, a motherfucker it, would. And clearly, it's like what a, happens. One of those gun things where I don't know. If I recall, I I feel like we had conversations with Boogie before about guns, where he's like, I don't know. Like you should have to learn a lot about. Maybe I don't want to put any words in his mouth, but I like you said. I, I know he used to not be fully on board with the gun thing. Like it, two ten minutes in any gun class from any half reputable instructor, they're going to tell you like, hey, what you do if someone comes into your house. You don't, you're not a sniper. Don't go for a shot through the eye like you're John Wick. Center mass, shoot mm -hmm. to kill. Don't wing him in the forearm and he's going to go, oh, this gunslinger. He's just, oh, he's giving me four <laughs> wounding blows and I'm laying here. <laughs> you don't no. shoot the gun out of his hand? You, you don't <laughs> shoot the gun out of his hand. Exactly. exactly. They, they, they often use, I'm glad you said that because they use that as an example. And at least the one I went to, like the, that CC, you know, concealed carry class like five, six years ago, where. They're like, you're not going to shoot the gun out of someone's hand. Who do you think <laughs> you are? Like, and then like they shoot to kill and never, never fire a warning shot. I remember that lesson. And I remember even at the time being like, who the hell needs to be told not to fire warning shots? And it's like, oh, it, maybe because I live in Missouri and I have rural family. Like you shot a gun. apparently a lot of people, 100% of their understanding of guns is movies. You know what they 100%. taught us in, in my concealed carry class that I, they're like, if you shoot somebody, you have a legal problem. They, they, they taught like, don't tell the police. He's I think they gave us, they're like, uh, he was in my house and I feared for my life. That's all you can say. If you're going to say anything, that's it. And no more. He's in my house. I feared for my life. I need to talk to my attorney. And they're like, you're not going to convince the cops that like, there's nothing you're going to say that's so clever and good that you don't yeah. have a legal problem now. You have a legal problem, period. And uh, it was like, ah, oh, yeah, okay, right, right. So like, you're just trading problems, and you have to make sure that your new problem is not worse than your old one. Yeah. Yep. Cops are trained yeah. to manipulate you with with certain questions. Like like right. I, like we watched that video of the the other day of the guy getting pulled over, and he's like, oh, just tell me, man, have you had anything to drink tonight? You can be honest. No, you can't. No, you can't. <laughs> yes, I can. to jail. When, when someone, when, when someone asks you that question, like, like when like a parent asks you, says, phrases it like that, what, it, what they mean is, just tell me and there'll be no consequences. When a cop says it, they, what they mean is, just tell me so we can get to the consequences. Yeah, so we can right. fuck you. Like you'll see like, like it, even those clips of like there's a bar fight and like a cop comes up to be like, oh, you know, what's going on here? And, and like... 
you know, normal citizens are like, oh, he's investigating to, to discover the culprits. Like, no, he's he's trying to find any person that he just saw, like, do a defensive shove, like, admit they were a part of it so that he can fuck you up and, and be like, oh, well, you just assaulted that. Blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, they're, they're always trying to trap you. They're always trying to trick you. Don't talk to cops. Fuck cops. Don't talk to them. Even just looking at the picture behind Taylor, does he have his finger on the trigger? Yeah, that was right before he shot. That was when, well, this was right at, well, he's like, was firing he a shot. What, so, was he practicing any gun safety when he came out the door? He was well, like, no, he's doing I, the classic. He'll go clear over the school and so I'll be fine. But no, he did that. But this was right after, you know, he's on the inside saying, I'm coming out with a gun. And Frank yells, come out here and kill me. Yeah. Kill me. See the video. It's, it is, it is so, so funny. <laughs> watch the whole thing. The fact that they're dressed so much alike and look so <laughs> and look so much alike has always been comical oh, to me. Uh, didn't one of them call the other fat during this exchange? God, I, I think hope so. Not. I think I think one of them gave the other one a hard time for being fat. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> oh, also, on the along those lines, I want to say Boogie looks thinner in his mugshot. In his mugshot, he yeah, does. Yeah. He had a funny tweet uh, where, like, he subtweeted, like, a, a thing where it's, like, an arrest warrant is out for Boogie's arrest. And he's like, why did they use a picture from eight years ago? Because <laughs> he's <laughs> horrible in the picture. And he's like, I, come on, I'm under arrest. You can't, you can't give the, me my, my better teeth. In his mugshot, he should have shown off his new teeth. That's what I'm oh, saying. Yeah, like, right. how are you not smiling? <laughs> What'd you exactly say, Kyle? What did I say? He should have. He should have. He should have done like a Charlie's Angel pose, like with finger guns <laughs> and smiled. That would, that would be internet perfect. <laughs> like, 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 done a Yosemite <laughs> Sam. Like, hey. Uh, Photoshoppers, get on it. Yeah, oh, don't do that. <laughs> oh, right. That's unless you put him in full Yosemite Sam costume <laughs> with the hat, then it's okay. Mustache too. I can't, I can't believe this. So is this thing still moving? I, I realized what happened when I refreshed it. Is it like backed off a couple hundred then counted back to where it was? It's not yeah. growing like I thought. They're, they're trying to convince you that this is like actively moving. Yes. Ah, 3,003. It's, it's been up eight since, uh, since yeah. I mentioned it earlier. I think I forgot what the number was previously. And like two more. You know, I don't think they're going to buy one more. This. 3322 for me. Is that three more? Is it gonna hold 25? 3317. Boogie2988 signed it. <laughs> I mean, that is, that is an admission of, of guilt in the state of Arkansas. Gandhi and Hitler both signed it. Believe it or not. Oh. Uh, you rarely get them to agree on anything. This is great. I know. And the, the fact they're both dead, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, what is it? 155-year-old Gandhi signed the petition to however <laughs> <laughs> old he was. From the afterlife. For some yeah, reason, I thought you knew that in the last number. election. Or That's my no. body. Hook, line, and sinker. 155, huh? That's impressive, Taylor. So, no idea. <laughs> so another little thing happened. Um, mm. Moving on. Um, last, was it PKN or PKA? A. Yeah, so last week on the show, we discussed Woody's terrible contractor and uh, and how he, like, you know, faked multiple life-threatening illnesses uh, uh, for himself and his wife. So he just kept delaying all these projects on Woody, and it was a real hassle. Um, and uh, and at one point, Woody was like, he even like showed me pictures of his dogs to like like get pity. And I was like, no way, let me see the dogs. And I legitimately just wanted to see the dogs. I thought he'd like text me the dogs or something. And like Woody was like, yeah, look at the dogs, and like showed me like text messages of the dogs. And completely accidentally, he 
I guess flash the guy's phone number because you know it's at the like top yeah, of the top. of the thing, and um, we didn't realize until it was too late. Um, someone messaged me like days and days and days later, and it was far too late by then. Well, I guess some people called him and tried to hire his services and have been giving him a hard time. So he's like, he's like calling Woody and he's like, you've sicked these degenerates on me. Like this, this bullshit show you do. There's over 180,000 views already on it. And these people are calling me and they're doing this and that. What are your response? Like when he said like that, there's 180,000 views on the YouTube. I wanted your response to be like, well, actually that doesn't account for all the other services that it's. <laughs> yeah, YouTube is, is but a fraction of our. Well, the audio listeners aren't calling him. I didn't say yeah, it. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Uh, they aren't. The things yeah. you miss out on when you never watch the video. <laughs> yeah, you can't get. I didn't mean to leak his number. Uh, it sucks. Um, yeah. But he did yeah, look like it was the. I don't know, like yet another one of the worst things that ever happened to him. It, it, it just there. So he took about five months to do maybe ten days worth of work, and uh, when he did work, I swear this guy works from like ten a.m. to two p.m. This is even worth your commute, but he would routinely work like ten to two, and uh, that's part he of even, why it takes so long. He even said he was he was like, "How would you like it if I started a podcast and I and I like showed your number on there?" And he's, it, it's like, turns out he's starting a podcast. Um, it was gonna start this week, but he has AIDS, so it's been, <laughs> delayed. It's been delayed two to three weeks before he begins his podcast. What if he starts a podcast? He's TBD a natural explodes past us, and then we, <laughs> yes! ah, 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 damn it, we're getting blown out by the contractor weekly uh, talk hour. Five months to Welcome to the Lazy safe. Frank Show. I'm Lazy Frank. <laughs> I'm Lazy Frank. Uh, Welcome to the One Minute Podcast. Here's my wife, work. Terry Shivo. Beep, beep, beep. She's on the monitors. We're pretty happy with the work he did. It just, instead of like 10 days, it took five months to do it. And it, So if somebody needs some work done. <laughs> in 2022. If somebody needs some work done, this will be done by the middle of this decade. I didn't like that he stored his trailer in our driveway for five you months. You shouldn't. Just because you have two driveways doesn't mean you don't deserve to use both of them. Do you have a wobbly toilet that you need fixed in three to six months? <laughs> Do you have a little extra room in your uh, in your front yard for a large trailer? Well, uh, there's only one man to call for the job. It, 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 no. A lot of people thought this that maybe he was working on someone else's project, but I had all his tools in my front yard the whole winter. Like he wasn't working anywhere else. Those tools this are probably doing. <laughs> I mean, he's, but, you think he's laundering money in some other way? He's you think he's a criminal? But this is this is his moonlighting gig. I don't them. want to accuse him of any crimes. He kept asking me for more money, so no, I don't think so. He sounds like an alcoholic. <laughs> I, I don't think so. <laughs> what, what if, hey, we got we got an expert. And we <laughs> do have a subject matter expert here. Not he's that often I know late. Him. Often late. All, often he, late. He Often. makes promises that he never never fulfills. Right. He likes to Long use his nail gun drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Look how far it could go. I looked in his trailer and it's I looked at his trailer, there's nothing in there but three kegs of beer and a and a vomit stinking mattress. All his tools were really nice. He has, everything's matching DeWalt. He's a DeWalt guy. And all of his tools matched. It was all like high end stuff. He made an outstanding first impression. Yeah, it wasn't I like DeWalt as well. Missed just like at first it'd be like you know hey bro you, 
when should I expect you? That was the phrasing I always used. When should I expect you? It's a nice way of saying, like, you come into work today, dude. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there'd be some excuse, some excuse. It got to be I just didn't expect him anymore. Like, of course he's not coming to work. Right. Why Why would he? You know, and, and he got demo done in me. You know what else I hated? Just remembering <laughs> this, and it, it made me so mad. He was, we hired him for, like, a smaller project, right? Like, just the toilet and coffee maker or whatever it was. And he's like, actually, I'm a really good carpenter. And, and like, check out how loose this is. And there's a, a wobbly uh, hand railing. It goes, like, it's a front porch. It has maybe four steps. And the railing is wobbly. And he rips it down. <laughs> and says, look how weak that was. And I'm like, the, well. Wh- <laughs> <laughs> look how easy this hammer dents your car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And oh, I, you I'm, need protection. You know, I have like, to face it's like it. one of those guys that comes in your house to sell you like a steam cleaner and pours like crude oil on your white <laughs> carpets first. Now you yeah. want to believe. No, he literally did that. He ripped down the railing, and then there was like a a globe. Picture like a a one foot diameter sort of decorative wooden ball at the top yeah. of a a newel post, and uh, and he ripped that off too. And he's like, "Look, this comes right off," and it's like, "You are fucking." You're doing demo, like, pre-estimate. I don't have a quote to fix this yet. I would literally call the police. <laughs> like, it, it's the shadiest fucking tactic ever. And I, I, I got... I would literally call the police. This, I am... Uh, you just t- tell them the truth. I called this man and asked him to fix my toilet and my coffee maker. He walked <laughs> outside and started tearing my porch apart and pointed out how weak it was. I, I, destruction, I, want, to, I want to file charges for destruction of property. And then he'd be like, yeah, that's exactly what happened, but I thought he'd hire me. Ah, fraud as well, it seems, sir. Yes, yes. <laughs> let's get that right down. You know what you need to do, Woody? You need to go to his house and test, like, how... Can you hang on his kitchen cabinets? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you need to test it. <laughs> Look at this. I can just tear your whole kitchen apart. Without... <laughs> Look at this. This coffee maker goes right into your TV. <laughs> yeah. You didn't I... any of this. <laughs> wow, everything just lights on fire. Look, just tossing a match. Look at how flammable your throw pillows are. <laughs> we... <laughs> we have a big You're house. showing you all the fucking danger. There's so many things that like need to be done. Like yeah, you, know, you close a door and you can like see like a little um, mm-hmm. bits of light, you know, on the other. Like oh, the weather ceiling's not quite right, and yeah. we just got like a zillion of the. Our gutters are like it, there's an area in the front where the gutter doesn't point down, so it kind of drips over the side, and that causes further. Anyway, it's like we got a million little things that that was his audition to be like my my fucking next dependent you know i'm gonna have another guy just around here sucking money out of me all the time i was going to add one to the list yeah. and uh yeah he, he missed his chance we got to find someone else piece of shit this guy Real <laughs> like, jerk. it's like calling the fucking fire department because your house is on fire and they just like show up with a flamethrower and you're like yeah they're like, yeah. look, all this shit catches on fire. Our fire's even hotter. We're going to intimidate the other fire into uh, That is the We're shadiest... Ta- I hired a, a painter. Well, I didn't actually hire him, but I, I hired a painter to give me a quote. I guess I had a painter. And, uh, like, um, this is the Apex house. On the siding, there was... It kind of bubbled under the paint a little bit. Like, water got yeah. behind it and it bubbled a bit. Mm-hmm. So he took a screwdriver and pried it off to show me that it was weak. And it's like, well, Fuck. You know, we went from, like, bubbling under the paint to, like, exposed, raw, unpainted siding. Yeah. Like, is this part of your sales technique? 
where you take my four out of ten problems and make them nine out of ten problems, and well, now like it's an emergency. You call the police. I swear I, to God, you call the police. I, I'm remembering. I would. This, I would not deal with that. This is so funny. I'm remembering this, but like, there was this contractor. I think his name was like Matt or something, but it was when I was I was maybe in middle school. I was like 12, 13, and my parents hired this guy to do something in our kitchen. And like all contractors, he took forever to do nothing. And he was an asshole. And he was the worst kind of asshole. He was like over the top religious, like always inviting us to things, <laughs> talking about how important it was to go to church. And then it would be like, oh, but I guess keeping your word is like one of the chapters, one of the many. You know how often the Bible they say, like, don't lie, don't 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 cheat people. I guess you I guess you skipped all those, Matt. And there was one time I had a, a buddy of mine, Sean, over, and we were hanging out uh, in the basement. And then he's like, let's go, let's go outside and play basketball. He was very, very good. This kid was un- unbelievably good at basketball. And so I'm like, ah, okay, I'll go shoot hoops with you. You're just going to humiliate me because I suck. And we went out there and we started playing. And then we come back in, grab some water. And this guy is pretending to work in the kitchen. And he goes, what are you guys doing? And we're like, oh, we're just playing basketball. And he's like, I played in high school a little bit. We're not going to ask you a follow-up. We're 13. We don't give a fuck, you you weirdo. I'll, I'm going to come out and shoot some hoops with you. Really? I, if my parents were home, they probably wouldn't like that. But okay, you're an adult and I'm 13, so I can't really stop you. He comes out there and very quickly, it, it the game of horse becomes me totally not involved. And he is hardcore 1v1-ing my friend aggressively, like moving picks at one point. Like my, my friend was beating him handily and this like 38 year old. Okay. He, he was, he was a big 13 year old and he was genuine. He was, I, I, I can't oversell how good he was. Like he was playing for teams like that traveled with kids three years older than him, like unbelievably good. And so this asshole comes out there and thinks he's going to impress us. And he's just getting crossed over looking like a fool. And my, my buddy was like going back to like take a long shot and he gets body checked by this almost 40 year old contractor. <laughs> and I remember I can still see it. My buddy's just like, oh, like falling back onto the asphalt and just looking up like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I've, this is a new scenario I'm in right now. An adult, I don't know, just body checked me in what's supposed to be a friendly game of basketball. And I remember both of us were just like, yeah, we're, we're going to go play pokemon snap i guess like or whatever the hell it was like uh yeah that guy fucking sucked i think they ended up firing him because he just you know he was so on his hands and knees for god that he couldn't you know get the counter turns out turns out same contractor as woody's same time traveler (laughs) that's why he's always late he's a time traveler yeah he's 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 trying to beat up he's he's off going back to like beat up taylor's friends installing that hoop wasn't even part of the quote but there it is (laughs) yeah Wait, you installed a hoop at a, <laughs> at a house in Missouri in 2001? <laughs> no, I would say he gave me one. But anyway, uh, overtop religion is one of my biggest frustrations. I, I feel like it's sometimes used as a shield or a technique to be an asshole, right? Right. If you we'll mention, tolerate that. If you mention like how much you love God in your voicemail message before I leave mine, if that makes like in your greeting, <laughs> then like you're just using it as a manipulation tactic. You dick. Right. You know, a lot of people yeah. do that. I, I do. I, I give people the benefit of the doubt. Some people are are that religious, and they think by putting like in Christ at the end of their email that it's somehow helpful. But yeah, lots of people. And I like the way you said when they lead with it, it's absolutely a manipulation tactic. I I worked with someone 
never directly. And this was probably six years ago at this point, but he was a guy in, in advertising that I knew and, and never directly, but tangentially worked with. And he would lie just the most shameless over the top lies. Like he uh, was working with a client who was super religious. Like they, they were, you know, they, they own a product, they manufacture it, they sell it in retail and they're over the top religious. And, and this guy doesn't give a fuck about religion. He, he he's like one of those, like, you know, big brain, uh, Richard Dawkins, atheist, like, but have you considered it's not real? It's like, shut up, bitch. Like, yeah, we've all, we've all considered it. And it's just, it's, it's the fucking worst dealing with people who, who abuse religion like that. And, I can think of so many teachers because I went to private like religious school where uh, I've said this before. My fucking um, my my study hall instructor, study hall teacher, like you need to be looked over. I remember once I came in late while she was leading like morning prayer. And then like I came in and sat down and she's like eyes closed doing her like. Uh, and it says that in the Bible, when you pray, do it in private. Don't do it uh, out in public like the Pharisees and Sadducees do. It's supposed to be something between you and God. So fuck you, miss bitch. And then I came in and I sat down and her eyes were closed. And she opened them and she's like, Taylor, the Holy Spirit told me you came in late. And it's like, are you sure you didn't open your eyes and see me? Like, <laughs> are you sure that's not what told you? And uh, and I learned how to flip it on her. Ooh. Because basically she would take a 50-minute uh, study hall. And this was first hour. And so often, like as a senior year, I would put it off all my homework until the, the morning of and then just sprint through it. And there was one time it was – and she would take 20 minutes of the 50-minute period just giving out Bible verses. And if you tried to do homework while she was doing it, she would be like, now the Holy Spirit's telling me that you need to be paying attention. And I remember once I got in and I was doing this math assignment that I had blown off and it was taking way longer. And so I'm just nose to the grindstone right away, bah, 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 doing my fucking trig or whatever it was. And – she was like, Taylor, do you think it's do you think it's appropriate to be doing work while we're discussing the Lord? And I, and I was like, Miss Denon, I know in the Bible how much it says that when you do things, you're supposed to do them to the glory of God, to the best of your ability. And if you know, if I don't spend this entire period doing that, then I'm not really glorifying God in my work, am I? And it was like a it was like a Magic the Gathering combo where it's like <laughs> we're both pretending and I won. <laughs> she was like, if you think that's what the Lord's telling you to do, and I was like, Miss Denon, I definitely, do. I do. <laughs> definitely, I'm feeling it. Yeah, stupid bitch, you sucked and you were weird. She she didn't do anything but like over but waste people's times in study hall. That's all. That was her only job. You, it wasn't even like the football coach who was bad at math and did math teaching also. Right. She didn't do anything. Just <laughs> a study hall lady. I don't know what she was there for. I have no idea. I feel like it's a mix between like people being like manipulative with religion or just being like so brainwashed that that's like the only thing they can hold on to. Like morally, they're like, I have to have something because I can't actually make my own choices. <laughs> Yeah, I don't deal with people with imaginary friends. <laughs> Most people are religious. Mm, most people pretend they are. Most people pretend so? they are, like, like um, to the extent where it's like, I don't know, you put your seatbelt on. Do you really believe you're going to get in an accident today? No, no. If you ask, if I asked you, hey, are you going to get in an accident today? Do you believe that? Nah, but you're still going to wear a seatbelt, aren't you? Yeah, that's how most people are religious. Think so? <laughs> that's a really yeah, good analogy. Do you believe in God? Nah. You're still gonna like, pray to him occasionally, though, just in case, though, right? Oh when you're yeah, dying. oh yeah. Prayer is my seatbelt. Being, being religious <laughs> sounds better. Like I wish that, like, I woke up every morning and was like, "I'm when I when this shit show of a life is over, 
I get to go and be in heaven eternally. Like, and that, that would be a great thing to just wholly believe. Like you would be so much happier. You have something to look forward to at the end of life, but like belief isn't a choice. So you, you know, you could even say you believe it like Kyle, but like if God's real, he's going to know. He's like, ah, no, fucking you were bullshit and you didn't ever really believe it. You were, you were hedging. I also, so. there's like, there's a recklessness behind religion in my opinion, because like some people are like, fuck it. Like I'm going to go do this. That's dangerous because if it's my time to go, God's going to take me. It's like, well, yeah, but like, or you can prevent that. <laughs> don't yeah. go do something dumb. <laughs> my frustration <laughs> is the like whitewashing they get from it, right? Like, like they can be a dick. They can be an unethical businessman, but so long as they throw God into all of this stuff, yeah, either it justifies their actions or they just whitewash their bad actions by right. talking about God all the time. Well, they're good guys. Cause, cause yeah, have included that. That's for sure. That absolutely happens. Frustrates me. People take advantage of it. And you know, the, the contractor thing, if there is a job where they abuse the religious thing, it's got to even more than priests. It's got to be contract <laughs> playing on your most vulnerable moments. If a priest tries to manipulate me, it's like, I'm not coming back to your fucking cult. But if a contractor does, it's like, but you're the guy, but my, but my sink doesn't work. I need you here to, to do this. To be clear, Will didn't do that. It was just one medical calamity after another. And I'm pretty, well, I'm not pretty mm -hmm. sure they were overblown. I'm positive. Positive. Look, a fake COVID, not a fake, uh, a negative COVID test doesn't cause you to miss three weeks of work. What the fuck? No. Who the hell misses three weeks for not having COVID or indigestion? He thought he had a heart attack. He didn't. Three weeks he missed work. Who, you, even even with COVID, I would be like, I want to get back as quick as possible. Even with <laughs> like, a heart attack, you don't miss three weeks. <laughs> yeah, even with a heart attack, like, I had a heart attack, I'll be in Monday. This is like, <laughs> <laughs> like a long weekend and, and heart recover. And you're like, okay. Uh, <laughs> That's absurd. Yeah, and then, of course, person. you ran out of money. And then suddenly it's like, I, I need an advance. I need an advance. And it's fucking... <sighs> What? You know, maybe the Lord will strike him down. That's why he wasn't a contact <laughs> in my phone. I, I, I had this weird thing in my head where I was like, if I decide to rehire this guy, I'll enter him in my phone as a contact. If I don't, right. he's just going to be like a random number. And uh, I don't know. That was it. It was like, you know, the, the day that he like impresses me enough that I might rehire him, I'll put him in my phone. And he just never made it in there. Yeah. He is now because <laughs> you have surprising. to enter him to block him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had to enter him as a contact. Yeah, I had to enter him as a contact so I could Another block Another advantage contact. Android has over 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 the it you can block numbers that aren't in your contacts? Yeah, it'll even That's ask, "Hey, was this spam?" And you'd be like, "Yeah, you want to report and block?" Mm-hmm. I've been no. getting an like, excessive amount of spam phone calls specifically, and yeah. spam texts. So I don't know what the hell I entered my, my number it to, but like, I get them twice a day now. Yeah, it, it's probably for um, like your car's extended warranty or uh, student right. loans or, or life insurance. <laughs> they yeah. try to get me to click on things like they often tell me like my Netflix accounts needs to be confirmed or something like that. Right. And I'm, I don't know if I've fallen for, but I've like almost fallen for it here and there. And I'm like, yeah, you get the Amazon box thing too. like your Amazon box was tried to be delivered on this day. Yes. Click on this to redeem it. Yeah. <laughs> it's I've like, well, shit, I did order something from Amazon. <laughs> I've had that except they'll say like UPS, you know, or DHL yeah. or something. Yeah. <sighs> Gam Gamers are getting tricky. 
I can't get past Boogie's fucking death penalty thing. It's still climbing. I laughed so hard when I saw that. <laughs> not a bad mugshot. Not a great mugshot. I just yeah, okay. Here's what I'm here's what I'm thinking. If I'm getting arrested and I'm Boogie, I know my mugshot is hitting the internet quickly. Yeah. So like, I want to make it better than that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the Republican? There was a guy who took a great mugshot. It looked like a campaign photo. <laughs> I'm gonna try and find it. Oh, here it! I found Tom Delay. Tom Delay. Here, I, I everyone's about to see it. This is oh, yeah. the That's best mugshot. Mug. That is literally like a, a mug shot. <laughs> he looks great. He, he His wore hair is on point. <laughs> he's he's <All> smiling. Right. <laughs> he looks like he's happy to be there. He's got a suit. The suit's wrinkle-free. Shirt's wrinkle-free. <laughs> got a nice that's, tie on. Oh my that's God. a man that knows he's about to post Bond. That's what that is. Someone's yeah. selling five by sevens on Amazon of that mugshot. <laughs> that's great. I would. You should get him to sign it. He would. I bet he'd sign that. So Boogie did Bond out, right? I'm sure. I wonder what it was set at. Probably 10k, 20k. Is that like? Like low lowest you can possibly go. Mine was ten. Okay. Like you have to you have to do something pretty fucked up to like get a big one, right? Yeah, yeah. Like they're not worried about boogie running. Obviously. Uh, and you only oh, pay ten percent of a bond. <laughs> Kyle, that went underappreciated, but I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, it's bad. I'm looking. <laughs> f it's five thousand. Five thousand dollar bond. <laughs> According to yeah. this. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. No, yeah. Uh, I don't remember my dad did it for me. I think my dad actually signed like a property bond. So like probably didn't have to pay anything. So if you, it's my understanding you can go to a bail bondsman, I think, yeah. or something like that and pay 10% of it, but you don't get it back. I believe that is the case. Or you can pay, in his case, all five grand. But if you show up to court, you get it all back. So it's really, so. oh. It's almost a poverty tax in kind of a way in that, like, yeah. if you have five grand laying around, then it doesn't cost you anything. If you don't, it costs you 500 bucks. Yeah. And if you have, like, property that's valuable, more valuable than five grand, because if you have, I, I can't imagine a piece of property that, does, that isn't worth five grand. Um, you Welcome know, you to Detroit. <laughs> and then well, if you don't, right, you're right. And, you don't pay the rest of your bond, then fucking Dog the Bounty Hunter comes after you. That's exactly right, because like, like yeah. the bail bondsman is like, like that's how he makes his his money. Like like he's got to get you back now so that he 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 actually you know gets paid. Right. Are you guys talking about what is likely to happen to Boogie? We're talking about his bond. It's apparently it's been set at five thousand, and I'm sure he bonded out. If he hasn't, will so he we'll tweeted right? That's got to be stressful for him. Who is this uh, random person you posted? Oh, we were talking that's about mugshot. Mug His name that's is Tom, Tom Delay. Mugshot. Tom Delay. He was a Republican, and I think he got bribed. I'm not sure. I'll check it out. <laughs> it's his mugshot. He looks. He looks good. Like that. <laughs> great. Mug. That was kind of the point of why we brought and him. And you know up. what? Look. Look at his eyes. He's got real smile lines. He's, got yeah, <laughs> he's happy to be. There. It's not like. Yeah. <laughs> he's happy to be there. <laughs> oh, neat. He got a little pin on. Yeah. So he was being bribed. Uh, provided with trips, gifts, and political donations in exchange for favors for Jack Abramoff's clients. 
Thank God we caught the guy doing this. Can you imagine <laughs> if our entire system was made up of politicians who took bribes and st- from special interest groups in order to dictate policy? Could you imagine that and what the country would look like? Fuck. Uh, it Woo. stretches the imagination, doesn't it, Taylor? It stretches the, can you imagine? Just like imagine for me with me. It's like Boeing, Lockheed Martin, and Raytheon, all these military industrial contractors. Imagine if they like dictated our foreign policy. That would be a horrifying Dude, reality. Israel. There are a few issues in this world where I find it very difficult to come up to speed. Um, My favorite is guns. Everyone who talks about gun statistics comes at it with an angle, right? They're either pro-gun or anti-gun. And if you want to know the truth, it's not Googleable. Like you can't find it. Everyone who has looked into this is looking into it with an agenda. Yeah, it's like a documentary. Israel, I find to be a similar thing. Like it, it... what is the happening over there? What did the Palestinians do that had the Israelis going bonkers, just like bombing the fuck out of them and mowing down the houses? And it always seems like Israel's the bad guys, yet they're America's good guys. Why do we give them billions in aid all the time? How does that help America? Is it uh yeah, it doesn't help us at all? What the fuck? It's a world away. What are we doing over there? Like it I, it's just so far. We have so many problems we need to deal with here in our own country. And it's like we're fiddle fucking around a world away. No, no. I stop. saw this video from like the 80s of Joe Biden talking about this. Joe Biden, who had like a fair bit of brown hair covering his head. Right, This is the 80s Joe Biden uh, about how great Israel was for America and that if there wasn't an Israel, we would have to create an Israel and it's the best $3.6 billion we spend every year. And what he didn't say was why. Uh, why? So he was probably taking money from uh, a foreign lobby. That sounds reasonable to me. Like, like it, it. Why is Israel such a... Why are they our allies? They always seem like the bad guys. And, and it's like, oh, we need a foothold over in the Middle East. How come? You know, we're energy yeah. independent uh, now. Don't we have uh, an ally alliance with Saudi Arabia, which is way more significant strategically over there than, than Israel? Like, like, so that never made sense to me. Either. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. And then they're, they're literally an apartheid state. They have different laws based on your race. They, they like... <sighs> You won't find me saying a bad word about Israel. Stay strong, Israel. <laughs> That's because Kyle is is a is a secret member of Mossad. Is <laughs> <laughs> the FPS Russia? No, FPS Israel from Mossad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That's that's a hot potato. The problem is I'm not. It's it's what he said. Uh, and, and if anyone ever asked me my opinion on that one, it's like I don't think I'm educated enough to uh, give a good a uh, uh, p- have a good opinion or make a good statement on. Israel. I don't think any that's of us are, but it's right. like real hot potato. I, I, the most I feel like I can say like confidently is like, what are we doing over there? Like if it like whatever the reason is that we're there, it's clearly not benefiting American people. So we we ran whatever experiment we're doing in the Middle East enough enough. Like prior to energy independence, I might have been able to make a better argument than I can today. Um, now that we're energy independent, we've got a global market. Let for somebody oil, you know. else. What, what happens over though. there does. Whoever it. needs the that oil can the oil pay for their energy. Makes sense because it's like wait, we so, we, so we spent a thousand really? times more money to steal the oil than we could have bought it for. What do you, that doesn't make any sense? So we spent trillions of dollars over the years to secure oil. And 
we could have just bought it for cheap. And like, it, I don't know. The oil thing doesn't make any sense. Like there's Russia has oil. Canada has oil. We have oil. Like, it's not like it's just, you know, a couple countries in the Middle East that have access to this shit. Russia has a fuck ton of oil. Yeah. Isn't <laughs> Russia, isn't Russia the, the biggest or natural gas are the biggest? I don't know about oil, but I think we might be. Are we? I don't yeah, know. We make a lot one. of natural gas. Man. We're not a bad guess. It, like it's it, it it doesn't sound dumb. Yeah, know? no, it doesn't sound. Dumb. I just thought I heard something about like Russia having ridiculous wells of natural. I'm sure they do. It, it, sure it, they there do. might be a different answer to who has the most and who makes the most. Mm -hmm. That is probably that's true. Very likely. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't care what Israel does to those uh, those people over there. Um, they're probably doing the right thing. I want guess. all of our soldiers back. And yet, and yet, I'm reading like all these uh, tweets, and uh, I'll just go. A couple of them are in Arabic, so I'll skip those. Let's see. Armed settlers gathering in a place I can't pronounce amid fears of attacks on Palestine, Palestinians. There were multiple calls organizing for it yesterday within Israeli groups on social media. Um, there were some rough ones. Let's see. Israeli occupiers shockingly assault, batter, and lunge at Palestinian Christians to block their access to the Church of the Holy Sep Sepulchre. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Israeli police are breaking into homes and assaulting its owners. Hashtag Israeli terrorism. Mob of Israeli terrorists lynch a Palestinian. Hashtag Israeli terrorism. One of the many reasons I love Ireland and its people love it. P.S. I bet the Israeli ambassador's answer was a... I don't know what that's in reference to. Israel is bombing media given. offices. Israel is bombing media offices in Palestine so the truth can't be seen by the world. God, hashtag oh. Gaza under attack. Israel is attacking Palestinians with weapons like tear gas made in the U.S. and purchased from U.S. funding. Uh, how non-existent one's heart and moral compass must be to believe that you are the rightful owner of someone else's home to show up and enter the home, displace them physically, and though their as though their life in that home is your possession. Just a whole stream of stuff from yeah. our boy Fish. And like every every article you click on is like like what he said. Clearly their mind is made up before they even heard the story. Like and well and the, what it seems to be is like the Israelis are or Israel is making settlements, which is basically like they're going into to people to Palestinians' homes and being like, Oh, legally you're you can't live here anymore, goodbye. And they force them out and then they take that house. And then some Palestinians are protesting against that. Bulldoze that house and make a new yeah, one. They, they, yeah, they either bulldoze the house Jesus. or just, or just well, take it. You have it, to because of the smell. A new one. And then, they, uh, and then Palestinians started protesting that. And then I think the Palestinians. What are they have bottles of water by the toilet? Uh, you haven't thought of the smell, you bitch. Look at the smell, you bitch. And then I think they were like doing fucked up shit to the protesters, the Palestinian protesters, like, uh, like macing and, and rubber bullets. And then. Uh, I saw I saw the I saw two clips. I saw one of the rockets coming from Palestine. They look like rockets out of a time machine from so long. Like it was made out of pipes and bullshit where it's just like like just kind of coming in and then toppling end over end like yeah. I throw a football. Yeah. They've got a bowling ball mortar like 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 I used to use. And you, and you, see, you see these rockets coming in, and then you see Israel's Iron Dome defense like just, just fucking them all up, and then it's like wow. Man, they didn't really get any of those through other than, I guess, one. I think one person died in Israel. And then um, you see the response. And it's like, scorched earth, 2021 level air force attack. Like, firebombing entire areas. It's like, okay. Yeah, I struggle with that a little bit. Like, like I, I know I just argued against Israel. But, like, if if whoever, right, you know, unspecified a stand... 
mm-hmm. took out 13 people in a mall, and then we came back and downed a city, it might be like, well, <laughs> you mess with the bull. You know, like it, it, this goes back to yeah, his old adage: yeah, "You're allowed to win." You're allowed yeah, to like, win, right? A lot of people who had nothing to do with the attack. I have seen like, hockey players where, like, I check Taylor, and then oh, Taylor yeah. checks me. I'm splattered against the 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 plexiglass, and it's like, oh, Taylor got a penalty for being bigger and stronger. It, that that's not how hockey works. Well, I mean, to your point, Taylor, you said those people who were being killed had nothing to do with the attack. Yeah, a but lot. The of other them. day, when that hockey player assaulted the other one. Your your idea for an appropriate response was not to go after the offending uh, hockey player, but to go after the star that's on his team. Yeah, I thought a, that you thought that would be the best way to send a message. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely being hypocritical. That shows you, Kyle. I have no problem. Hold, yeah, crisscross. <laughs> wow, I can look at different scenarios and have different analyses. It's almost whoa. <laughs> uh, I, no, it's so the difficult. hockey rules apply to Palestine. <laughs> you know okay, okay. Then, then let's take the biggest guy in Palestine who can skate versus the biggest Israeli who can skate. It'll be fair because neither one of them play hockey at all. I guarantee. Neither one I of them can more skate. skating rinks in Israel than they are in Palestine. <laughs> Yeah, but how many does Israel even have a hockey team? I don't know. Pro- the IDF probably has a pro league or something, and then they go against the Spetsnaz or something. <laughs> oh, they would get butt fucked against Russia. When I was they in would... high school, oh, I used to be true. like, you know, Ghana doesn't even have an Olympic swimming team. I could make it. it's just you and three real tall skinny guys who are drowning (laughs) no 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 No, it's you versus three tall skinny guys and they're collecting the pool water to take home (laughs) i have to quick run the race before they finish (laughs) no 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 it's you against three really tall skinny guys one of them is drowning the other's collecting the clean water to take it home and the other one's just taking the first bath he's had in like a year <laughs> I, I, all the water's all soapy <laughs> he's ruining it yeah well, this is wonderful what is what is over there like going hard as fuck <laughs> he's off the blocks like trying a to beat some guy bolt. who's got those water wings around his biceps <laughs> you, could, you you're like uh, the reverse of cool runnings where you show up in ghana to join their team this is matt woodward he has a pool at his house <laughs> This oh. man has to do at his house and he going to be the best swimmer in all the land. And then you're just going to be top times in Ghana. And then you're going to go to the Olympics and you're going to see some like guy from Norway. Fuck, that guy knows how to swim. <laughs> Damn it, he has a pool too. Bjorn's noted swimmer, Bjorn Swimmerson. Uh, from, yeah, I come from a long down. line of swimmers. <laughs> <laughs> My father could swim. My grandfather (laughs) could swim. My mother could not swim. It is no one week a year when it's not frozen. (laughs) Dude, so I am not doing well. (laughs) If people probably haven't seen PKN, but uh, what happened was almost a week ago on a Friday, I was taking my motorcycle out in the dirt and I was going zero miles per hour. Tipped over toward, like, down this um, muddy, rocky hill. And when I went to break my fall, I put my pinky hard on a big rock. All right, so I'm going to show everyone the picture. I'll show uh, Josh the picture. That finger is sure what that was. Um, This Oof. is my finger. It's my pinky. 
And uh, if, if you're watching the video here, you can, this is pretty obvious, like the big break here is, is a problem. But there's some yeah. more issues. There's another break like parallel to it. There's almost like a H or possibly even like a capital A going on. Um, this thing's broken in a bunch of ways. So I went to the hand surgeon on Tuesday and there was like some good news, bad news. Uh, the good news is the way that it is right now is considered non-displaced. And if I don't fuck it up, if I don't re-break it and like, you know, basically step on the cookie and turn it into that, then it should heal pretty well. And I should get to like 100% recovery. Like it should be 100% fine. However, if I do foul this up and this thing comes apart, the repair surgery tends not to be super successful. They'll put, so he was showing me all the pins he'd put in it and all the plate, well, the one plate and the pins. And uh, he's like, yeah, you know, you might have like 80% mobility long-term. Um, like you, you won't get back to 100%. So all I need to do is buddy tape it and not break it again for a week or two. And uh, I am, I've stopped exercising. I've stopped doing anything fun. I, I go into the guest room with blackout curtains. I call it my depression chamber. And I watch YouTube videos. And it is the worst. What, I, do you, what are you watching videos about? Are you tantalizing yourself with things that you can't do right now? You need to be looking at things that you can do. Because I bet you're in there like, I'm looking at home gym tours. I'm looking at work. I'm looking at motorcycle things. You're just... That's exactly what I'm doing. All my YouTube suggestions are the things I loved doing a week ago. You're torturing yourself. I am just learn, watching Learn people, some history. Like motorcycle skills. These guys going on these really cool adventures. Guys who do things with inappropriate motorcycles is one of my favorite things. Like they're taking mopeds on mountain trails and shit like that. And it's like, that looks like a blast. Um... I, I just watch all the you know uh, lifting tips. You know, guy talking about how to get a better shoulder yeah. workout and sit. And I'm just why, why why the blackout curtains? That makes it more depressing. Right? <laughs> I'm not a smart man. Are you, are you just sitting in there like <laughs> just actively frowning? It's so bad. Swaddled in a blanket. I remember that pull downs. I'm like trying to sleep for a week. Right, so it's like Christmas is coming up, and you're a kid. <laughs> I sleep from like noon to four p.m., and then I'm up all night long by myself with nobody. It's the worst. I'm so unhappy right now. I have nothing to do. What's what's a hobby or an interest you have, or maybe you know what? What's a hobby you're interested in getting into that would require some lead time of research before any sort of? I'm being right. I'm trying I'm trying to help a friend. This isn't gonna last that long. Like, I know, like, like I, if you got into like wilderness survival, that's something I've been I've been I've been reading a book on homesteading and another book on bushcraft. If you held a gun to my head and were like, "Start a fire! I'm gonna kill you and your family," I'd be like, "I don't know." I don't know. <laughs> but like I like reading about it, and it's like, man, these are like seven different kinds of knots that I'm gonna forget. there's one more thing so uh there's a in paramotors they do this thing called a fly-in and no one flies to them but they all drive their paramotors to like usually a big field or an airport Mm -hmm. or something and one of my favorite events of the year is this weekend and i dude i was so looking for i'm a better they canceled it last year because of covid so in the last two years I become a much better pilot. I do acro stuff that that 
hardly mm-hmm. any pilots can do. So I was gonna like go up high and just like put on an air show. You, you were right? gonna you were gonna flaunt a little bit. I was gonna flex a little <laughs> bit. There's a little of that planned. And uh, also like body wise, like I've lost like 30 pounds since these people have seen me. Like there's a whole new me. And uh, like and I would be in the gym working out having this event as part of my motivation to like, you know, like, I don't know. This is my unveiling to the paramotor world and (laughs) I'm not going. It just, I just have to be smart for like 10 days, which is a lot to me. But Could you still go and just not participate, or would that just be even more torturous? <laughs> is than- that even oh, two things? One, like I'm not even sure that's a good time to like show up and mm-hmm. watch everyone else have fun. And two, we are in this like gas shortage thing right now. I don't know. I'm guess I'm being a responsible member of society by not driving like a thousand unnecessary miles. Maybe that's stupid. Oh no, but- you're, you're fine. All right, because I was reading something. Like obviously it hasn't hit here because I'm in the Midwest, but. I, I saw like over 10% of North Carolina gas stations out of gas. 78% in Raleigh. So like to me oh. locally, like no one has gas around here. I haven't heard of this. I like, saw dude, one gas bad. station that had gas and it, uh, it was on a major road that was like uh, three lanes wide each way. And the line was like blocking this road. Like the line goes out of the gas station down the road. Like, yeah. like I guess the seven. If you want to stock up on supplies when there's a gas shortage, you don't stock up on gas. You stock up on the shit at the shelves on the st- like at the store that isn't going to get there because semis aren't going to be able to be on the road. You know, like because I saw some mm. pictures of people being like, if there's a severe gas shortage, the biggest problem isn't going to be gas. It's going to be. Oh, the shelves at Walmart are empty. The shelves at Target are empty. The food's like it. I oh, yeah. it does. It takes way less time than you think. Uh, if semis stop running, for everything to deplete, just so so quick. It's interesting how fast that happens. Like you don't realize like the constant turn of products and how like I don't know. We we live in a fragile system, and because it Dude. works most of the time, we're like ah, I can't ever fail. I, right. All right. So, a couple of things you got me racing. Um. Yeah. One. They have the pipelines turned back on now. I guess it okay. takes a couple days to turn it on and then like a week after that for everything to get restocked. But so it's not a forever thing. Here's what I heard. It's something like if your family goes 24 or 48 hours without food, that's when the violence starts. And I heard that and I'm like, really? 48 hours from violence? And it's like, well, actually, yep. like, yeah. how, how long do people go hungry? It's not very long before you start getting food you die. you're getting you're getting primal real quick yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like look i'm willing to go worse on food for quite some time you know we can go from chicken to pasta to tostitos to <laughs> right. you know, eating olives out of a jar but when you're literally hungry hungry like mm-hmm. how long does it take before you're like robbing your neighbors it what, what is it called? The hierarchy of needs. Mm-hmm. Like Maslow's hierarchy of needs where like we're all up in the top like self-fulfillment station for the most part because all of our base needs are, are met. You know, right. some people like if they're like lonely or single or something, they might they might feel like their, their emotional requirement isn't. But like all security. the base shit, security, shelter, food, all that's there. And I it's interesting you brought that up, Woody, because, yeah, like we're animals. We're animals, and it's only in, like, the last hundred years that we stopped being complete and total animals. Like, that's... We could go back. We haven't stopped. Come on. Look at the fucking toilet paper at the beginning of COVID. We're well-trained animals. 
Yeah. Like we 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 didn't have fucking toilet paper for a week at the uh, uh, during COVID. Everyone fucking fought. So like <laughs> yeah. food, <laughs> like food, we're killing each other. Quickly. We're a bad week away from being fucking caveman again. Yeah. We're a bad week away. Yeah, I'm right? telling you, ever, you ever like when when we when Woody and I did that survival trip, right, or camping trip, whatever you want to call it, going that long without a decent bath, like yeah. does something to you. Like I, I was, I was a little on edge. I was a little feel, grouchy. Do you, do you feel more aggressive? Yeah, felt more. <laughs> I, 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 I did eat those elk steaks the other day. Did not feel more aggressive, but they were. Fucking delicious. They were so Dude, goddamn good. Ugly. Oh my god. Are the macros any better? Different? It's super crazy lean. Like lean. super crazy lean. Oh. Yeah. Like like there's like no fat on it at all. Um, I didn't look up the protein content, but I would imagine it has to be more dense protein than beef. Um, like per ounce. Um, I wouldn't be surprised so if it was a like venison. Yeah. I don't know. It, yeah, probably probably very similar to venison. It did not have a gamey taste. It tasted really good. Really? Um, I forego I forwent the uh, the blueberry balsamic reduction because I was so hungry and in a hurry, and I just did like a garlic rosemary type thing, like I would a nice filet mignon or a, or any nice like steak, and it was really fucking good. I sous vide them from frozen for two hours at a, a fairly low temperature, and then I seared the fuck out of them. Um, as hot as my stove will make a cast iron pan, like I wait like three or four solid minutes until the oil is just smoking and then give them like 50 seconds aside. And it was really fucking good. I liked it. They were expensive. They were too expensive. Uh, what were we talking like about though? Oh yeah. Not bathing. Like, like, I don't know. I felt grouchy. I feel like if we'd gone up, it, I did. I felt grouchy. You know? It's such a funny word to say. Grouchy. Yeah. I was feeling grouchy. <laughs> you know, it, but but I think it's the perfect word because I think another week and I'd have been full on like Frankie. irritated, and right. like a month later, <laughs> you're just saying synonyms. Grouchy and irritated are very different. A month after that, I would have been full on displeased. <laughs> no, I, I think the irritated is a higher tier of upset than uh, than grouchiness is. I'm more on edge. I I just think the longer I went, I would say you would go from grouchy to irate. Oh, I, dude. A little more time. comes after a month. Okay. Don't think I won't I'm on get edge. grumpy. I'm ready to kill okay. after a I month. can I'm get grumpy. <laughs> if this keeps up, I'll be crotchety. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> I, would, I, I could just see where like living as living without the, the things that make us so happy that we forget about. Like this room right now. The whole trip was 60. a nightmare. I was this, curmudgeonly. Chiz was cantankerous. Curmudgeonly. Like, like we, we think we forget about these like creature comforts that are in our lives that keep us to a level so that we're not fucking animals. That keep us from being curmudgeons. Like this, this room is sixty-two degrees right now. Like, like this fine. chair is so comfortable. I've got my nicotine. I've got my caffeine. I've got my Gatorade over there. You got like, your like, bottle of water, your your bottle of clean, nice, safe drinking water. The pH has been measured for that water, you know? Like like that's how like pampered we are in our day-to-day -day lives. Like like everything about my current situation as I sit here, it's just wonderful. It doesn't get any better than this. Like like unless somebody's under the table sucking my dick right now, this situation can't improve. Maybe another woman feeding me charcuterie. <laughs> over, the, over the last week, and then I'll do ads after this, just a quick thing. Like, I feel like I'm being sabotaged because my girlfriend or fiance is now 
she's getting into making charcuterie boards. And so she's going <laughs> to the store and she's laying out meats and cheeses and crackers. And she, not Josh doesn't know that is my, that is my kryptonite. That is if I could overeat on anything, I want Italian meats. I want, I want cheeses. Want exactly want that. All of, it, all of it. And so like, she'll make a delicious board that looks like we're having company over. And she's like, what do you think? And I'm like, it's not a flower arrangement. <laughs> it's 80 grams of fat. Yeah, why are you doing this to me? Because and it's a charcuterie board, so I could just walk over and be like, "Oh, I'm just dabbling." <laughs> and over time, it's like, where'd all the meat go? And she's like, "I don't know. I had like two, I had like two pieces earlier after I made it." And it's like, I d- did someone break it? Like, no, there's, there's no way. Your ex girlfriend is like a help. Challenge her to do like a, a healthy charcuterie board. Like maybe some smoked salmon. Um, like 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 maybe like- some like. I don't know. There are no. There's no such thing as a healthy charcuterie. Well, because if, I, if you don't have the the capicola, the soppressata, all the Italian meats there, then it doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel it, like yeah, I, she I, could I, get I, into you know, making sushi. Yeah, I do like sushi, and when I get sushi, I get the sashimi, which is like the no rice. It's just like the cuts of meat. I like the nigiri. You're gonna need those carbs. That's gonna power you through your workout. Yeah. Oh, you're, well, I don't just eat the sashimi. I, you know. Uh, I'll order a second entree and pretend. Yeah, you know, ch- I'll get the teriyaki beef, of course. What am I? What am I just gonna eat raw fish and go home? Please. Have you ever done that where you go through like a fast food place and it's just you ordering, but you like feel like you need to put on a show that there's more people that are gonna be eating this? Like that fucking Key and Peele skit. <laughs> Is that a skit? Oh my god, it's so good. He, he it's this enormous obese man calling the pizza place, and he's been, he's he's like, all right, everybody, what do you want? <laughs> Nobody's there. He's like, oh yeah, Tina wants extra pepperoni. All right, we'll get her a separate pie. And he, he orders like eight pies, and like like the guy on the other end is like, yo, Tina sounds hot. <laughs> can I get her? Can I get her number? And he's like, nah, nah, she she's uh she's just getting out of a rough relationship. Yeah, me too. I could use someone to do a little soul searching with. And it becomes this whole thing where at the end he has to be like, bang! Oh no, Tina's been shot! She's dead! Get the pizza <laughs> like hangs up. <laughs> I, I have not seen that, but that sounds it's really It's really fucking funny. But yeah, that's that's how I'm feeling. Like when they give you a bag from like McDonald's or whatever, that's one of like the plastic, this is for a group of people bag. <laughs> not the It's got the heavy handles that are reinforced with cardboard. Yeah, and you're like, man, someone's having a party. It's like, <laughs> uh, yeah, in a way, in a way, in a way. <laughs> in a way. A very depressing party. Very, well, it's only depressing afterward. Once when, you, when you're in the you're middle, in when you're in the it's middle euphoria. of a late night binge eating frenzy, the whole time you're doing it, it's like, man, life is life is great. And then afterward, it's like, you're so full of shame and regret, you know, <laughs> but you just want to keep eating in the moment, especially with these fucking charcuterie boards. She keeps bringing back like deli, high quality Italian meats. Not that bullshit you buy at the store. She's like going to the butcher to get like the highest quality capicola and soppressata and, and, and all the rest. And I love soppressata might be my favorite Italian meat. Well, I don't know. There's a bunch. She got a, you know, those shavings of the, what are those, uh, those those pigs from Spain called the really really oh, I don't know any the, of these the, the things acorn I don't fed. know what a charcuterie board is I'm picturing it as a cutting board with meat laying around on it sharpachetta mm-hmm. I have no idea what sharpachetta is uh, is it yeah. it's a meat it sounds like a cheese really is but it, it's the language is a, is a, it's a spicy Italian deli meat. Are, are, that's what all of these things are right well the capicola is a little more fatty it's not spicy. 
you know. So what you want to do is eat all of it. <laughs> and that way you get the flavor. What are the other things? Capricola, Sharpachetta, and Capricola. <laughs> it's Capricola, there's Sharpachetta, or Capricola is what they call it. I Capricola. don't hear the difference between what he said and what I said yet. <laughs> and then what else? Uh, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on what it's called, that ham slice from those Spanish the Iberico. Um, Iberico ham. There, she got some of that, which I can't, that was probably pricey I, as hell. a brand new word to me. Are there pickles on this at all? No, there um, were no pickles. The charcuterie board. Um, it's mostly cheese, meat, uh, bread. Or not Ooh. bread. I'm sorry, crackers. What's the first letter of charcuterie board? C. C. I mean, they, they come with like grapes and stuff sometimes. So what right? most people think are charcuterie boards involve meats, cheeses, and uh, and like spreads. But I believe the direct definition is only meat. Hmm. Oh well, I, I want cheese in there also because I like course. mixing. You want I a part? You want a deli tray? Yeah, okay, well, then the deli trays are done because there's also, like, I got Gouda on there. I got other kinds of cheeses. Have Smoked you tried, Gouda. Have you tried? You don't like blue it's cheese, great. right? Uh, I'll eat it. It's not my go-to cheese. Yeah, it's my go-to cheese 100%. Uh, like, like I haven't had it in a long, long time, like maybe three years, but that Glacier Wildfire blue cheese that I had um, uh, Chocolate Thunder order up, he, he took it and he made, like, these black and blue cheeseburgers and he took like a slice of it, the, the size of the meat patty, and melted it on there. He said it was just crazy good. It had to be so rich. Are there crackers on your charcuterie board? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You put crackers on there. And you get like multiple kinds of crackers. You get some with like rosemary on there. You get some with uh, like cracked black pepper on there. You get, you get all sorts of things. She did Dude, it upright. This I, looks like it's as good at turning a person into a fat person as trail mix. It is better. It is infinitely I would better. say better. We Way more have... sodium in this, Woody. Way more sodium. <laughs> I get it. Why, well, why is my cholesterol high? <laughs> 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 oh, because I'm eating charcuterie. I, I have to have a real talk with her. I'm like, you, you can't. You can't be assembling these charcuterie board right. meats. Imagine I'm if have Josh's ex-girlfriend just bought beer all the time. <laughs> you know, I thought you'd like Bud Light seltzers. I don't know. I just keep it stocked in the house. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go to rehab. It's much easier. <laughs> be like he's shaking. It's like all right, give him ten cc's of sopressetta. <laughs> oh Taylor, if you want to, when we go to Colorado, we might be able to go like seven eight ways on one of these bad boys. I'm down. I'm I'm a hundred percent down to get a whole bone-in oh ham, fourteen to eighteen. First of all, I want to know the poundage. I don't want to guess fourteen to, 14 eighteen. to eighteen, right? Yeah, yeah. fourteen. Oh, yeah. Look at that bullshit size. Fourteen pounds. So it's not going to be eighteen. Uh, I need those extra four pounds of, <laughs> of meat. I'm down. I'm totally down to get this Jamon Iberico de Belota whole bone-in ham for one thousand and seventy-nine dollars. Acorn-fed. What yeah, like forcing acorns make, down pigs with I'm looking at eleven dollars a pound or nine dollars a pound of chopa pork. What are you looking at? Th no, no, uh, no. This is a hundred dollars a pound. Yeah, I was gonna you, say this is like $109 dollars a pound. Yeah, you go to the lower leg, the Iberico uh ham. <gasps> the, Good yeah. God, this is a turkey leg for a thousand dollars. It is That's a what, ham the first leg. thing I thought. It looks like turkey. The process. So these pigs, these pigs 
are free range and they eat nothing but acorns until they are the, they are the perfect size and fatness and then they're slaughtered yeah. in a very special way and then the meat is like dry aged in these salt houses or some shit and then the only people who are allowed to slice it although we would get it whole I think and so mm -hmm. I'd have to take some sort of master class and, but the only people who are allowed to slice it are like these like generational meat Artisan. slicers artisans of slicery mm -hmm. who use these incredibly razor sharp fancy knives to shave off these translucently thin pieces of ham Beautiful. and it, is, it melts in your mouth i've had like i've bought like an ounce or two of it at a time because like an i am ounce not in like forty dollars if i it's go to colorado rich. i am absolutely having like George Foreman chicken for six dollars while you guys eat your eleven hundred dollar ham. I'm 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 so in on the ham. More for me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. 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 I'm, I, I guess I was I was about to say I'm not judging you. That would be a lie. This is great. That's, that's <laughs> but, like I'll buy a free range. I'll buy like free pork. range chicken. No, I, I am. Uh, you guys have given me the freedom to make my bad decisions. I'm healing bones right now. This is the freedom for you to make yours. You and, and I will. This is financial masochism, and uh... it's not for like you. Okay, you'll you, yeah, you'll you'll, 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 ways, you'll, you know? you'll have to throw a, a couple bucks in for us to give you a slice. But you're gonna eat it, and you're gonna be like, I get it. I get why this is so much better. I, it's it, it's so good. It he's eating says, out of your portion. You sound you, like a heroin dealer. <laughs> like, you know what? Hey, uh, just hey, a uh, one little that? dose so shit. I can expose you, you to what how the, the, to what good is. Woody, the first slice is free. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am happy in my world of inexpensive food. I eat cottage cheese and tropical fruit as a snack, right? It, if you ruin me, if you raise my standards, this would just be bad for me ongoing. You need, He's wearing you a Michael Kors shirt yourself. over there. Somebody's been shopping. <laughs> me? I, well, literally, the three-year-old that we watch picked this off the rack for me. <laughs> <laughs> let, let a three-year-old pick your clothes. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> That's why I have this. Michael Kors. I didn't know they made men's clothes. I thought it was a purse brand. It's, and shoes. They do shoes and clothes. They do shoes. I'm not, I, a, I'm not a fashionista. I, I didn't know even know what brand this was. I, I wasn't sure you were talking about me until I spotted it <laughs> on my shoulder. It's a really nice polo. <laughs> I think that's probably like an $80 to $120 polo. I yeah. guarantee it's not. Oh. That's the most expensive thing I've ever seen you wear. It wasn't like a flight suit or something. I'm going to check my Amazon order history and see if it's in here. Is it Coors with a K? Yeah, K-O-R-S. <laughs> I'm also thinking back to fancy food. So I went to Portland once and I had like a it's like a four four hundred dollar like chef ten course fucking meal. And Ooh, out of the one. ten things, I liked one and it was the salmon. Everything else was awful. And me and my girlfriend at the time went across the street afterwards and bought burritos from a food truck because we were still hungry. <laughs> like and it was like restaurant was it that they gave you ten courses and nine were shit. It was, I don't know, it was like some, it was in Portland, some little, like, the chef picked like all the things on the menu. Yeah, I think it was. It was like tapas. And all of them were, like, portionally, like, it was like one bite of food. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, like, I've done that before. my taste is not, though. it's not that high. It, I think it was like 200 a person, so it was like 400 total. That's yeah, yeah, that's really that's pretty expensive. I used to go to a tapas place that was much more reasonably priced, and it would be like 10, 14 courses. Like, you could decide how many courses you wanted. Right. And, like, 
it'd be lots of cool little things like um fried goat cheese was really good it came with it was like these little fried goat cheese nuggets that you dip in this like sort of sweet and sour sauce they have right little mini tacos and all is this expensive cool chicken nuggets and sweet and sour sauce no, no. it's goat oh. cheese High like, quality. I, I will say so, the flavors were very new to me. All of them. Like, yeah. I think that's why I didn't like them. It's because, like, I have super poor taste. <laughs> so, Keep like, it. I'm eating Keep these it. things and I'm like, what the f I love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, uh, no, I, just I eat a lot of cheap stuff, too. Like, 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 you know, ground beef and rice is, is fucking tasty. You know, bell peppers and spinach are tasty. But, uh, but like, if I'm going to go on a date or, like... yeah. If I'm going to like have like a fancy meal or something like that, then like we're, we're going to get something. Baked potato is one of my go, go to's. Yeah. I have, I have a one, about one baked potato every day and nothing like combats hunger for me anyway, as well as a baked potato. That's true. It's like eating a brick. You ever do sweet potato? Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I have that instead. <laughs> yeah. They say I sweet potatoes like are like super, like superfoods, but I mean, I think they say those things about a lot of things. Like it's yeah, they're about I, the I, same. avocados. I, they're they're almost identical in in calories. The sweet potato and the uh, the the white potato. I think they have more vitamin and A. I think there's more vitamin in uh, in the sweet potato. And uh, but like I've made like sweet potato fries in the uh, air fryer before, and put like uh, garam masala and cinnamon a little salt on there, and those are fucking tasty. They're almost like they're on the borderline of not being savory anymore, and and almost mm -hmm. being a dessert. But, you, you know, I mean, you'd have to put, like, cinnamon sugar on them for it to be, like, an, an actual dessert. Usually when I have a sweet potato, this is so Jackie cooks most of my meals, she's obviously worked way harder at it. Like, it's sliced into either fries or, like, chips or something like that, and it's seasoned, and it's all the thing. If I have a baked potato, which I actually like, it's literally just a plain baked potato with no butter, no nothing. I you don't put like salt on it or anything? I put salt on it. I was going to say, you, you got to have some salt. That's just... Yeah, that's like poverty food. <laughs> if you're just eating as white as white trash as it sounds, I think if I weren't going to put anything on it, like no butter, no sour cream, uh, then I would put ketchup on it. I would get that like super low calorie ketchup, and I would put okay. ketchup on it. I had a girlfriend. That's the only like I would make like filet mignon, uh, creamed spinach. My mouth's watering, and uh, <laughs> and like and like baked potatoes. It would be like this really fancy meal that I had worked on for like two and a half hours and she'd grab a bottle of Heinz ketchup and fucking dump it on the potato. And I'm just like looking at her judging her so hard. I'm just like, I, I, I have the English butter. I, I it's <laughs> from England. These cat, yeah. th these are the special cats. They're grass fed. Where's no, ketchup on the calorie spectrum? Is it like mayonnaise where it's evil or is oh, it like God, no. mustard? It's just, it's not it's mayonnaise, so it's sugary. Um, it's a GH, uh, I think it's, I think it's uh, here. It's, I'll link to you to the exact bottle. Of Isn't there a fuck ton of sugar and ketchup? Nope, not a bit. Also, Taylor, the definition of a superfood, it says it's a marketing ter term for food claimed to be nutrient dense. That's all it is. So yep. you want just ketchup. Lies. Just this marketing <laughs> so, bullshit. So that is the ketchup you want. Um, oh, okay. Well, if you get Hughes sugar-free. It tastes the same. Kyle links some $25 ketchup. It's three bottles. How big you know are these what? bottles? I like, I like how, uh, 13 I like ounces. How, you know, I like how they have it at the grocery store as well. The, the guy's face on the G Hughes sugar-free ketchup. <laughs> he he doesn't look that excited about the product, but he's like, hey, it's not as bad as you think. Like, it's, it's better than your his, his face says it's, it's better than you're guessing. Uh, I'll tell you what you don't want. Don't ever trust Walden Farms with your ketchup because what they make is red water. 
they've got some red water that they sell as ketchup. I took one, I like, I did that thing. I cracked it open, stuck my finger in, went, and then threw the whole bottle in the trash. It <laughs> literally went like that. A tablespoon's five calories. If something's five or 10 calories, I don't even log it. Yeah. Just let it go. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's just like that sugar-free syrup. Five calories. Like, like, that's why I'm, I'm like, this is the ketchup. Like, like, forget all that other stuff. You know what? It tastes, gonna... you know, we talk about that whole ratio, right? Like, oh, it's 80% as good, but 10% the calories. This is 95% as good. This is so close, you'll barely be able to tell the difference. They sell a 10-pack for $1,000? <laughs> I just yeah. saw that. That's a, I was that's like, that Greg, Duc- at that right? That's that Greg Doucette purchase. I get it at the grocery store. I don't even order it on there. Like, like not every grocery store probably carries it, but GHU's sauces and marinades are almost all like 5 to 10 calories for a tablespoon or two tablespoons, and they are all excellent. Their barbecue what? sauce is my favorite barbecue sauce. I like it better than that like Sweet Baby's Ray shit. You called that's it like, a Greg Doucette purchase. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, he bought so much of that Mrs. Butterworth's. He bought cases of it. The sugar-free oh. Mrs. Butterworth syrup. Like, like it, he went out to his garage and it's like a thousand bottles, literally. As far as I can tell, a three-pack is $24 and a 10-pack is $992. I think it's, it's, no, it's, it's as a point ten pack Yeah, that's confusing too. <laughs> uh, I, <laughs> yeah, that, that must be... A hundred bottles or something. Why does or he have ten, to ten pallets? Greg just said, well, it's going to be part of his diet forever, and he wants as much of it as he can get, I'm sure. But it's not even the best sugar-free syrup. Does it last forever? I mean, it's, I don't fucking know. It's he virtually so a lifetime it's supply. Only, it's, I, it's probably only going to last a year for him, a thousand bottles. Did they cancel it? <laughs> Is it no longer being made? Is that why No, I'm... no, it's Mrs. Butterworth. They canceled the name and the bottle shape, but I'm sure it's the same bottle shit. shape. Why? Well, yeah, you can't have it shaped like a old mammy black woman who's like <laughs> yeah. serving oh. you pancakes. Oh, yeah, no, it was, was literally yeah, like, like a mermaid almost, like the top. Is of it just called Butterworths now? What do they call it? Mm. Or maybe it was Aunt Jemima. Was oh, Aunt yeah, Jemima that was the they one. changed? I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they're coming for Mrs. Butterworths next, though. They <laughs> better. Keep no, she, no, she's a woman. Uncle Ben she... already bit the bullet. <laughs> and Uncle Ben, his ninety-second rice is tremendous. Mm. And now I can't even look into his loving, tender eyes as I'm microwaving it. Nope. Nope. Now it's going to be some soulless corporate logo. So Aunt Jemima is now called the Pearl Milling Company. Or oh, yeah. Who be. doesn't want some of that? But I, I, are they literally losing that whole, like, they've had brand awareness for 100 years or something. I was going to say, like. You don't, you don't make a brand after someone that you loathe and hate. It's not like they're like, we fucking hate. Mrs. Butter or Aunt Jemima. Aunt Jemima, right? <laughs> bitch is going to be on our syrup forever. Fuck you. Like, like, no. I'm open to the idea that there's something about this I don't understand, but I never thought that it was racist or that it was, it was a way to put someone no, down. Nobody actually yes. I can help. I remember on Twitter seeing like black Twitter being like, they're getting rid of Aunt Jemima. What? Why? Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just a black person on a syrup bottle. <laughs> Oh, th- thank God we solved all the problems down to that, and that we're down <laughs> to syrup bottles now. Man, I must have missed the news. Well, that society so, is so the issue perfect. is that um, <laughs> during slave times, uh, you referred to a black house slave. Um, if it was a woman, she was an aunt, and if it was a man, he was an uncle. Um, so the reason that you have these products ma- named after aunts and uncles and then marketed as a black man or woman as their logo is because that would be the servant in your house. Uncle Ben would go fix you up some rice, Massa, 
and 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 like like if you watch that my, my well, and he apparently made the best rice give him some he rice. made the best there ever was god damn it he was the what? best in the just rebrand jemima then like jemima's well jemima is something that i'm sure they've renamed um some poor black woman whose like real african name was Jumama or some shit that a southerner That's could true. pronounce, probably. But in any case, if you watch my favorite <laughs> mockumentary of all time, CSA, Confederate States of America, um, that so they, they uh, it's basically the the alternate reality where the South wins the Civil War, um, and so intercut into it. I can't really explain how it's presented too well because it's so complex. It's like you're watching a video, you're watching this movie, but it's being presented like. You just turn the channel on to a TV show, and so the commercials, the commercial breaks of this TV show you're watching, are part of the movie, if huh. that makes sense. So the commercials are for like, what was it? One of them was called like, the collar or something like that, and it was a slave collar that would like GPS your slaves if they ran away because it's modern <laughs> times now. Right, they're still slaves. And uh, hey, is your aunt or uncle getting a little uppity? A little bit of and they've got some like pharmaceutical that you can like give them that'll huh. like tone them down and make them happy with their slave life. And you see like like their black house slave, like she's been taken and she's like, I love cooking for massa. And it's just, <laughs> it's, it's, she's like zoned out, like like drug right. out of her mind. Yeah. Huh. It's well, wild. It's, is, it, it's, is, uh, it, is it a movie or a documentary? It is a mockumentary, mockumentary in the form okay. of a movie. Yeah. And it's right. called CSA, Confederate States of America. It might be on YouTube for free. So Aunt Jemima was a real person. Her name was Nancy Green, and she was a slave. Yeah. So did she actually make syrup? Uh, and I'm trying probably. to make sure if I, I'm worried that Kyle's story just implanted in my head, and I'm mixing the two together. But I think so. I think. Uh, yeah, you're probably right about. Pain she pain. would like. I guess she was a slave, and then she became not a slave anymore. And she would tell stories about cooking up the original Aunt Jemima pancake mix—a little wheat, a little corn, and a lot of nostalgia. Like that was the thing. So they're so, stealing her legacy of. I, I, I mean, my mind is open to the idea that maybe this is bad. Uh, it, it pancakes are good. The name is bad. That's all there is to it. Just yeah. who fucking cares? Black who people cares? whose ancestors were slaves. That doesn't even seem to be the people who care. It seems to be uh, hyper-offended white women on Twitter. Well, really? well they've got a voice, you know, too. They don't have anything else in their lives, Taylor. Their children are leaving soon. Because that's the people who I see complaining about Their it. wombs are drying up, Taylor, and they never had a child. It's okay? the same way that you'll see like white women be like Latinx, like Latin X instead of Latino or Latina. And it's like there was like surveys of like... Like what Latino is people, is that a bad? It, it's thing? basically they're like, uh, you don't want to say Latina or Latino because that denotes gender existing. You do Latin X to say Latin, and it's like they they asked like, hey, people who are of Latin American descent, what do you think about this term? And like ninety eight percent of them are like, what are you talking about? This isn't any. This is what did 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 a did a white woman on CNN tell you this? Was, <laughs> no, this, this sorry, this, I believe this is, that nobody yeah. knows what the fuck you're talking about. Ooh, Some woman probably like, eats like, Taco Bell. She no, don't know some, shit. Some literal Karen starts stuff like this. Yeah, so it, there, it always I, is a Karen. I'm with um, you like 90%. Arian Foster did say something to me that like burned into my head. And it's that like, hey, there was a whole generation where like every bad person in the movies or TV was a black guy, right? If there was going to be a burglar, if there was going to be a bad guy, they'd, make, they'd cast a black actor. And then 
that had people looking at black people a certain way and it caused a problem and and you know problems greater than they otherwise had to be and i was like okay like that sounds reasonable except in the westerns except in the westerns and and like every charles bronson movie charles bronson Hmm. he is not racist at all in the death wish movies First of all, it's a Jew who rapes his wife and daughter or sexually assaults them. It's Jeff Goldblum in one of his first roles. Oh. And uh, and second of all, he never catches them. Never catches them. We finished that movie as a group watch, and they were like, wait, he never killed the race, the, the rapist? Like, yeah, he ne- they never bring that up again. He just killed a bunch of, like, like thugs on the street. Like, like <laughs> he, he didn't even get the original guy? No, he didn't go, like, full Batman and, like, hunt the Joker down or anything. He just, like... Got, one got himself a handgun and started fucking gunning fucking just thugs down the street. the city's crime rate, one shooting after another. That's what the cops were saying. The cops were like, look, you make him stop. You make him leave town. But the crime rate's down. We can't make <laughs> let people know that he's gone. We don't bring him in. Just make him disappear quietly. The, the election's coming up. The criminals are afraid to walk the street. Because <laughs> because Charles Bronson's just fucking walking around. Anytime he sees like a, a mugging going down, he puts himself in that, that 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 scene from The Joker where he's on the subway and he kills the three guys. Completely yeah, yeah. ripped out of um um that Charles Bronson movie. Like there's a scene where he's just sitting there. He'll like he'll just sit there with his groceries, riding the subway up and down through New York, reading the paper waiting for somebody to come and try to rob him. And behind that paper is a fucking handgun, and he just kills them all. Wait, it's, it's called Death Wish, right, you said? Death Wish. Okay, I need to... This... It just sounds so, so awesome. movies. <laughs> we, we group-watched it in the uh, in the $50 patron. I don't think everybody loved it. it it's it's well, one I, of my favorites. And, that, and that's it's, the one where the guy's running away across the street. The at giggler. Point, and the guy, yeah, he just shoots mm. the giggler right in the back with his way too big handgun for the scenario. It's, it's like a 458 Welby Magnum or something. It's it, he's he's describing it to them at one point like like he he's like just showing all the neighbors what he's gotten to like help protect them. He's like they're like what is that? He's like it's actually an elephant cartridge that's been shortened for a handgun. <laughs> it's just like why do you need that? I don't remember exactly the caliber. I may be wrong about 458 Welby Magnum, yeah. but it's something absurd that like I've never even heard of before or seen in real life. And like he, he just has his like nice Nikon like uh, photographer's camera. He like casually drapes it over his shoulder while he eats his ice cream walking down the street. And the giggler, like 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 this one like neighborhood punk who's always like <laughs> giggling to himself, like runs up, shut like body checks him, grabs the camera and keep keeps going. Bronson's ready for this. He drops his ice cream and from a shoulder rig, he draws this fucking massive hand cannon and just shoots him dead center in the spine from like 40 yards away and just blows a hole through him. You could put a Coke can through. I know a real life guy who's better than this. Do you guys know who Bernard Getz is? Have you ever heard this? No. No. Bernard Getz in 1984 was the subway vigilante. And I'm not positive about this part, but I think he was mugged. And then it pissed him off, pissed him off to the point that he became like a world-class fast draw and then put himself in situations where he might get mugged, right? So here he is on the New York subway at night in the 80s. And if you can picture, I don't know if you think... You've seen the graffiti everywhere, the gang members walking down and forth in pretty much gang costumes. And then you've got the good guy gangs. What were they called? The guardian angels who would like protect you from the bad guy gangs. And it's a fucking problem in the 80s. The subway wasn't safe for normal people, but it's safe for Bagard gets. Let me read a little of his testimony. 
I decided to shoot as many as quickly as I could. I did a fast draw and shot one with my right hand pulling the trigger prior to the gun being aligned with the targets. All the actual shots plus my draw time easily within 1.6 seconds or less. It's not as difficult as you might think. And occasionally I give a description of the technique along with a reenactment. The first shot hit Kennedy in the center of the chest. After after my shot, my vision changed. I lost sense of hearing. The second shot hit lightning fast Barry Allen in the upper rear shoulder as he was ducking. Later, the bullet was removed from his arm. The third shot hit the subway wall in front of KB, and the fourth shot hit KB in the left side, severing his spinal cord and rendering him paraplegic. The fifth shot hit Ramsier's arm on his way to his left side. I immediately looked at the first two to make sure they were taken care of, and then attempted to shoot KB again in the stomach, but the gun was empty. It goes on. This guy would do dry fire demonstrations on the biography channel. He was a fucking subway vigilante. That's that is literal weaponized autism. (laughs) 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 To to be like 1.7 seconds in, I had released six shots. I severed one man's spine. I shot another in the shoulder. I shot another in the chest. Like (laughs) one hit the subway. Yeah, one hit the subway. That was a mistake. You know, (laughs) it went through the subway wall and killed a pedophile outside. (laughs) Oh, by the way, shoot an extra time, which is weird because I'm autistic. I should have counted. <laughs> so, so here's that. Here's what led to it. Um, he's sitting on the subway. Uh, let's see. Canty, he's one of the bad guys. Says, "How you doing?" Gates replied, "Fine." Bernard gets or whatever. According to the use, according to him, four use allegedly gave signals to each other, and shortly thereafter, two of them rose from their seats and moved over to the left of Gates, blocking him and other passengers from the car. They said, "Give me five dollars," and that's what prompted him to start shooting. Oh, they were literally on their way to a video arcade to rob it. Like, that's their testimony. They're like, yeah, we were on the subway on our way to rob a video arcade when we bammed into the gun. Like, the. the, Did he get into any trouble? Uh, they probably gave him the key to the city. New York in the 80s. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I I think. uh, Lisa, like, thanks. I'm hunting for that. Let me see. He had to repair the subway wall and blood clean up. <laughs> he had to take a little bit of spackle and <laughs> put it over. We're charging you $97 he to served, clean all that Negro blood up. He served so eight months. And oh, then it looks like he, in civil court he got For damage wrecked. to public property. <laughs> no, like they awarded one guy $43 million. Maybe the one that um that he paralyzed. Yikes. Think so. What fucking he, money? Yeah, that is a lot of money. What happens when someone gets awarded forty-three million dollars? Do they just take a hundred dollars out of your paycheck forever and say, "Do your best"? I, I, like, oh, from him, the Mister Mister. Yeah, was that, that from the the city or the state? The city, right. It would be from from the coffers of the the taxpayer, Taxpayers. not the individual. Uh, that would be a civil court thing if 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 that happened. I get. I think. I have but, no idea. But but you know how that, that goes. Like I think OJ still owes oh. like Ron Goldman's okay. family like millions. No, it was Getz who had to pay the forty three million and they asked him in two thousand four, twenty years later, and he said, I don't think I paid a penny on that. Oh, so some guy's sitting in a wheelchair just fuming. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so mad and I can't even walk You know he thought he was going to get it, too. Like like when he heard that number, he was like, well, this ain't, I'm going to get a diamond-plated wheelchair with some spinners on it. <laughs> this won't be so bad. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not, that's not how the justice system works. His new no, gang name is all. Wheels. 
<laughs> so before we uh, jump into the next thing, we're going to hear from a couple of wonderful sponsors. Admit it, you think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people. You may think that nobody wants your data or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details, but you would be wrong. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. When you leave your internet connection unencrypted, you may as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on a huge billboard for the rest of the world to see. That's why you, we decided to take action, which is why we're recommending you get ExpressVPN to protect yourself from cybercriminals. ExpressVPN secures and anonymizes your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address. ExpressVPN has easy-to-use apps that run seamlessly in the background of your computer, phone, or tablet. Turning on ExpressVPN protection takes only one click, a single click. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf on public Wi-Fi without being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. For less than 7 bucks a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have and that I know Woody and Kyle have. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. Protect your online activity today and find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash PKA. That is E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash PKA for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash PKA to learn more get those three months free use the code pka excellent service keep yourself safe online this episode is also brought to you by blue chew guys it's been a hell of a year personally i feel like i've aged 12 years over the last 12 months and if you're like me you're feeling like your age more than you used to especially in the bedroom getting ripped by the read my dick got smaller <laughs> <in> my <laughs> just straight up getting ripped on by the blue chew read personally i feel like i've aged 12 years so my fiance <laughs> was leaving me personally i'm a fucking loser <laughs> personally i feel like i've aged 12 years over the last 12 months and if you're like me you're feeling your age more than you used to especially in the bedroom if you're someone like me totally impotent <laughs> it's time to snap out of it it's time to snap out of it spring is here and it's time to get sprung with blue chew blue chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as viagra and cialis but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost blue chew's tablets help men achieve harder stronger erections to combat all forms of erectile dysfunction or ed Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visit to the doctor's office, no awkward conversation, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. Ships right to your door in a discreet package. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you get your prescription within days. The best part? It's all done online. Blue Chew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallowing pills? No problem here. They're chewable. Blue Chew's sildenafil and tadalafil tablets are chewable. Uh, Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, and they prepare and ship direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal just for our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code PKA at checkout. Just pay the 5 bucks in shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code PKA, to receive your first month free. Thank you so much, Blue Chew, for sponsoring the podcast. An incredible service, an incredible product. We love it so much. All right. I've said this a bunch of times, so I'm, I'll make it quick. Very good. Uh, I recommend the Tadalafil over the Sildenafil. It's the difference. It's Cialis versus Viagra. These are the genetic, yeah. the generics. Um, it's it's longer lasting. Like you're, you take it. If I took it now, I'm good tomorrow at noon. Like I'm, I'm still just fucking, hundred percent raging, crazy hard. I think they call it the weekend erection. drug or something. Like it, it's... I have 
It, yeah. it lasts for like 36, 48 hours. I take it daily, okay? I want to be at my best at any moment, okay? Uh, it legitimately is like, like, look, even if you don't have a girlfriend, even if you don't have a girlfriend, like, it's worth it just for the fun. You're like, if you're just, even if you're just jerking off, I'm telling you, it'll, you'll have more fun jerking off. Like, like, you're, you're literally gonna, like, I remember the first time I tried it, I was like, my dick has never looked so tremendous. Like it's, it's just like wow. I'm, I'm there. You go. Reaching if, new if, territory. It's worth taking. It looks angry. Some, it's <laughs> worth taking just to get some, get a nice turgid cock for those for those dick pics. Then maybe you can use those on uh, on some, mm. uh, on Tinder and get yourself a girl because they're going to be a little underwhelmed if you don't keep signing up. I'll say that you're, you're going to find new veins on your penis you didn't know you had. <laughs> it's you're going to have a vascular cock. Okay, your cock is gonna get a pump. Yeah. <laughs> so check that out. I I've never never done the sildenafil because I always took Kyle's advice of doing headaches. The and the tadalafil has worked tremendously for me. And like the whole working over the course of like thirty six hours is great. Like you don't. Yeah. You yeah. Want the, the um, frame. In the past, I've gotten headaches and light sensitivity from from sildenafil. That's probably unique to me, although it is a known side effect. Um, with the tadalafil, I've taken. Doctor recommended doses that are a bit higher than what Blue Chew would recommend. So do what Blue Chew tells you to do. I believe you can get yeah. it in seven milligrams and nine milligrams. Um, I, I get the nine milligram one. And uh, I found that if, uh, if I've been taking it very regularly, let's just say, I'll get a little stuffy nose. But that Nasonex stuff that I recommended to Taylor, that'll clear you right out. So that's, that's, prop, that's actually why I use that daily is because Tadalafil will get me a little stuffy. But... Uh, who, do, who wouldn't put up with a stuffy nose for a turgid, powerful, veiny, pumped up your, your Your penis is going to look so good. It's going to be your penis's best day. So check that out. Bluechew.com. Promo code PKA. Just pay the $5 in shipping. Tremendous. Price. We don't get paid more for you guys ordering it, by the way. Just so you know. like, like We're not selling this so this hard because a, like this is an honest review. It's a public like, service like, announcement, really. We get paid the same amount of money whether none of you buy it or all of you buy it. We legitimately do. I'm telling you, this stuff is amazing. I use it. I, I recommended it to my father. My father has signed up for Blue Chew. He gets it from them. It's, Have you it's, seen Kyle's dad's dick? He texted it's me. Huge. It's huge. It's threatening. It I is, wasn't going to mention it until you asked. It's so vascular. It's It's got a bit of an aggressive turn, but that's okay. You know, <laughs> He's a left man. You know? <laughs> stay to the man's right. That's all I'm gonna. I'm, I'm warning you. Stay to his right. It's like yeah. boxing when the guy's got a bad eye. You stay when, he, to when the he's left. taking it to Dallafil, he's in your ass before you see him in the room. <laughs> and uh, the last the thing, corner and penetrate you. <laughs> I yeah. don't know oh, about Sedanafil. Tadalafil takes like 30 minutes to start working, which isn't too long. Like no, you know you can whatever things look like they're going right. Fucking four plays, ninety seconds right there. So you just have twenty-eight and a half minutes to kill, and you're <laughs> and set. it's good for other things, right? Like if you got, in the morning, you're good. It's good for your blood pressure. Um, doctors do prescribe it for blood pressure in people, and like if you're a guy who goes to the gym, it's good for vascularity. You'll get a better pump. Yeah. Yeah, blood pressure is going to be a real problem in my future if I keep uh, up. With is the going to be. When's the last time you got it checked, Bucko? <laughs> it was just a couple months ago. My blood pressure was fine. Uh, my my cholesterol was at like was 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 in the it was at the very like lowest end of you need to get something done like you yeah. need to why do old people have high blood pressure I don't by the way one twenty over eighty checked it on Tuesday I think the, it's uh, lack I think it's I think it's an old timey diet and a, a combination of that and uh, lack of cardiovascular exercise I think it's the two right. mm. inactivity 
Oh. Yeah, they're eating that old thick-cut bacon and sitting on I'm the couch. I'm half guilty. I've got a pretty good diet right now and no cardio. Is it yeah. I mean, no. that, that might be the, the ticket to you to like... Because I Could bet... I get low blood pressure? Could I overachieve if I get some I cardio? Could, yeah, yeah. My blood pressure got low not too long ago. It, it was a thing. Um, mm. One of them did. Um, you know, there's the systolic and then the other one. And I'm certainly not an maybe? expert. Yeah. Um, are you sleeping as well since you haven't been working out as much? Um, yeah, so I haven't been working out. Because of the hand, since, obviously. Yeah, yeah, because my hand is broken. My last workout was Thursday, so almost a week now. Yeah. And uh, um, no, I'm not sleeping as well. The first day is literally the pain would wake me up. Like, it does hurt. Well, it especially did. Like, it hurts less now. And uh, um, but then, like, Bad sleep hygiene led to more bad sleep hygiene, and you just kind of get off the schedule, and nothing's regulating me right now. Yeah. I've been having my night sweats a lot this week. It's incredibly awful. I, uh, I just brought another comforter in and put it on my bed so I could stop washing the sheets. I sweat so much. Have you said what causes that? No one knows. No one okay. knows. There's, okay. there's like four different causes. None of them are the culprit. And then the fifth is hyper sweatiness and they're, they're like well, we don't know like wait no that's the symptom no 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 it's the cause and i'm like i don't get hyper sweaty when i work out or when i do cardio i sweat a normal amount yeah you've got hyper sweatiness so like i'll wake up and just be drenched even just, in a cold room oh so th did you just say you bought more comforters I, to, yeah, to, i was trying to, to figure put, that to, out too to sleep on top of so, oh, so okay. that i'm not sweating into sheets that i then have to wash oh. immediately like, I need something absorbent to sleep on. <laughs> For reals. It's crazy. Like, Pat's like got three those, nights. like, dog piddle pads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's awful. Like, three nights last week, I, I woke up so drenched that, like, I usually wear, like, a tank top to bed or something like that and, I'll be, and some underwear. And, uh, and I'll get up and have to, like, peel the fucking tank top off. Like, it's stuck to me. Like, I'll have to, like, like, right arm on my left side, left arm on my right side, and, like, do that, like, peel it off of you thing. And mm -hmm. it's like, like if you, when I throw it on my tile floor, it goes flop. Like you wow. hear it hit the floor. And, you uh, a lot at, like the gym or during like the day, like no, you're not like pitted no. out constantly. Like, <laughs> like, like, like if I were to like run three or four miles, I'd sweat a normal amount. It wouldn't be right. like, like weird or anything, but something, I think I'm maybe, I, I am having nightmares. I, I do. That does happen a lot. So that might have something to do with it. Are but, you on uh, that? Yeah. Dream meds for sleeping. I do take my dream meds, but I'm certainly not going to blame Derek's product for my my my, my night terrors and uh, and sweats. Well, not terrors, I don't think that's related. It does say lucid dreams on it. Something like I do that. have lucid dreams. <laughs> you take Usually any kind of like medication or something though. You could any other medication for sleeping. Uh, like melatonin or oh yeah, I take a whole like. I melatonin like is pills. in the uh, the recipe Kyle takes that gives lucid dreams. Okay. Yeah, I, I do I the sublingual um, melatonin plus the uh, the gorilla dream, and uh, plus I take like an over the counter like Tylenol PM type sleeping pill. Right. I like to be knocked out. You yeah. do, yeah. Is this? Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, otherwise I, have to I take... wake up in the night, like like three four times. I have to take like quetiapine, uh, which is like kind of underneath whatever what's the really bad one that makes people like sleepwalk um ambient oh, it's like right underneath ambient it'll also make you tweet racist things <laughs> only if you're roseanne <laughs> i i kyle i wonder if you're on a uh a, a, 
a counterproductive a cocktail of like, sweatiness. Well, no, I, I guess I, I'm not saying the words, but I, it's like I, I know that sometimes you take stims during the day. You might take a caffeine pill or something to make the most out of your day, and then you take things to help you sleep at night. And those things are kind of it's like you've got the heater you know, the on and the air conditioner last, on, and you're letting them fight. You know, the one thing last week I didn't take any stims. I, I like backed off the caffeine to like get my uh, tolerance back down. Maybe not being on the caffeine made me made me have those like night sweats. I don't know. I don't know. I don't mind. It, it's 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 super gross though. Like like I hate it. Like I I usually get up and take a shower. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I'm wrong because my um. Jackie has ADHD, my wife Jackie, and uh, so she takes Adderall, and then sometimes she takes something to help her sleep, and sometimes it like it, I don't know, like they just start battling each other, and it can be like, well, well, maybe maybe the problem with sleeping is related to our you know Adderall during the day, and then the, mm. like perhaps the move away from the long release to something else so that it's oh the, long you know, release is a pro- I'm you not don't a like doctor. that I'm not a doctor, but I'll say this um, long release makes me feel very odd. Um, it is a uncomfortable feeling, like an antsiness, a just not comfortable in your own skin, sitting down kind of, kind of feeling. And going to sleep is impossible on long release if, if you don't time it so perfectly. Like if you try to go to sleep while it's still active in your system, in my case, it's just not happening. And attempting to do so is almost painful. It's, it's so like, it's like I'm exhausted but I'm also being stimulated. It's, it's, it's terrible. It's terrible. That sucks. I have, um, the instant release is like, you know, it's like anything else. It's like caffeine. It's got that half life. It's like, this is going to end, you know, four hours from now, it's half of it's gone. Eight hours from now, it's all gone. And, 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 and and there's a crash too. So like instant release will actually help you sleep in my case. My so personal in experience. Her experience that crashes too early when she doesn't take the long release, she's ruined at like 3 p.m. Yeah, that's, that's not what she's looking for. Well, I just have a little, you know, it was twice a day. I'm not a doctor, but if I had those issues, I'll say this I would try to like lower my tolerance by taking like a two week break and then mm-hmm. take half as much twice a day. Okay. L- like, when you like said lower your tolerance, I processed it wrong. And I'm yeah, like, like just go take without twice it for as a while. much, I guess. To like, <laughs> how much do you know where her dosage is? No. Yeah, if she's taking like say twenty-five milligrams plus, it's a hefty dose for XR extended release. Mm. I, I I don't know. I'm I'm weird about Adderall and in general, um, because on one hand I do think it's like almost that limitless pill, um, but on the other I recognize that it is an amphetamine, and and the XR I would rather. Uh, hit my fucking foot with a hammer every day than take XR every day. It's so bad. You don't like it. I, I take that oh. Modafinal, but very rarely. I've probably taken five total now. In the, yeah. yeah. Wait, what is it? How do you pronounce it? I think it's Modafinil. That's how I've heard it. Modafinil. Okay. And, uh, um, but the last, uh, so before I half the dose, which is the next thing I'll try, uh, I tried taking it early. That The day I broke my finger, I had a really big day. I was going to ride my motorcycle two hours to the trails, trails all day long, two hours home. I'm like, today's a modafinil day. And, uh, and I had to get up early, so I took it at like 6.30 a.m. And I'm like, maybe it won't impact my sleep because I don't know if I've ever gotten it this early before. Mm-hmm. But I came home with a broken finger and didn't sleep well, and I don't know what to blame it on. Yeah, yeah, the pain definitely contributed to it, I would imagine. yeah. 
Um, but but I've only taken the extended release a couple times, and both times it was just torturous. Um, I get, I get prescri- I, uh, a girl gave it to me one night, and uh, and that like ruined the next night. Like like I took it at like five a.m. or something. It was probably a really hefty dose. And uh, and then the next night, or wow. at the end of the next day, because we went and filmed all day. I, 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 long story short, I fucked her all night long, and uh, and then she gave me this pill. Hi, bro, high, f- dude, bro, that is so fucking tight. High five. Not not really. She was pretty ugly. Um, and uh, half, half yeah, five. It, it was a sh- it was a shameful fuck. And uh, and uh, and then she gave me that pill so that I could like get the day's jo- work done because I had to go film. I think it was that video where like there's a big pile of watermelons and I use a 50 cal and maybe we go to like. Maybe it's when we go take like a, like a armor. This hardly narrows period. it down. I know, no. We go It's the one where we go to like McDonald's and an APC or something like that. Wait, oh, is that the okay, one with yeah, like yeah. all the two liters of cheap soda? No, it's the other <laughs> one. And so uh, at the end of that day, like like after like no sleep for I don't know, forty eight hours or something like that, and like working hard for two days in a row. I was just laying in the back of the truck trying to go to sleep while the film crew was inside of McDonald's and just laying there, needing sleep, wanting sleep, being completely drained of all energy and drive to move. But my brain is like, go time, go time, go time, go time, go time. <laughs> and I'm just like, this is the worst thing I've ever experienced. This is the worst thing I've ever experienced. I hate, so I hate XR. Yeah, I don't I was I mean, on, that sounds I, shitty. I was but on XR no for fun. a week. And then I was like, I need this changed immediately because the same thing. I couldn't sleep. I felt like there was like ants under my skin. I was like itching. I would be laying in bed, like just fucking my head going, going, go. It, it made me like anxious, but my body was like, like you said, exhausted. Were you so drinking like while you were on the, on the Adderall? So I had a period of like six months where I was taking it as prescribed and like, I, I do have ADHD, so now I'm on uh, Wellbutrin for it, and it sucks. But uh, I had like a six month period where it was normal, and then I started drinking on it. So what is it like drinking on that? It, can you, you like not even hardly get drunk because it's battling uh, back? You, basically, like that's why I was drinking so much was because like I was on stimulants, and then I was just like I didn't want to pass out midday, so I drink until the point where I was almost passing out, taking Adderall. And keep drinking, because, like, I could. A winning <laughs> combination. <laughs> but then Natural. what would happen with, like, all the alcohol would build up in my body, and at the end of the night, when the Adderall wore off, it would just fucking crash me, and I would be done. I'd just fall asleep, like, in my in my studio, in my chair, <laughs> wherever I was laying. And then wake up oh. feeling like absolute ass two in the morning. Yeah, oh. <laughs> start the process over. Man, I, 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 I'm like cranky if I wake up at like three, feeling like I have to pee. I'm all warm. This is <laughs> bullshit. Like, like I can't imagine waking up being like I need to try and shaky handily get <laughs> shots in me. And you're probably vom- the amount there of was one, you probably have to do. There was one morning where I went to a Seven Eleven and I was just trying to fucking put my card in the machine to buy the alcohol, and I was like two-handed like motherfucker go in the slot like i could not get my card into the atm reader Jeez. <laughs> and that Did was a moment where like i was like you? oh shit no i got it eventually but it took me like 35 seconds <laughs> that, that was a moment <laughs> like, when you realized you had a problem i yeah, had a few that, sips of white claw moment. and then it stabbed me up so i got it in <laughs> and the guy just looked at me with eyes of like it was 6 a.m like 
he he had to go open the the liquor cabinet for me. So I was the first one to buy. And yeah, he just looked at me like, you fucking you idiot. Was it <laughs> embarrassing? Like uh who's the There's a late night show host. I don't think he's working anymore. Craig Ferguson. And, yes. And he thought being an alcoholic was very embarrassing. Like the things that like he was sleeping in a gutter or, you know, drinking too much. Were you like like, man, I'm doing this and I have to, I want to, but I'm embarrassed. It, I would say shame is the better. It's like, I am way fucking better than this. Like I've uh, from the age of 18 created a career for myself that I am now actively tearing down because I have to chase this thing that I started basically. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, it, it was shameful, not so much embarrassing. Do you feel like yeah. the, the marijuana based channel like sent you in the wrong way it's hard the way gateway drug the way that i was he did marijuana almost yeah it's the way that i was using it and like i sit here today and i'm like at 35 am i gonna have copd or emphysema from some of the stupid shit i was doing for a couple bucks on youtube like I, i think the way that i was using cannabis was not correct and that's why I've shifted to like educational, like, hey, you can use weed, but use it safely. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. be fucking careful. Like, this is still a drug. Is that a lot? Yeah. I'm glad you're here. I was going to ask you about that. Um, the distillate, like, like the uh, like 99 percent pure stuff that looks like fucking meth. Yeah. Where do it's you garbage. get that? It's garbage. <laughs> it's garbage because it has no flavor, and oh, it really doesn't flavor. get you. It doesn't get you that much higher than rosin or hash. Like, if if you want to get as high as possible. RSO, Rick Simpson oil. It's what cancer patients use. Rick Simpson oil? Yeah, it's called Rick Simpson oil, and it's alcohol extracted, and it is the most, it kind of is, basically, like... Do they burn the alcohol off, I guess? Yes, it it evaporates. Dude, Rick Simpson Um, must be a cool guy. Yeah, he helps a lot of people, actually, uh, because this is what people use to, uh, like, treat pain during uh, chemo. Is the main I, purpose. That's the, that's the that's what we need. Yeah, like you, if you eat a gram of RSO, I I heard a, a PKA like snippet from like months ago about you talking about how you used to smoke and how you just sit there with the pack bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl after bowl until time, like changed. Yeah, <laughs> like that is what RSO does, but with yeah. like one bite. So it would get you done way faster, apparently. Yeah, strong, <laughs> strong, strong dabs would definitely like cause time dilation. Yeah. Um, you know, I I would just kind of come to and realize I've been sitting there holding this right. in my hand for. A, I'm like, how long have I been holding this? Or even worse, is like my grip would like loosen on it enough so that it rotated in my hand, and the, na- the nail and the nail would hit the back of my hand and like, ah, okay, yep. I'm awake, I'm awake. You're, oh, you're that so hurts a lot. You know like... what would fix that pain though? Another dab. <laughs> <laughs> marijuana. Yeah. That you know what something is, I wanted to ask about too is the Delta Eight stuff. Because you can I'm pretty sure it's legal in every state here. A buddy of mine uh bought 38. oh in Missouri it's legal because they yeah, sell Delta yeah. Eight at places and he brought his little pen over and he's like, You want to try this pen? It's Delta Eight. It's like it gets you high and it's you can just go to the fucking store and buy it. And I was like, No yep. way. And I, I did it. It gets you it gets you high. It gets you high. It, yeah, it really does get you high. What, what's the scoop on this? Is is this going to be illegal soon? It, this is just a loophole, right? This is yeah. this is a one of many loopholes in the farm bill. So the farm bill is a hemp act, like 
to uh, sell hemp. Mm-hmm. And this falls under it because it's not Delta 9 THC, it's Delta 8 THC. Is so Delta 9 the normal, the regular? Delta 9 is what's banned. Delta 9 is what gets you high. It's the, the, the substance that is banned. Yeah. So, so Delta 8 is, is like fully a loophole. And it gets you high as fuck. It does. <laughs> like, I, I was I'm surprised. so tempted to ask my probation officer about Delta 8. It but, will but trigger 100%. Because it triggers the fucking drug test. Kyle, yeah, because I was, I was I was taking a hit off this thing, and it was like that dangerous thing with vapes, where like I was hitting it for a while because I couldn't feel anything was happening. Like I, yeah. you could you can't feel it as you're using it, and then like you take it off and you go and like inhale, and it's like it was a huge lung rip. Like oh yeah. oh I'm I'm like gonna cough so much I might vomit. Like <laughs> it was yeah it was delta eight. They they test they metabolite test for THC. So Delta eight and Delta nine, same fucking thing on that test. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, 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 that's, that's obviously why I don't do it. Like I, I, are so stupid. I, that if, if it didn't trigger the drug test, then I would ask for permission to do it as well. Right. Like, like, right. It, like, Hey, this stuff is legal. Although so are a lot of other things that I'm not allowed to do, you know, yeah. Can I do this. I would ask that. But the fact that it triggers the, the test, like, I wonder would it te- would it also trigger a blood test if it's in your possibly it's it's Could- weird. so I I was getting metabolite tested so I actually moved into a sober house for six months um for like accountability mm-hmm. and I got drug tested almost weekly and like that I couldn't even do CBD because it would trigger THC so I'm like yeah. super iffy on all metabolite and blood tests. I heard yeah, that yeah, same. that I can fuck with your tests. I didn't know. Yeah, I heard about the Delta stuff uh, a few months ago. A few of my uh, friends had been doing it. Guys who would who didn't even smoke marijuana were using that stuff because it, it's at the gas station. Yeah, you know, it's, like, it's, just, just, it's just like you, you drive around here and there's a store in I, it's called CBD Kratom. And it's oh, just kratom. a chain kratom of, is dangerous. CBD Kratom, and there's a whole chain of it, and they like have big like painted things on their wall, like Delta Eight, get Delta Eight here, like <laughs> like advertising the hell. And Kratom, I never, I've never, I, I didn't really know no, what it yeah. was. Yeah, apparently it's like another drug that like snuck through the goalie, and it can legit. Fuck, I mean, it seems like you know more. Like it, it's it's dangerous. Right. It's an opiate. Yeah, you can get super addicted to it because people uh, that are getting off opiates usually go for it because it gives you like the same feelings. So, yeah, it's super dangerous. Super Will addictive. Will it also trigger a drug test? I actually don't know on that one. Mm, it looks disgusting. If you go yeah, in those it, stores, it looks see, like it's just a big heroin. pot of like brown powder. <laughs> doesn't it sound disgusting. Like I just want to have a good time. Maybe, <laughs> maybe have a good stream. Do you know who Dave <laughs> Joyce is, the congressman? Mm-mm. So kind of interesting to me. He's a Republican congressman from Ohio who put forward a marijuana legalization bill. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I, I generally think it's the Democrats who lead the way on marijuana legalization. But here's a Republican sort of leading the way. And uh, I read his bill and I read other people who like, I'm not very, I'm not Bill, I'm not a lawyer. And I read other people who like did their analysis on it. And apparently it's just pretty good like it legalizes pot and it's not like a scam or anything like that um i will say like the democrat legalization bill has good shit in it that are kind of poison pills to republicans 
Uh, they right. don't want to forgive all past felons, for example. Republicans don't. So right. this Republican bill doesn't do that. It doesn't expunge any records or any of that mm-hmm. cool shit. Um, this thing just makes pot legal, and it makes um, dispensaries able to use banks and like stuff like that. Right. But it doesn't It'll probably be a stepping stone bill. Like they probably won't do a big sweeping thing. But then who knows? Like once like the marijuana is legal, the push for all these actions might become so much lessened that it's like, all right, well, we we satiated most of the people's concerns out there. And so we really don't need to pursue this. Fight. That's it. Yeah. Like That's how is, I feel. Do you have one opportunity to do this all the way or can you do it step by step? I, I don't know the answer. No, I think it, I, I think it should be done step by step because the states that have done it all at once usually fuck up like i think like specifically like economic impacts positive economic impacts in taxes is what's going to shift republicans views on it because like a lot of money is going into school a lot of money going into like a lot of stuff yeah, look at Colorado. Roads. I think like multiple years in a row after Colorado legal, what was it, 2014 or so when they legalized it? Like Roughly. years after that, it was like, yeah, they're making more money from pot shit than they are from like the sin tax on booze. And so right. like Billions. they doubled all it's of like this. like three to billion. five billion a year or it's, something. And I agree with that, everything that is, you said. It is inflated because it was a tourist spot for it. But even so, even so. I, I feel like. Everyone points to Colorado, but Colorado is the best success story of all of them. You know, New Jersey made pot legal, and I don't think that they're getting quite the windfall that Colorado did. Yeah, you can't ski there. I don't don't see everyone like, dude, we need to go on a Jersey vacation so that we can smoke pot. Right. People aren't doing it. Yeah. Well, yeah, if I went, Woody, I would go to South Jersey, the good <laughs> Good call. Good call. <laughs> Very good. Oh, uh, talking about Jersey, also, maybe think of the Flyers, and then the Flyers maybe think of hot, but Kyle's leaving. So I'll talk about that in a bit. We'll go ahead. I think and that uh, Jersey also monopolized it. There's like three companies that can grow in Jersey, and that's it. So oh, they, okay. yeah, I'm yeah. But- there's, there's a lot of, st- I agree. Like Colorado is the model state to follow that. Well, also, they get some advantages. Others, they were the first state. They have in the tech world, first mover advantage is this huge thing. And a lot of times, maybe even better products come along, but first mover advantage is huge. And uh, Colorado has that. So you can't replicate it. No one else can have first mover advantage. Right. California is doing well. There's a a nice combination of Colorado where it's like geographically – it's easy to get to from most of the country. They have rafting, hiking, skiing. So there's like a huge number of reasons you'd already go to Colorado. And it's almost like the weed was like a like a bonus. A plus. It's, it's yeah. nice like the weed and the tourism go together. And that might just exist in my head. But yeah. I don't feel like New Jersey has a weed-based tourism industry. Or I was going to think of another example. but well, no, no, even, even Washington doesn't. Someone like okay. me who lives in Missouri, if I'm going to go on a trip, and it's going to be a weedcation. Am I going to go to New Jersey from St. Louis, or am I going to go to Colorado? Like I'm going to go yeah. to the place with the snow and the mountains and the and the Colorado other. Colorado has dispensaries in places you might otherwise enjoy a walk, right? Right. Whereas like New Jersey, I'm guessing has them in bad neighborhoods. You know, <laughs> or some you like don't want... little. Yeah, yeah. It's like all right, are we going to put the pot places next to the strip clubs and the gas stations where no one lives? I, right. I want to hear the guy. 
who's the guy that's still like weed is evil and it'll it's this it's the devil's lettuce like who is this guy who is this guy jeff so sessions. they exist they okay, exist jeff sessions can go fuck himself that guy it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot of the south unfortunately because they haven't had like the experience with it maybe i'm i'm biased but like my my grandparents live in southern missouri like true southerners they have a very thick accent like even they for years now, this is not recent. They've been like, yeah, I don't really give a shit about the marijuana thing. There's a lot of bigger problems like that. Like, right. and so I think maybe I'm overextending, you know, and, and my appearance around them and maybe my points of view bled off on them about like, cause I've always made it apparent, like it should be legal. Obviously it's not that bad. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I don't, who is the big force? Is it big pharma? Who is the pressure to keep it illegal? At this Probably point. because Big Pharma wants to, you know, take THC and make it a, a pill or a dosable. Yeah. They want to be able to make make it and you give it to you. And they might be afraid that it'll uh, lessen people's dependence on SSRIs. Yeah, which this, yeah, probably true. Is that a real thing? I, can Can you replace SSRIs with pot? I I wouldn't. SSRIs <laughs> have, you know, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. They're they're antidepressants. They. Can you like, name a few? We don't like, know. Uh, well, Butrin Zoloft. is one. Prozac is one. Zoloft is one. Uh, and we we don't know all the intricate ways that it, that those impact your brain. Like we don't know. They are, are we're absolute retards when it comes to the complexity of our our neurons and our brain. So like, and you see so much like these pills. People commit suicide more on them. And I'm not saying they're net bad. They work well for some people. But like something something natural could definitely provide a solution to some people. I'll say this about pot, yeah. like, like as far as like, like it always helped with um, like, like any feelings of depression, it always helped with getting a wonderful night's sleep. Like I never slept as well, I, I, I haven't slept as well since I stopped smoking weed. The sleep and is the best thing about pot. The sleep is, is incredible. Um, That's why I smoke at night. It, it, you, as far as like I the side about effect, the sleep, because you got yeah. me curious, it's illegal here, but like, yeah. do you take it at like, Four hours before sleep, right before, or right immediately before, before you take a yeah, hit 20. or whatever you're smoking or a vape, and then you sleep so much more soundly. It sounds it's like it's a dreamless. Right. I was hoping there was more sleep. fun involved. Like, like, oh, I mean, start four oh, hours before and just keep smoking till bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> bedtime will decide when bedtime comes when bedtime wants, but you're gonna be smoking all day. Like, like it, it, it makes it makes food taste better. It makes sex more pleasurable. It's, I told this to my mom, like, like right after I got out of jail. I was like, look, I love this stuff. I know you guys didn't know I smoked, but, um, but like, I just like this stuff a lot. It makes my food taste better. It makes sex better. It makes working out better. You told like, your parents like, it makes sex better? Yeah. What are, what are we, pretending like we don't all have sex? Like, like, <laughs> what, what world do I live in where I'm Wait afraid to talk about sex with my parents? I don't Not live me. in a universe where I'm afraid to talk about sex with my parents. I'm, I'm 35 years old. Like, like. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I just told him I was like, it makes everything better. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't smoke and like go operate heavy, heavy machinery, or I don't smoke and shoot guns, you know. But like, yeah. I like to smoke and watch fucking Trailer Park Boys. I like to smoke and eat a <laughs> good steak. I like to smoke and fuck my girlfriend. I like to smoke and uh, go and have a wonderful night's sleep. And uh, actually, and name a thing, and I like to smoke and do that. You, Kyle, honestly, likes to smoke I can't think of a thing I don't. I, I can't think of the thing that sm that smoking makes worse. <laughs> I noticed that either. moment of silence we all had. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with something. 
Taking your you SATs? Get, I mean, it, it would be, it would be oh, different for uh, If for I had you, to take Kyle, a test. Because, yeah. Kyle, you've always said, like, oh, those first years, I was high every single PKA. I wouldn't want to be high during this show because I wouldn't talk enough. Like, I, I feel <laughs> like I would I would shut down too much and I wouldn't. Oh, I talk. Yeah, like, like I get more talkative. I get more talkative and I like to tell stories and I like to like, uh, I don't know. I, I like it. I, I like how it's, I feel. It's pretty honest. rare. Most people definitely don't get more. Talkative. I don't have any of those side effects. People talk about I like the more munchies. talkative was normal. I guess not. I don't, I don't, it doesn't make me hungry. It doesn't make me, uh, no. uh, it makes me absolutely famished. Josh, I've, I've never been paranoid from weed ever. Like people never. talk about it all the time and I don't, I yeah, genuinely like, don't understand it. I, I've never gotten Josh, paranoid. Josh, do people get chatty either. on weed? Uh, some people like I, I based an entire channel about getting super high and get, being chatty. So okay. <laughs> I mean, you did, but you're a pro. Yeah. It's, there's like, it, it it's, a to, it's tolerance based for sure. Oh like, yeah. yeah. New, new oh, smokers are, are, are going to smoke and just be like, okay. That, <laughs> that, yeah. Yeah. Like, like maybe the first time I smoke weed or the first 10 times I, I when I like started like ramping up more and more, like probably wouldn't want to have a conversation. I just wanted to go play video games. I wanted to go right. on a Skyrim adventure and just immerse myself in the world of Skyrim with a bowl and next to Dude, when I, when I was in college, it was like 2010, 2011 is when Skyrim came out. I remember like just getting high as fuck. Like there were a couple, I remember like a couple like Friday nights. So I just, I just got stoned to shit and it just came out and like I had a buddy of mine like, Hey, you want to you come to this party? And I'm like, no. No, when did wanna, you graduate? Was it like 14, 2014 or something? I graduated 13. Yeah. I, I just remember being 13. I think I remember being at my girlfriend's house and just getting high as fuck and like being having a phone conversation with you where you were high as fuck. And we were talking, <laughs> I think at the time you were taking like physics or um, some sort of like space related shit in college. And I just <laughs> had watched like a, <laughs> I just had watched a, a documentary about like the sun or something. And we, we talked for like 45 minutes about the sun. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember that barely because I was stoned off my ass, but so were you and just stupid ass conversation. Like dude, and like, just like imagine how far away that is. Like it's, that's like so many miles. Like, how far is it? You're in you're in Georgia and I'm in Missouri. That's a long drive, but that's like a billion times. Like just just stupid. Yeah, I think it's like six million miles to the sun or something yeah. like that. That was fun. That was a fun conversation on the phone. Yeah, that's the shit I like to talk about when I'm high. I, and oh, and that's the other thing. To this day, like I don't enjoy the same media anymore. Like I can't watch the same movies, the same. Do I don't I don't watch documentaries anymore because they don't interest right. me at all. Now that 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 blows me away because whether I'm no matter what state of mind I'm in, I'm still interested in the same shows and media. So no, that changed you. for me entirely when I was sober. Like I, I I agree, I couldn't watch any documentaries. Like I was watching like comedy because it like fucking took my mind off being sober. <laughs> Like when I was sober for six months, I was like, I need something like I was vaping tobacco, smoking cigarettes, drinking caffeine. I was mm -hmm. just like, I need some kind of fucking relief, even if it's like once a week, like pot. <laughs> yeah, I see you're drinking a bang energy right now. Yeah, right? those At are 720. Those are, dude. I would be, I would be panic attack level if I had one of those <laughs> right now. I, I had a bang this morning because I still have some extra ones, and I, it took me 
three hours to drink the bang because I like I got too aggressive like with my first few sips and it was nice and cold and I started to get like, <laughs> like I hear like, my heart okay you gotta you gotta slow down bitch because <laughs> there's you know uh, nine no, I cups used of coffee to, or something crazy in there. I used to watch uh, the Trailer Park Boys a lot I I can't watch the Trailer Park Boys it's dumb to me now right it's not You're interesting like or too, funny to me. right like, I can't um I used to watch I used to like look so forward to like a new uh, PBS documentary or Discovery Channel documentary, National Geographic documentary about penguins, bears, fucking black holes, whatever, and just mm -hmm. wanted to get high and learn about black holes for three fucking hours <laughs> straight and then talk to my girlfriend while she's high about black holes and us like, <laughs> what do you think? It, do, what happens to time in there? They say it sucks in time. Like, how big yeah. is it? Everybody thinks it's this big. But you know what? It's really, like, infinitesimally small. The part that you're seeing that's that's empty, that they call a black hole, is just the part where light is being sucked in. That's just yeah. that's just where the light is being sucked. That's not the hole. The hole is this tiny little thing. Can you even imagine that? Everybody thinks that, but they're wrong. And just, it's like, just, those conversations are it, fun when you're the sober. Best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> conversations sober. <laughs> that's true. I mean, the... The I don't remember when Planet Earth One came out. Yeah, oh my but God. I remember smoking so much weed and watching Planet Earth and just being absolutely mesmerized by by the entire thing. Like, oh, what other fish in the deep do we not know about? Like, you know, what other what other things in the Mariana Trench could be uncovered? There are yeah, worlds we don't know about in the ocean. <laughs> when you were Josh, when you're trying to distract yourself, what were the comedy shows you were watching? Out of curiosity, uh, I I actually watched like a lot of um, fuck, what is that show called? Uh, the Inbetweeners. Oh, the British show. The That's British really, show. It's really yeah. funny. Yeah, and yeah. the Inbetweeners have a couple movies too. I don't remember. Yep. Um, one of the guys, one of the Inbetweeners, the guy with like the bowl cut. Yeah, the uh, blonde-haired kid. Yeah, I think he has like a Twitch channel. At one point, I think I like DM'd him to try and get him as a guest, <laughs> but I don't think he responded. But uh, yeah, the in-betweeners yeah. is really funny. I like that. I, I watched that many years ago after it was recommended by a uh, a viewer of my YouTube channel who is British. And, and then I think the other one was Peaky Blinders. That was another good one. That's a good well, that's one. That's not funny. Black holes it's... are way smaller than I thought. You guys got me in a little Google hole here, <laughs> dude. I... Wait, black I, holes are small? Well, we can't oh, even measure them. Infinitesimally right? small. So small. We I thought... Know. I So before I Googled it, I was like, I bet Kyle's right about some black holes. You know, there's some black holes that are many times bigger than the sun. and But, you know, and some black holes that are really small. No, 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 no. A big black hole is about the size of the nucleus of an atom. A tighter black hole can only be measured... It can only be properly described using quantum mechanics. Like smaller than a piece of an atom. Yes, but the, smaller than an electron. But smaller a black than a, hole, a neutron. Smaller than a proton. Like are they're, they're not sub, subatomic. They're not all equally powered. No, no. Some it it's dependent on how much mass that they contain, and yeah. we don't know what's on the other. We don't know what happens inside of the black hole. Like some people believe that it's 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 tearing a hole in space time and creating and all the stuff it's sucking in is being flooded into a parallel dimension and creating another dimension. They think that maybe our dimension is just uh, was created by a black hole in like a father dimension. And like like we are all of, all of everything that we know about 
was sucked from another dimension or, or another universe into this universe. Is there and, like math pointing to that or something? Like, the, the, or is this like just theoretical? Because I would imagine it's, it's, that it would just theoretical. like theoretical. I imagine it would be like a snowball where it'd be like anything it sucks in, it just gets slightly bigger because it's it's like accumulating mass. It's acquiring. The thing that they consider is the black hole itself has gravity, so it is pulling itself tighter and tighter. And like the the heavier it gets, the tighter it gets in some ways. Yeah, it's, it's an enormous amount of mass in an incredibly small. Uh, uh, yeah. No, but then the littlest volume, and 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 it's like like the part the way they're able to see them is because there's no they, they can't see the stars. There's there's this big yeah. area. Hey, there's no stars there. That's a black hole. And it's it's because it's sucking light in. Light can't escape it. So that's what they're actually seeing. These big things that they see are just the areas where light is being sucked away down into the thing. There's two Space ways to measure a black hole. Uh, one is the size that we just talked about, whether it's the size of a nucleus or uh, described by quantum mechanics. The other thing is solar masses. And I guess the solar mass is about the size of about the weight of a sun. And uh, some black holes are 10 to 100 solar masses. The bigger ones are 4.3 million solar masses, which is an incomprehensible amount. Yeah, Wait, I, I, four, I believe what three million of our suns in some our sun, I believe that like is used fist? Uh, yeah, or smaller I, I, than a fist. I, I believe the measurement is oh, much smaller than a fist. <laughs> Would you no, say no, no, smaller no. than a fist? Adam, like a trillion times well, too big. Well, first of all, you're correct. <laughs> yeah. But 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 second of all, we're, again, it's the size. It's smaller than the electron in an atom. This is like, I, I, I can't even, my mind, I, I can't compute that. I, I can't, I can't imagine that. Yeah. I, like I, something I, that dense. What would happen if I dropped it on my desk? Well, the world would end. The world would end very quickly. <laughs> I would die an in. eighth of a second before you guys. <laughs> What's and, going and, on? And then you get sucked. I believe that they have created small, even smaller black holes in laboratories. Oh, uh, we can't be futzing around with that. We're going <laughs> to destroy the planet. And the Done. interesting thing about that is there were, just like with the Manhattan Project, where there were some scientists theorizing, you're going to ignite the atmosphere of the planet. A fire wave is just going to sweep and circumnavigate the globe like a giant sphere all the way around. And all of the atmosphere is going to ignite if you if you set off a nuclear weapon. Like some of them believe that. And they were like, only one way to find out. So there are also scientists when they started creating these like micro black holes, I think they're called or something like that in the laboratory. They were like, what if it just falls through the Earth's crust and starts consuming everything and consumes our planet? And they're like, no, no, no. They only last for like an infinitesimally small amount of time. They're just like a little flash in the pan, just a little poof. And they're, you and they're didn't gone. You think, you hope, you like. And they were right. They were, but like they, they could have been what? wrong. If they were wrong, the solar system all collapses into this black hole, and we make a new. Well, one. we don't care about Mars after we're gone, do we? <laughs> no, not. I mean, you know what? We shouldn't be able to have these these scientific geniuses unilaterally making these decisions <laughs> on the whole world's behalf. Some right, kooky guy in Germany is like, yeah, it, it will probably work. It will be cool. It's like <laughs> Hans, back the fuck up, you Nazi! <laughs> <laughs> don't do this. But that stuff's just so much more interesting to me when I'm fucking stoned. I could watch like documentary. Right, documentary. you can talk like, about like, that. Like what? I don't remember what channel we would watch. Oh, I remember the the greatest thing ever. High was um that How thing that uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson did. Um, Cosmos, made. Cosmos two. You know the the because um um you know he he remade really? Cosmos with the I funding. I didn't like that one. I there was it. way it was there was way good. too much. There was way too much. Uh, 
exposition from Neil deGrasse Tyson, not I nearly enough sciencey stuff. I, I didn't like it. Oh, it there's was all this introduce... bullshit. What was it like a cartoon about science or something? I love the animation with his bullshit space thing, and everything he says has this tone of like. All right, I'm saying this, but I'm really just hoping you notice how smart I am and how smart <laughs> I think I am. And I'm here to dumb this down for you morons as I yes, explain it. Yes, he is. Dude, that it, guy's a fucking dick. I guarantee he's not the guy discovering things. He's the he's the PR arm of NASA. He's there's <laughs> there's there's some guy who was cloned from a Nazi in the back doing the science. <laughs> His credentials are pretty impressive. I think he's like um the head of something in New York, some planetarium thing. But but in any yeah, case, they never like, give that to PR people to bolster, you know, residents. he was that before this. Um, but the thing the thing about Cosmos is it's not meant to be like a fucking astrophysics lecture. It's meant to introduce high concepts to the masses, which which is what Carl Sagan was also trying to do. This, it's like deep, boring shit unless you break it down a little and make it add a little flash to it. And I love the animation, and that's because I was high. You got, you need to get high for this shit. If they put fucking weed in the school system, we'd have a lot more astrophysicists and engineers. I guarantee it. They'd want to. They'd be sitting there like, you mean we could build that? That like, is true. I've never watched what, that high. Actually. His four, resume is four, pretty good. Four more years here. <laughs> well, you keep the weed coming, and I'll start. I'll keep showing up. <laughs> he got his undergrad at Harvard. His master's at. University of Texas and his PhD at Columbia. It's propaganda. It's pretty good shit. Uh, yeah. also, don't, also, don't undercut have you ever seen the pictures of him ripped <laughs> as fuck? Have you yeah, seen the man's physique yeah. when he was younger? You know that's, that's right. He only got into that school as an athlete. Let's, let's I, find some I, way I, to delegitimize yeah. him. My, my favorite thing about <laughs> him. He's a champion him, power lifter in Texas. Uh, I, 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 like wrestler, that right? I, I like that he was jacked at one point. That makes me like him. Mm. Dance too. I don't care if he can dance. He can like really hey, dancing's dance. very important. Hey, hey, back up, back up, slow your roll there, Taylor. This is like Woody champion dancers are, are highly champion. valued members of society. But but yeah, something like that doesn't solve. Dancing. Who did you defeat in all of that? I defeated Sea Danners. I defeated Tayzande, maybe. Tayzande. Uh, who is you, um, you beat the chocolate rain guy? I, I did. Beat, I didn't did. do chocolate rain like that. <laughs> I uh, I defeated who's the girl that loved Woody Obama? Woody outdanced a black man. I, wow. Two black men. Uh, <laughs> who is the other one? Kingsley. Uh, I don't even know who that is. He was pretty big. He's a big YouTuber. I think he might have been bigger than me. Um, and oh, the Maybe. Obama's girlfriend, the one who made the song about being a Obama girl. Okay, yeah, I beat her. But uh, she wasn't the toughest one. The toughest one was the one that cloned herself. She cloned herself. Yeah, and and there were a lot of like rules that helped her. So most people, they're like, oh, you got to get your routine fucking tight. You have 15 minutes to do it three times, and that's it. If it takes you more than that, then you're just mm -hmm. you're not gonna look good, you know. And my impression was they take like your best pieces from that, but they didn't do that for me. They didn't like make me look good. Um, yep. She, on the other hand, did this thing where she danced with herself and there were all these like copies of her doing different things. So like we all had like 15 minutes to do our routine three times. She had like eight hours to put together this production. That is bullshit. Yeah, well, yeah. like that was like her channel's gimmick. She also didn't have a million subscribers, so fuck you, try hard. <laughs> that is, uh, that, 
that's how I won. I was not the best dancer, but it was like, all right, you say that about the yourself. voting begins. Yeah, Every day Biden we upload a video reminding people to do it. But here we are. Now we're live streaming. And during the live streams, like between every game, I'm reminding people to vote for me in this competition and stuff. And, uh, well, I paid off my house. I remember making my own videos at the time the, and being like, all right, you know, that's the end of the video. Oh, also vote for Woody in the oh, dance. Oh, thank slip. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because fuck everybody else. He's the only one I know. So. Yeah, <laughs> people were something. like, you should vote I, for her, the one with the clones, because she has uh, a, a kid. She had a little baby. And it's like, I've got two kids. What are they just not young enough anymore? <laughs> right. Oh, she's got a kid. Oh, my God. I was, uh, I was in Texas, and my laptop broke. And I was like, I got to make this promo video for Woody. He's trying to win the dance-off. So we went to Best Buy and bought a laptop so I could render a video. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> That's a bro. Like, my friend Woody's gamer tag. He's number one dancer in all of USA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, you know what? We, what we can confirm is that Kyle and I equally contributed to the win. Yes, it was a team effort, Taylor right. and I. Thank it you. was a team effort. Me with my my twenty thousand subs, and you with three point five million. Something <laughs> like that. Yeah. <laughs> How many subs do you have now, Kyle? Do you know? Is it seven million? Know. Right up on. I went. I said six million, and then I was going to your channel because uh, I was. I, I mentioned this on the stream. I'm like, you know what? I'm thinking about doing a stream where I watch every single FPS Russia video in a row, oldest to newest. Right. And then, like, I I went. I had somebody look at the playlist, and it was like that's seven hours of content. And I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll maybe a weekend. Don't <laughs> do that. But um, I think that would be fun. To watch all the old FPS, because I still go back and I watch your old videos. It's, it, it is mind blowing that you haven't uploaded in five years, and if you were to jump back in today, you would still have like the biggest gun channel on YouTube. Maybe, maybe Hickok is bigger now. I don't know. Holy fuck! No, no, no. Who's the other guy? Is it a? Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness! I, I'm I'm drawing a blank. Who's the huge demo range? Demolition range. Yeah. So yeah. he's bigger, but like. You would jump back in and be able to hit the ground running with seven million subscribers. Listen, it's just outrageous. You guys know the six degrees of Kevin Bacon? Like you've, mm -hmm. you I've know never this seen game? that. No, you've never heard of it. Okay, so basically, it's um, is it a movie? No, no, it, it's a game you play, and you talk about like who was in this production with that person, and apparently, everyone in Hollywood is no more than six degrees from Kevin Bacon. So, <laughs> uh, it's like so and so was in Flashdance. Along with this guy who was who 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 was married to Robert Downey Jr. and they were in this and that and he worked with Kevin Kevin. So uh, name an actor. Kevin name Bacon, an, name yeah. any actor right now. Um, ben Affleck. Um, One that I can spell. Who's the guy who plays? Who's guy who plays Tyrion Lannister? Gene Hackman. Okay, so there's a website that helps me with this. Kevin Bacon was in Mystic River with Eli Wallach, who was in The Domino Principle with Gene Hackman. Okay, you, you can do this. Now, the like thing is, because of this show, Kyle was in something with, uh, he was in a commercial with Robert Downey Jr. So, we are not far from Kevin Bacon, I'm sure. Like, it, it, I'll just do um, uh, Kevin Bacon to, is his name Robert Downey Jr.? Kyle gave me a yes. look yeah. like I have it wrong. And you were in the commercial with him, right? Call of Duty commercial. I was. Okay. This is great. They say they have a big oh, yeah. word in that So, look, listen. <laughs> Taylor was in a podcast with Kyle. Kyle was in a, a commercial with Robert Downey Jr. who was in a thing with Hope Davis to Kevin Bacon. You are now a participant in Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. I'm six degrees from Kevin Bacon? You're you four. are not, you are four degrees from Kevin Bacon. I'm only three. 
<laughs> Robert wow, Downey what? Jr. has a bacon number of two. So because Kyle is a three from bacon and we are now a four. Bacon numbers. Yeah. This That's is... fucking awesome. Try Guy Ritchie. You want me to find a white Guy Ritchie? Guy Ritchie. Uh... Guy Fieri. Ooh, I wait. Hold on, this might be. How do you spell this? R I C H E. R I T C H I E. Oh my God, Guy Ritchie has a Kevin Bacon number of infinity. (laughs) Because Guy Ritchie directed the commercial. Guy Ritchie cannot be linked to Kevin Bacon using only feature films. Do you mean a different Guy Ritchie? No. Oh, I don't. I I don't obey the only feature films rule. That would ruin our bacon numbers. Destroy <laughs> <laughs> our bacon numbers. Man, man I'm feeling uh, pretty high on myself. Four degrees from Kevin Bacon. You are. You are four degrees from Kevin Bacon. Wow. Thanks, Kyle, for getting me closer. They, I'm, that's the only reason I'm on the map, as far as I know. I don't, unless CNanners has a bacon number or something. Oh, okay. Kyle, so right now, the Colorado Avalanche are playing the Los Angeles Kings. And Colorado's already clinched a spot in the playoffs. But if Colorado wins, this, there's two minutes and 10 seconds remaining in the second period. The abs are up four to one. If they win this game, they seize first place in the division and they will play St. Louis in a seven game series in the first round. And so oh. we need if that happens, it looks like four to one. I imagine it, the, the abs are going to win this against the Kings because the Kings are missing the playoffs. They kind of suck. So we got to do the five dollar bet thing again for the first round. And I would love Maybe on the Discord, maybe maybe that'll be a fun thing. Join the $50 patron Discord, and I think at least a couple of these games. Would you be down, Kyle, to do a group watch and watch the Avs versus the Blues? I mean, I really don't want to. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's more of like we'd be joking around and things. That'd be, that'd be fun. You would like it. Kyle's overjoyed at this idea. He loves it. He's 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 at a loss of words. He loves it so much, man. I mean, um, like 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 it would depend on the day. It's a seven game series. I'm more just fucking around, but it would be fun to watch it. In yeah, the Discord. yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch I've watched hockey. I've I've gone in the Discord and watched hockey with people before. It's fun. It's a good time. Yeah, but but I'm they like hockey. They do like hockey. I just yeah, that, that's great. The Abs versus the Blues. I, I really think the Blues have a chance. I really do. You know, the Abs are the better team, objectively, but the Blues would have gotten steamrolled by the Vegas Golden Knights, and I think they have a much better chance against the Abs. So we'll see. Nobody cares about this. We can move on. But, um, yeah, I'm I'm very excited. Blues Carolina just beat Hurricanes, the Wild. one of the best teams in the NHL. You know what? If the Blues get knocked out and the Abs get knocked out, well, I guess, yeah, Carolina will be my East Conference team this year. I want to see them do well. I want to see them drive hard into the playoffs like they always tend to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I don't want to see is an uncharacteristic early exit from them. They're getting obviously. threatened by the Panthers for the conference title. The Panthers are so fucking good this year. They have I mean, a six-game win streak, and the Hurricanes have a three-game losing streak. They're still ahead, but... Shit. That's got to be the best team to play for in the entire NHL. The Panthers. You live in Miami, mm. and... No one in the media gives a fuck. You you could you could go out there not wearing gloves and it wouldn't even be a story. No one would care. <laughs> Whereas like like Toronto, mm-hmm. they're right. like, did you did you see that Mitch Marner had a hot dog four hours before the game? What are we supposed to think about his commitment to the playoffs if he's eating? Like that's what you get in Toronto. Meanwhile, living in Miami, 
you could just walk around and be like, hey, my name is Vincent Trocek. I play for the Florida Panthers. And they're like, we have a hockey team? Really? <laughs> like, what? you know. Carolina's that way, too. I, yeah, that would be good, too. Do you want to be famous? I, I, I think famous sucks. I don't think it's yeah. any good. Um, yeah. But I can see how people would like I can see a young person might like it, especially. You know, if, if fame gets you laid, if you go to a club and everyone knows who yeah. you are and like, yeah. I think it's hurricanes like, it's are like, in Raleigh, right? Yes. Okay, I thought so. It's like being Sorry, a faceless YouTuber. Like, you know, those like faceless, like commentary mm-hmm. channels that have like 3 million subs. It's like, they're doing well financially, but no one knows who they are. That would be fucking awesome. <laughs> I wonder, I think a couple of big channels have the same guys behind it. I've thought the same thing. Which channels are you thinking about? I don't know which ones. It's a secret. But um, I guess Mr. Beast like participates in uh, this. Like, I don't even know what they'd be like. Discord groups with just elite YouTubers, and uh, they know who's who and who's behind different channels. And and he said that some of these channels have uh, the same owners. And I was like, I did ones, see like um, he's like, no, that's that's on the look down. There, there's that huge account called Corpse Husband who like reads horror stories and things. Yeah, Corpse. that guy is 100% guaranteed another YouTuber using a voice modulator. 100%. Okay. Think so? I don't. I don't know. Absolutely. He makes you know, music too. You know, well, I didn't like, know. Okay, the, I spent, five, what, spent four minutes on his channel and made a decision. That, that, <laughs> the, the, the lore around Corpse is that he has GERD really bad. And it's damaged his esophagus to the point that that's how he talks. What is this word? GERD? G-U-R-D? G-E-R-D. It's, yeah, uh, it's some gastrointestinal, gastrointestinal reflux yeah. disease or something. Um, well, no, no, e is the second one. I wouldn't. Intestinal starts with an I. But he also it's like gastroesophageal. His entire audience is like the the Twitch audience. That's like. 13 year old fangirls that are like, ooh, this guy has a fucking unique voice. <laughs> Yes, oh. it's because I vomit into my throat a lot. Right, I, I puke. I, I have bulimia. I've been vomiting. For <laughs> but like, he makes me about a ghost. His songs are called like "Cat Girls Are Ruining My Life." <laughs> <laughs> so definitely some other YouTuber masquerading as a different guy. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely confirmed. The <laughs> thing I'm seeing a lot of is like, have you seen these channels that are doing like rise and fall videos? Of, like of I saw, like, I uh, saw one on uh, like wings and things. Yeah. I said, Wait, there, well, there's that, and then there's like uh, Internet AJ, who makes like rise and fall of this channel. Like, uh, what's 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 the guy that uh, used to hang out with Keemstar? Only use me. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. So there's like one called like rise and fall of only use me blade. I wonder if he's and, done like, any. Oh, I'm sorry, carry on. I was just gonna say it, it, he he does like every YouTuber. <laughs> That's what does he do? Any falls of people who maybe aren't ready to admit they've fallen yet? This is this this Not is really. the least flattering thumbnail I've ever seen. On <laughs> oh yeah, the only use me blade. Internet AJ, his account, the rise and fall of only use me blade from Call of Duty to Rock Bottom. He he picked a picture where he looks like a corpse with like missing teeth and uh, hi guys. Oh, and the horrifying downfall of Only Leaves Me Blade mini documentary from Sunny V2. Yeah, lots of Blade stuff. Like Boogie, Keemstar, David. He's done like everyone. He did the fall. Wings. The rise well, of Keemstar. I, I thought Keemstar was kind of not falling yet. 
I think Keemstar's channel is huge, isn't it? The Rise yeah. and Fall of Ninjas, his most recent one? Is Ninja Fallen? Mm, I hope yeah. I can fall as low as have, he is have, now. <laughs> I think... Yeah, wait, the fall of Keem... All his, videos just get over a, like, all his videos get over a million views. What are they talking about? Ninja's falling, like, uh, like healthily, a lot of people think. Like, he doesn't look oh, really? good. Oh, my God, this blade thumbnail. I just found it. <laughs> yeah, just you know, they even put but, like a negative filter to make the the missing teeth pop. <laughs> like this is the full genre. Like there's 25 channels doing this right now, and it's like one of the new styles of. It's almost like documentary, like mini doc. Yeah, well, I mean, are they? I mean, if they already went to the rise and fall of Keemstar, they must be running out of people with like oh, very 100%. clear rise and fall declines. And so now <laughs> yes. they're like, and even though his views are higher than ever, he's he's gay. I have, <laughs> a, I have a theory about this. I think they're choosing falls of relevant people because that's better clickbait. Like oh, yeah. The I'm rise and fall that's... of PewDiePie, and people are going to be like, "Oh, fall of PewDiePie." Tell me more. Whereas that's if they do the rise and fall of like uh... some irrelevant guy who's like now addicted to meth, like yeah, <laughs> like well, um, um, I'm just amazed they the have a the good face, one for shoe nights. Guy. Sabe, what was his name? Tabe. 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 Yeah. Yeah. If they like Tabe isn't the clickbait that he was ten years ago, so it's not going to get this guy the views he wants. That's or like shoe nights, like. Shoe Nice would be a great one because th that man has a crazy fucking life. Yeah, <laughs> like, that, guy, that guy called our podcast a lesbian book club, and honestly, <laughs> it's, fucking it, hilarious. It, it's honest. It, <laughs> it is such a funny line. I wish <laughs> I wish I had thought of it because, like, I remember he said that, and I had to be like, "What a bastard!" But I was like, "God damn it, that's so funny." Yeah, <laughs> I, as soon as I heard that, I was like, "Ah, oh, sick bird." Sick <laughs> Somebody like, get me that phone number. The, the guy that drinks paint just owned me. Is he dead yet? Uh, no, he's, still, he's still uploading. Is he? Really? Is he? Yeah. Dude, he did a he, lot. He, he, he was uploading to Live Leak, I think, but then Live Leak took itself down. So I don't know where he uploads now. He uploaded ten hours ago with 158k subs on YouTube. Yeah, but he's only got a thousand views on it. it says how to yeah. lose 25 pounds in 20 days. Cut your arm off. Is is he gonna he, lose 25 pounds in 20 days? Like no, eating a raw pounds. ribeye steak, one pound. Only 16. <laughs> only 16k views. Oh. Has he shaved his head and filled that it really in with a sharpie? Eating raw steak with a sharpie marker wig. He just drew himself like a black person's <laughs> haircut with sharpie. In the, and then is eating. Apparently he thought five months ago that he didn't quite perfect the raw steak eating. So he did it again a week ago. <laughs> With the ribeye is the worst one to eat raw. Like if you got a fillet, like I could eat a fillet raw, <laughs> right? But he got a fatty think about cut, of steak, cut of steak. Every bite would just be like chew, straight chew, up chew. chewing leather. Dude, this guy's a fucking loser. Man. No shit. Well, he's not on a lesbian book club. No, no. He wishes he had a lesbian book club podcast now. Nobody wants to watch you eat your own cum anymore, do they? Ah, it seems like your shit ran out 10 years ago and you're still holding on. You don't want to get a job anywhere? You don't want to don't try anything? How much money can you make from a one-minute video? Not enough. Not, not enough. enough. Enough to buy a poor quality ribeye. Okay. There is zero chance his channel is monetized. It's possible. Everything's 18 plus. Everything's 18 plus. I guarantee it.
Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. Is 18 plus me not monetized? 18 plus fucks you so hard because you don't get monetized and you don't show up in any feed. Sidebars, sub feed. You'll really show up in your sub feed, but no, no homepage, no explore. As soon as you, it, 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 as soon as you get 18 plus, you're fucked. I'm guessing Wait, is this it, has uh, happened is to you. Twitch? Is, that a, is that on Twitch too? Because I've always had no. my channel set to no. 18 plus. Twitch actually is smart enough to have an 18 plus revenue stream. Mm. Like, I hope so. Like oh, maybe that's why. And all that's that funny that you, that you say like the Bud Light Seltzer thing because <laughs> like I'll get comments in my chat and they're like, I am so tired of these fucking Bud Light Seltzer ads. <laughs> it's like apparently Bud Light Seltzer. Tons is of really them. Tons of them. Yeah, they push on landmarks. I watch a lot of landmark videos and. Uh, uh, I, I wasn't subscribed to it uh, on my like TV, which is where I watch it. So I, I put it in the other day, so I could stop seeing those fucking Bud Light Seltzer ads. Right, it's constant. Yeah, it's yeah, constant. It's and like, if you're a Twitch partner, you're not supposed to get served any ads. I get ads oh, on seventy percent of the streams I click on, where it's just partners always. aren't. Always. Wait, wait. Yeah, you're, as a partner, you're never supposed to get ads. Really. Ever. Yeah, you're never oh, supposed I to have ads served to you as a partner, and I get nothing but ads constantly. Yeah, every every stream I click on. I feel like if I'm sub to a guy, I avoid ads though. Well, yeah, if you're subbed, you don't get ads. That's true. Yeah, yeah. that's that's why I sub to most of the channels I'm sub to. I don't, I don't know. How yeah, like so, I I had a video that was yeah, not 18 plus like a month ago, and that's at 120k views. I have one that got 18 plus uh, three weeks ago. It's at 6k views. So yeah, like, so it basically shuts you down, not suggested. Yeah, because if it, if it's suggested, people watch it. But if it's not, it's only my core base sub audience that searches for it in their feed. How did losing the channel for two years impact your your retention? Was it like you came back and it was like everybody had, had you know forgotten, uh, moved I on? I lost twenty k subs, and no, I lost more than that. I lost thirty k subs uh, just from the deletion. And then for three months, every time I posted, I would lose another 500 subs. So this is the first month in, since I got my channel back that I'm positive subs. I'm like plus 2K this month. Good. I'm glad to hear that, man. I'm glad it's going well. But like it's, it's been a fucking uphill climb. <laughs> That's such bullshit that you got removed in the first place. But like, I, so I upload to my second channel more almost because it's fully, fully monetized. Stuff go on. to, uh, go on YouTube and type in, type in naked yoga. Okay. Go on YouTube right. and type in naked yoga. And this is all allowed. This is 100% <laughs> fine. I'm telling this is one all million. Right. You, can wow. see, you, can see, you can see full on pussy and this is thumbnail. Okay. This, is, this is fine. You say no, no words, and you're shut down. But this is this, this is, fine. is actually porn. It's literally pornography under the guise oh, of he's waxing dude, her pussy. Dude, <laughs> this is literally pornography aimed at 13 year olds that are too afraid to go on real porn sites. I'm watching. I'm watching. This one's called uh, Educational Brazilian Wax Triangle Up Top. Okay. Ah, oh, this one has naked guys. No one wants this. Oh, this woman is sitting closet. with the bottom of her feet together and her legs apart. You can see inside a little bit. Nude, <laughs> nude yoga. If they're gonna Ooh, allow that, would hurt. Me, they should ban men. Right. I don't like this. This, this is some sexism. I'm okay with. Look at this guy's horrible Hank Hill ass. 
<laughs> on radical beauty inside a naked yoga class, bearing is caring. Oh, from she New really York got Magazine. the triangle up top. Naked. Oh, it's time for the butthole. Dude, you type in the word, just the word naked, and you get porn. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Kyle, I just came across the educational oh, okay. Brazilian wax. Yeah. I... <laughs> This is dude. Skip to six minutes and twenty five seconds. Last this six twenty five. This is lewd. Six twenty five. Let's see. Six twenty five. <laughs> hey, dude, they're doing a breast exam on Channel Seven. Right. <laughs> hey, we're, yeah, we're doing a breast exam on Office Space. Is it Office Space? Yeah. <laughs> the girls at the same time. <laughs> you, you just fucking. <laughs> Roasted us as bad as you guys did. <laughs> we, are, we are so guilty of that right now. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're doing a breast exam on Channel 7. He's sitting there with fucking Rachel from Friends. And he's like, God damn it. It's awesome. Uh, this guy's got his dick out. What are you doing? I saw that one. I, I... There's a sex education <laughs> vulva exam. Dude, like. <laughs> I just feel like when they do the yoga and you're getting this like gynecological viewpoint, it's not by accident. You know, you know they, they're let's, not unaware uh, of what. Okay, you were saying. Yeah, I was saying let's put naked yoga in the title of this video and we'll <laughs> steal some of these because apparently you can say naked yoga no problems. Oh, <laughs> in a million videos. I say Dude. the word. I put the word weed in my title, and it gets fucking removed. Nope, what you need to do is take your pussy out and spread yeah, right. it and, and show how you would uh, wax your asshole. So if I naked, smoke entirely this naked. This is the hottest chick yet. Naked yoga school. Simple naked yoga practice. The comments are mostly in Spanish. How, how is this slipping by the, the goalie? I don't understand this. I thought that nudity was, was this I, I don't I don't speak Spanish, but I know what this guy is trying to say. Como, YouTube? No censura? Esto? Bingo de TikTok, smiley face. Ah, he's horny. Did, did you guys already look at sex, edu sex education, female anatomy, vagina, yeah. vulva oh, examination? Yeah. I watched a woman no like, yeah. I watched a woman like pouting her pussy over. It's called the differences between. I, I, these are new words for me, so forgive me. Between Valsalva maneuver versus and hypopressive on vaginal wall. This is just a woman like. <laughs> what the video you suggested? I looked it up, and twelve seconds in, it's just fucking pussy. <laughs> oh, it's, right dude, there. go fifty-three seconds in. Oh, it's gonna fifty. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, yeah. This oh, is YouTube. You got a minute. So explicit. <laughs> so she's laying on her back with her knees in the air, pulling her. I can, pussy apart. I can, I can see her heart beating. <laughs> 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 it's just a straight shot through the canal. I can see, I can see her digesting food the whole time. This is, this is wild. There's a and baby this, in there. I see it. And you know what? The, the the comment from this channel on their own video is only for educational purpose. <laughs> yeah, yeah you don't determine what I do. It certainly isn't pornography masquerading as as education. Certainly not. That would be despicable. And you type in the word <laughs> sex, and the first thing you get is MSNBC. <laughs> Sex education. Yes, <laughs> it's about Matt Gates, dude. Matt Gates is in trouble. I, I don't know if other people are interested in this story. I but... put, like nude pussy. Will I say anything? <laughs> Let's see. Do we want to stay on this. Hey. Yes. Yeah. 
Oh Wait, yeah, you, 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 just, you just send you right down the yoga pipeline. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. About oh, that. Oh God, <laughs> you can just look up. Wait, let me. I like if you search for naked pussy, this woman I guess gets molded again. They're making I, sex toys I off just, of her. Uh, getting molded Ooh. again. Timestamp that one. Shower. The very very bottom one. thing. This guy's living his best life. Bro, put, okay. Put, uh, oh, I saw that one. I didn't like it. There's a lot of dick in that one. There's a lot of dick. Getting molded. I was like, okay, this isn't like this. She's clothed. And then eight minutes in. <laughs> here's, here's a, I just put in a, I put in bareback pussy fuck just to see what would come up on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> and, and there's a video that came up that's called how to sex a woman with a wide vagina. How to fuck a wide VJ. Is this a thing? Do some women have wide vaginas? <laughs> yeah. And she's like, this is this is outrageous. The first video when you search bareback pussy fuck is from Cosmopolitan saying shower sex positions attempted by real people. Let me see if there's actually <laughs> oh, they're wearing pretty, the I don't, I've never looked for porn on YouTube before, but I <laughs> Porn pussy fuck is what I typed in. And I, I learned this because someone in my Twitch chat was like, you think hot tub girls on Twitch? Look up naked yoga on YouTube. And I didn't. I was like, oh my God. Dude, <laughs> there's a video with 10 million views called For Pussy Eaters, the racetrack sex position. I don't think I know the racetrack sex position. For Pussy Eaters, racetrack sex. Let's see. How is this, this is not just reverse cowgirl? What are they? What are they doing? Sex is a work. Sex is a workout. Yeah, if you're fat. <laughs> yeah, sex is a disappointing amount of. Oh, calorie. body exploration vagina. Subscribe now. Discover the vulva. Cowgirl. It, 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 that's a speculum. That's a normal cowgirl. Oh All wait, right. wait, hold on, hold on. This is. I, I just found another educational visio, video. This one's called "What a Pussy I Can't Resist: Pussy Eating and Pounding Till Cream Pie from Behind" by Mr. Pussy Licking. So it's good they've oh, got it. Oh, noted YouTuber, Mr. Pussy Licking. Mr. Pussy Licking, you know. That, see, Mr. Beast does own several channels. That is <laughs> Hi, guys. If you can lick this pussy to coming, I'm going to give you $10 million. <laughs> we went into a random town and bought all the restaurants and all the houses, and now we're keeping the residents as slaves. <laughs> that's a good ass Mr. Beast video. We've taken an entire small Arkansas town and turned them into indentured servants. We purchased their debt from the bank. <laughs> we purchased we purchased the entire debt of a small town from a bank. I'm now a dictator. <laughs> Martial law has been established. Martial law has been Chandler, do something funny. You know, <laughs> Be silly. Beast law. Yeah, be, it's beast law. He makes he makes Boogie the chief of police. No more warning shots. That's our logo. It's a whole town of YouTubers, and it's like it's a, a lot of fucking weird people here. <laughs> a lot of people messaging minors on Discord. <laughs> oh. Man, it turns out there's a lot of YouTubers messaging minors on Discord. And now they're the sheriff of Beast Town. That would be a hilarious video. I want to see the eventual culmination of Mr. Beast is he's a dictator somewhere, or he is he's been a, a fool us evil mastermind the whole he time. He actually owns a country. 
Yeah, he's a full country. We bought Bulgaria. (laughs) (laughs) This week, I bought Romania, and I shoot all the gypsies out. (laughs) Uh, Oh, Matt Gates. I was starting to talk about. Oh, Gates. Yeah, dude. So his, um, I'll call him his co-conspirator, his buddy, who was like paying the underage whores or whatever. People got mad when I called uh, women who take money for sex whores. Okay. <laughs> um, sex worker? <laughs> yeah, I guess. But uh, I, th- I think they were saying it because those underage girls aren't the ones getting the money. It's their pimps who are taking advantage of them and forcing them into that position. So like the, the, the underage girl her, herself isn't the one getting the money. It's some guy. And that makes them not whores? I don't know. I'm very confused. Definitely not. It's a woman trapped into being sexually exploited. That is, like, they oh, contact, not in the crazy. Matt Gates situation. I thought she was an underage girl that was coerced into into having to do these but things. But there's no pimp involved or anything. They, they picked her up, like, at college directly. That's I think she on... put herself on websites. And, and like, I, I'm pretty sure there's no pimps involved. But, I'm not, uh, a, you're much closer to it. So you're yeah, yeah. Closer. Anyway, what, what's new is that his... Uh, part, I'll say a uh, partner in crime has pled guilty to this thing or he's going to plead guilty and his statement got out saying that like yes we absolutely gave money to these girls and there was one who was 17 and they had I, I, I'm almost sympathetic to Matt Gates because they had no idea she was 17 she looked like a college age kid uh, if you're in college you're probably 18 all her friends were college age kids. She said she was a college age kid. So she lied about her age. All her friends were in college. She said she was in college and they, I guess paid her expenses and took her out and fucked her. And she fucked the other girls and it was quite the party. Mm-hmm. And then later they find out she was 17 and it's like, and that, that's not the age in Florida. It's 18 in Florida. Right. Uh, I think when you pay them, it's extra bad if they're under 18. I'm actually I would not imagine positive so. about that. Yeah. 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 Uh, and and you, like, you're kind of right. If it's a girlfriend situation, it might have just been straight up legal. Yeah. But um, it doesn't... What does it mean for him? Like, what, what's the what's coming down the pike? I feel like these... these it almost these never turns into poli- anything, these right? politicians, they, they, it's a huge, oh, my God, and then nothing happens. They, they just, just do whatever they want all the time. Right. I wonder if it even hurt. So he's in a safe Republican district. Is he even going to get primaried? Like Matt Gates is loved in many Republican circles. He's very popular. You know, he's a uh, very pro Trump. If you like Trump, you like Matt Gates. Right? Those two are hand in hand. And a uh-huh. lot of people like Trump. So I don't even know if he's in danger of not getting reelected. Even though he literally had sex with underage girls. The, the media will it. drop it at some point. Like all the offensive yeah. shit where they like hold him to the fire. It's like, oh my goodness, uh, you know, fucking Governor Cuomo. He was hiding deaths. Oh, he's getting accused of it. That's gone. That's gone. I haven't seen that in a while. Nothing's going to come of it. Uh, the blackface Virginia governor. Oh my God, the biggest to do. Oh, gone. Nobody mm-hmm. cares. Like they, they make a big to do. They get their clicks. They get their ratings. And then... It's almost like, like you can a, only like get canceled if you agree to it. You have to submit to the canceling. If you just say, actually, no, then they're like, oh, well, okay. Dick Masterson's advice, never apologize because the people that are trying to get to you to apologize aren't doing it because they're earnest. They're doing it because they're trying to get you to admit fault. And once you've admitted fault, then they can go hog wild. That's the way this right. works. 
It sounds rightish. Yeah, they, they they tried to cancel Trump a thousand times, and he was just always like, like fuck you. In the fuck end, you too. Yeah. Here's another thing to talk about. Well, I mean, they did, they did cancel Trump in the end. They banned okay. him from all social media, and while well, he was the sitting president, no less, they they got rid of him from everything. It's just yeah. really, really that what that elucidates is how much big tech is like. They're so unbelievably powerful, and it's just Once a bunch of lost the election. They stopped treating him like the president. Well, I mean, they they literally they don't let him communicate to anyone now. Like no no one will uh, platform him. Facebook, I think so, right? No, no, Facebook. um, They kicked the can down the road a little bit, but like they banned him, and then they like reviewed it, and they decided to review it again six months from now. I think I have that right. Is Parler still a thing? I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, there's no way for any like, and you see a lot of these people like we have to go to alt tech, and it's like, are you retarded? You think that these alt tech platforms have any chance of unseating Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Google? Like, you're you're delusional. The government and those companies are incestuous. Like, they're right. not gonna uh, they're not gonna be like, oh, there's a new free speech platform, and we're gonna get behind that. Like, no, like the the the, the board is set. The pieces are there. That's what I don't we're know working. That with. The government is tied into which platforms become popular. I think it's incredibly difficult to unseat them. It happens every once in a blue moon. MySpace was beat by Facebook, and eBay seems to be beaten yeah, by but Facebook. That, that, was, too. that was before the politicization of uh, the politicization. Is that the word of it? Like uh, it, like when MySpace was unseated, it was because it was purely just a, you know, hate to say the, the free market shit, but like it, you know, Facebook was better. It was. It just yeah. it was better. Um, whereas with this, like, yeah, the, the these big companies are the biggest donors in many cases to politicians, and so like they're going to support them regardless. Like uh, like Mark Zuckerberg didn't pour three hundred million dollars into get out the vote for Democrats in Georgia to say to lose money. He's not the guy that's gonna. It's like oh my god, you're gonna Zuckerberg pay higher. Zuckerberg put three hundred million dollars into the Georgia election. Yeah, the get out the vote in in Georgia, uh, and so like these guys are are not the ones paying the taxes at the end of the day. Like it may be, oh, higher taxes for businesses. Really? You think Facebook, Instagram and Google are going to be paying those taxes? They've got a million shell companies everywhere and they're not paying shit. Like it's, it's just going to hurt middle class. <clears throat> when I worked at Cisco, I was involved in a project on that. Uh, basically, we took all our sales over the Internet in America and they're like, we can avoid taxes by taking these systems, making a copy of them in like outside mm-hmm. America and Europe and here and there. And then any sales that like, didn't actually happen in America, no longer pay American taxes. And that was a big thing, which I guess is the legal right way to do it, but it's still avoiding American taxes. It's the legal way, but is that legal loophole there because it makes sense or because a bunch of rich people like lobbied for that to be made? You know, I I can argue that it makes like, (laughs) so if I make a product in whatever Taiwan and sell it to Amsterdam, why are American taxes being paid? I mean, it's if it's a company based here. Okay, so you think America should get a piece of all the companies based here? I, I yeah, definitely. Oh, okay, they're definitely getting some benefit from it, you know, from being an American company where the R and D happened, where the education for these products was created, etc. You know, they're That's typically true. American engineers who are inventing this shit. Like, there's an argument for what you said. Um, there's an argument against it too, you know. Like this, I, this sale had nothing to do with America. What I, I have to leave America if you're going to take a piece of everything because I can't make something in Ireland and sell it to England and then pay American taxes. How's that? At like, what do you even have to do with this? So yeah, uh, and that, that's fair enough too. I'm too stupid to know how all yeah, that shit should work out. Me too. I, 
I feel like the biggest fear of American business right now is though is like if we make them pay taxes, they're going to go to China or India or Europe. They're not going to stay here. They were doing that. Yeah. There was like kind of an exodus where companies would go to Ireland was a big one. Right. Um, you got to put punishments on them. You got to be like, oh, you're going to outsource? Really? You're going to remove a lot of American jobs? Okay, well, here's the tariffs or whatever you're going to be paying to get your product back in. And you make it so much of a punishment that they have to keep jobs here. And if that makes products a bit more expensive, like at least all the middle class people who worked here and were getting their salaries, like that's more beneficial to them. Yeah, that's a neat idea. I, yeah, this, you need to make it. I need, to, need to think to, a little to, longer uh, about it. Like, oh, what are the, like if you have real punishments for not hiring American, then you're subsidizing American workers in a way by making foreign workers more expensive. Could that make American workers less competitive? Like that's the problem, right? Like it, if an Ameri- if outside workers suddenly cost an extra thirty bucks an hour for no real reason, then we get to be thirty dollars an hour less productive before we break it even, and that might make us suck or be uncompetitive and have poorly run manufacturing plants or whatever. I mean, we, we barely have any manufacturing plants of anything because it's all been outsourced that way, <laughs> and what we've seen is that the outsourcing of that destroys middle-class towns and working-class people. And so, like, if, if goods are a bit more expensive because you have to levy these things, that's that's way preferential to, like, entire towns in, like, Pennsylvania and the Rust Belt being hollowed out because there's no longer any jobs. Like, that's tremendously inefficient and bad for us to... And then now think of think of the cost of taking a bunch of people in the U.S. and putting them on effectively welfare. Their job has been taken. They're not highly educated. They can't jump somewhere else. You, you saw that bullshit journalist thing where they're like, oh, Learned people are people are losing their jobs in Pennsylvania. Well, uh, I'm a journalist, which means I was born in L.A. or New York and I'm rich and, uh, you know, or Washington, D.C. You know, I come from wealth. Uh, Learn to code, idiot. And it's like, you're, how callous can you be? How fucking callous can you be to someone who spent their entire life in the same trade and then they're 42, 43, whatever it is, and it's torn out from under them? Learn to code? Oof. Fuck yourself. Fuck yourself. Like right. that's that is the most that is unbelievably callous and evil. I like Andrew Yang's line on it. He's like, the people who think that coal miners should learn to code have had neither of those jobs. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. A, that's so true. That's so <laughs> yeah, and, valid. and like I, I just hate that coastal jur- especially journalist thing where it's just shitting on working class people. They'll pretend like we're we're working class fighting people. We're fighting against the establishment. It's like really? Really? You work for the Washington Post, owned by the richest man in world history. You're fighting the establishment? Really? You wake mm-hmm. up at noon, look on the fucking computer for two hours and write for two hours and get paid for forty bucks an hour for it. Like <laughs> yeah, and maybe not even that much, but it's like, man, you're, you're really fighting the system. You tweeted uh, uh, 13 times since 9 a.m. and it's 10. So, and yeah, right. so you're, really, you're really grinding it out hard against the establishment. <laughs> it's just uh, it's annoying. It's annoying to see that. Just, just the, the, the absolute derision and hate that a lot of people you see on the coast have for like normal people in Pennsylvania and the Rust Belt who have these jobs that they see as like, oh, lesser than. I would never do right. that. I would never work on a pipeline. Really? If that was your only option, you're not educated and you don't come from wealth, you wouldn't work on the pipeline to provide for your family. It's like that's what really? they were born it into. Both ways, right? as well. I think the pipeline guys hate the coastal guys just as much. True. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, but I would say that their hatred is more accurate because do those, do those coastal guys, or I'm sorry, one of those sides has huge amount of reach and voice in the media augmented and the other side are 
dirt farmers who don't have any institutional power whatsoever. And so like, it's absolutely a, a, a mismatch as far as influence. I hear you. I mean, I learned to code and I didn't feel like I had anyone talk, like helping me. Like I, mm -hmm. I, uh, I worked in a group with like, uh, trying to get the numbers right. My group had like 20 people. There were like 18 non-Americans and it's like, I'm not getting any protection here. We're straight mm -hmm. up importing people from India to get all these jobs. We're like, I, I'm not feeling like I'm some influential media person who's getting all these benefits. I'm under attack left and right with pressure to mm -hmm. lower wages. And, you know, like this is a tricky job that not everyone can do. For and sure. And I don't think that I was saying coastal, like the entire, I was talking specifically about like the, the way that I see journalists treating those people, not, not other people on the coast, like hardworking people like you. <laughs> hard working. I did have a ping pong table. He's work. one of them. But, <laughs> you did have a hard work. Yeah, you were, you were dominating fucking Vinash and ping pong every day. Yeah, some of them I could beat fucking, uh, oh, what was his name? We called him Chumbawamba. I forget. Yeah, there was a, it's a dude who was on his college ping pong, ping pong team in India and the table tennis team, I guess. But he kicked my ass. He kicked my ass with shit. That didn't even look good. I have a power game, so I would just like smash it as hard as I could. And, and if you didn't know anything about ping pong, it would look like I was quite good. This guy had a spin game, and he would just oh. lob this like mocking shit at me. And I tried to overpower it, and it wasn't that successful. And there's too much spin, and you're just oh off yeah, the table. I'm just like ah into the net. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, He's got so much backspin that it augments your forespin, and yeah, right in the oh, net. I'd, I'd hit it at him at like Mach 1 and like he'd just catch it at the bottom of the table and spin it from here. It'd like come over the side, not even over the net and just do wacky shit. And uh, he wasn't impressed with my power game at all. Ping pong is one of those activities that you'll think like, I'm pretty good at this. And then you play someone who is good and you're like, oh, I was woefully misinformed about my <laughs> ability. He's like, like, and you can tell because like I, I was playing a buddy of mine who I'd never played before. And I, this was many years ago at his house. He had a pool table or a ping pong table that should have clued me in. But I was like, yeah, I'll play against you, man. And like the way he served before he hit the first one, he like threw it up in the air like a legal serve and then went like on the down thing. And it was like it bounced back over to his side. <laughs> yeah. after, after did it literally? It was like, it was, yeah. Yes, it literally did. Yeah. I was like, uh, that's a good serve. And fun, man. Like, I instead. <laughs> Did he stomp his foot on the serve? That's no. a, all the Indian guys would disguise their serve by stomping their foot at the same time. So they throw it up and hit it like that. And uh, it's just a little more to toss you off. You know, toss you off. That might mean something different. It does. <laughs> toss you off. Just a little more to masturbate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who, what his name wasn't Hussein. I forget. Anyway, Chumbawamba. I. He would beat me in um, in ping pong, but he gained weight after he left college, and his his pants were so tight he couldn't pick up the ball anymore. I thought he was injured because he had like a really particular stance where he had to bend over from like the waist up the whole way, but it was because his pants didn't allow him the flexibility to pick up a ping pong ball. Good times. It's, it's, it's very like college. <laughs> very college. Yeah. I like sports that are like one off like that, like ping pong. Like my, my new thing, slap, slap fighting, like slap oh, fighting. Awesome. I, 
I think uh, Eastern Europeans and Russians are really into that, right? Yeah, dude. Look up Punchdown, and and it's these fucking huge Polish dudes just slapping the daylight out of each other. Kind of cheat. Like, like I, I think the intention of it is that you like you put up with a slap, which is like this open-handed kind of. I don't know how to describe slap versus palm hit. Yeah, no, they hit right here. They they hit like jaw to palm. It's pancreas, but with no defense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's not supposed to be. So they added chalk to the hands so you can like yep. sort of see what happened. And st- but it's really just palm striking guys in the face until one gets knocked out. And the loser is oftentimes the one who was who broke the rules less. Right. And that's the challenge wow. of watching. This is hilarious content. I want to watch this on Twitch. <laughs> oh, yeah. This it's is so funny. Yeah. Like game content. Nine times out of in MMA, you can look at their bodies and make a guess, but right. it's not a very good indicator. You know, oftentimes the people with worse physiques win the fight. And these ones seems like the fat guys get some oh, real power. Big guys <laughs> win all the time in slap. It's very rare that they're like some guy comes up, he's fit as fuck, he's 167 pounds and ripped. What are you doing there? You're, <laughs> that 300-pound monster is going to hurt you, and he does every time. Right. The World Slap Fighting Championships. Man, we, human, we've we gotten too advanced to allow things <laughs> like this. Great. We're out of ideas. <laughs> We're out of things to do. We're like, now that we all have our food and shelter taken care of, we'll come up with awesome things. Slap Fighting Championships. Slap Fighting is crazy. I've seen a lot of it. If you go, it's, it makes it on the Reddit front page a lot. That's yep. why I, I know what little I know about it, dude. And I, I like the and, measure up where they reach their hand out and they like try and right, gauge like, exactly like, where they're gonna put the <laughs> the bone here. Yeah, and then the other guy has to like sit through that process, right? So you're, you're doing one of these, doing right. one of these, like getting what ready for it. I, I'm other? waiting for the one guy to just to bite the other guy's hand. <laughs> Flinch, it's a, a penalty. So you have what? to sit there and get slapped in the fucking face without flinching. Fuck that. This, looks, this guy just so this guy pulled back a little bit and he made it so the other guy only got some fingers. So he'll, I don't know if that's allowed. He'll probably get fouled. That's preferred that. if you're getting slapped. You want Well, yeah, you, you want to get that's what I'm saying, is that the other guy lined it up and then as he was oh. swinging, the, the guy kind of just a fraction of an inch, enough to get that out of the yeah, way. To get the palm I off. Think beard is a huge advantage. Do you think beard provides significant padding? Yes. yes. Better than nothing. Really? Because I don't think I think if you were to hit me through my hair, it would not provide significant. Damage. I think I think the friction is also a thing because like yeah. w- with a bare face, you like hit and you keep contact, but you kind of slide off the the slick hair. That's it an may excellent. Obscure point. the target a little bit too. Yes, um, it could obscure the target. Tough. Yeah, it's hard to see where to slap. You got one of those Leonidas beards that makes your chin look like it's down here somewhere. <laughs> so the guy just whiffs. <laughs> your beard just. <laughs> Great hair, just. <laughs> you guys want to call it rap? Yeah. Where can everybody find your stuff, Josh? Uh, you can find me on YouTube at Strain Central, uh, Instagram at Strain underscore Central, Twitter at Strain Central. All right. Yeah. Thank you for coming on. We enjoyed you. Thank right. you guys. Thank you very much. Glad man. you're doing better. PKA five forty three.